Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Jason Thomas. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. The Pulp and Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. Monday, October 26th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. It's show number 442. Some say we wouldn't made it past show number 10, but here we are, 442 shows later. Going to be a great one tonight. Justin Brayton will be on. Looking forward to talking to JB10 about uh, some stuff that's going on. The newest Pro Circuit Kawasaki rider, Seth Hammaker, is on. Hammaker, got it. He's going to turn pro. He's been uh, an amateur, of course, for a couple of years. Had a few issues uh, this year. Uh, didn't make Loretta's. He's going to turn pro and uh, race for Monster Energy Pro Circuit next year. So looking forward to that. Great Britain's own Ben Watson will call in. He uh, just won Lomo in the MX2 class. He's got a signed deal to go to 450s for Factory Yamaha. We're going to have Ben Watson on later. Some guy named Daniel Blair will be on. He says he's on TV for Supercross races. Uh, Daniel Blair will join us. i got a couple of great in-studio guests as well. 702-586-7857. If you have a question, comment, or concern, give us a call. Lots to talk about. We got uh, the national numbers dropped this week. We have uh, the rumored 2021 Supercross schedule. It is out tomorrow. We've, uh, I think we got a copy of it. We're going to talk about that in a little bit before it goes out. I don't know if it's the exact one, but uh, yeah, we got lots to talk about when it comes to that. Some silly season stuff that's brewing behind the scenes. Uh, One of the deals is uh, Moto Concepts. Smart Top Honda has a choice. Between Benny Bloss, Joey Savacci, and Shane McElrath, we'll debate that a little bit and kick that around and who we think they should pick for their third spot. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Uh, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, Maxima USA, Skosh, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Get Data, Guts Racing, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, WUSA, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, Works Chassis Lab, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, and Intense Cycles all on board with us tonight as are you people. And like I said, Brayton, Watson, Hammaker, and Blair coming on as guests, our in-studio guests for this show and for the rest of the show tonight. First up from, uh, they're both from Fly Racing, I should say, but uh, first up, two-time German Supercross champion, two-time Montreal Supercross champion, our regular co-host here uh, on a Monday night and on the Racer X Review Pods, and he is in all show. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? It's happened. It's been a minute. It has been. Yeah, it's been a little while. When was I last here? I don't even know. Glad to be back, I though. feel like you've been in in 2020, though. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was I here f- in June or July or whenever that was? I don't know. Yeah, because I was here with Kiefer. We did the 21 intro stuff then. Remember what? Preston was here? Yep. All that. Yep. Okay. So, uh, lots to talk about the, tonight when we come to it. Uh, we also, uh, uh, the Tomahawk ribeye 
saga Phenomenal. took another turn. Yes, we we really got to dive deep. We're into gonna that. we're gonna get into I that. Have some things to say. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get into that. Tits legendary will join us here, and uh, we will get to the bottom of that saga that happened. Uh, I don't know, uh, maybe like th- two months ago. Um, also here. Fly Racing Director of Marketing, I believe, is his new title. Uh, basically, the man who does it all over there at WPS and Fly Racing. Max Steffens. What's up, Max? How are you? What's going on? How are you? Thank you for coming in. Yeah, thank you for having me again. It's been a while. Once it has been a while for you. <laughs> I want to just say, I want to, Marks, so you can zoom in here. Uh, we got to show it. You brought me a gargoyle for the studio. I did bring you a gargoyle. And, and if anybody wants to know, this goes back, oh, God. <laughs> Three years? We're a ways in. Four years? In Boise. In Boise. We're a ways in. Thank you, Gargoyle. If, and if anybody, I mean, I discovered for yourself what it means. <laughs> yeah. I think you didn't know really, you didn't have any material, and you like, you dug deep to go Gargoyles originally. It was like, uh, no, I, no, uh, no, Gargoyles. No, I wanted to think of something offensive that could be offensive for my <laughs> agent Pulp, pitch. We're already there with Pulp and Max. We're already, <laughs> we're already there. That's a good point. Um. But uh, so thank you for the gargoyle, Max. I appreciate it. I'm glad so to bring it. You, uh, director of marketing, what six months ago or more than that now? Eight months ago? That's been about six months now. Okay. Yeah. And how's it going? It's going good. I don't even know what your old job was. You were a gear guy, but you did so much more than that. Uh, well, I was race department manager. Oh, was that what it is? Yeah. The race department manager. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm marketing right. manager. Right. And racing is still with me. Yeah. But I obviously have Dalton and a few other guys that help me with racing. Yeah. Um. It's good. It's so, challenging. It's new. Uh, you didn't go to the races this summer for the. I mean, all of them. You went to a few of them. I but, went to four. Oh, you did go that many? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, so now you're not going to be on the road as much. No. Nope. You know, it's be, a little Can't. bit of a step back of that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but as director of marketing, JT, you are the marketing manager of Fly Racing, also or nope. sales. You're or, all over what, the map. What are with you? Job titles right now. I, I, uh, I do media relations and media relations. And brand manager okay. for sales as right. well. Okay. And I am the marketing manager, right. not the director of marketing. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. We have a director of marketing. Oh, you it's do? Not, it's not me. Oh, so I actually used the role. Okay. Yeah. I think I thought it was the same title. Nope. Same R- title. Ripper. Ripper is the director of marketing and sales. And you are? Marketing manager. Okay. All right. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so this is going to be good for tonight, for the show, because uh, you both screwed me over last year in negotiations for the Fly Racing Pulp MX deal. And so now this year. We got year, a great deal. 2021 is coming up, and you're both here. And, and we're going to get to the bottom of this. These cameras and lights, Max, were not here the last time you were here. Well, I brought the gargoyle. And they didn't pay for themselves, Max. <laughs> you okay. didn't the gargoyle. No, you, you paid for them. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> paid for them. We needed the gargoyle. Gargoyle right. wasn't free. So later on in the show, we're going to hammer out some negotiations, and I'm looking forward to, to getting the upper hand over fly racing once again. You could try. Like last year? <laughs> Except for last year. <laughs> it okay. worked out well. Right. Uh, but, yeah, lots, lots to talk about. We are going to give away a set of fly uh, light hydrogen gear. It is a fly light gear, I should say, uh, for 2021. It is uh, re- redesigned. It has the boa in the front. It's really a big step in gear evolution. And we talked about this a little bit, JT, over the time, but um, how's this stuff being received out in the real world now that it's out and about? Yeah, it's been great. It's um, I think it's gotten more specific to who we're uh, kind of catering to, and that's something we're really trying to work towards because we have a really broad line. If you looked at fly racing's lineup compared to most brands out there ours is much larger we have much many more offerings but that's also allowed us to get a little bit more specific on certain lines to go after certain customers yeah we don't have to make every line appeal to everyone yep. and that's one benefit that we've really tried to change that is like okay we have this younger race oriented demo let's build something that they're going to love yep. and then we have something else like kinetic 
fits you perfectly. Oh, right? There's all the, the things kinetic. you want. So we can do that, and that's yeah. something we've we've worked towards that we haven't always done in the past. That hasn't really been a the directive in the tubby past. The tubbier vet guys are big fans of kinetic. Well, I, we I, love the I kinetic. I think it's just different usages yeah. for kinetic. You can ride off road. You can race supercross. You can race motocross. We have a mesh line. Like there's right. all these different uses right. for it. Where white, yeah. If, if you're 19 and weigh 145 pounds and go racing all the time. That's who it's built for. Well, yeah. we are going to give away a set of tonight. Gloves, jersey pants, right, for, uh, from a Fly Racing Light. We're, let's just do this. Make this easy. Email contest. Uh, it's simply that. We'll just do a random uh, number. Um, contest at pulpamexshow.com. Put the light hydrogen uh, or light, I should say, in the subject line, and we will do a random draw next show and give somebody uh, a set of gear. So thanks to the folks at Fly Racing for that. And Max and JT are here. We're going to celebrate that by giving this set of gear away. Contest at pulpamexshow.com dot com uh and uh, we'll take your entry starting now so uh brayton's on the night should be a good guy good guest as always jb no off-season races for him so that's got to be super weird, weird huh? it's got to be bored yeah he's got to be super <laughs> bored be super bored painful for his wallet too yeah absolutely uh uh hammaker is somebody that you guys have sponsored for a number of years right fly racing gear yep and obviously he's gonna be wearing something different now but you know he, he is a, he's a is he idaho he's been Utah? no no pennsylvania i believe yeah. really oh and i thought he's been, pacific northwest he's like been that. in Fox for a year now. Oh, he has been two, two years. Two. Now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So right. we lost him right when he took uh, like a team green deal. Yeah, it was like a yeah. team green deal. Okay. They took him. Yeah. Uh, ben Watson will be on uh, later on, and some guy named Daniel Blair. Are you aware of him? Never heard of him. Have you? You've heard of him? Mm, yes, we talk racing quite a bit. Oh, yeah, okay. He and I okay. get together and go over racing aspects that. Uh, I know you can't really get. Yeah, or yeah, that's right. I, I can't for, really yes, relate I to. Forgot about he that. does yeah. wear a fly mask. I have seen yeah. that. So fuck you. All right. Um, directing the show, holding things down over there, working the cameras. D. Travis Marks, what's up, Marks? Hello. How are you? I'm good. Everything good. I'm. I'm. Are we? How's, I got a full how, belly. How, how's snowboard? Snowboard's good. Mark, Mark's right dog, now. You're looking pretty lean. You Am lost, I? lost any weight? No, that's funny. I've actually gained weight. Thank you. Okay. Well. <laughs> Still looking weak. Uh, are either one of you on Discord or Snowboard? I have Discord, yes. You you do? Yeah. Are you on Pulp Mex Discord? No. Oh. I don't want I don't want to know the things that are said there. I, it's gotta be very bad. Right. Are you aware of this? No. Okay. How's it going there? Is is I mean, what are they saying? What's the It's usually pretty good. Um it seems people migrate to Marty Party a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh during the show people it, they kind of use it as like a chat room. Uh, okay. You can talk about the show when when this show's live, Moto Sixties live, when Fantasy's going, when Racers are going. Right. Um, it's always popping during those times, so okay. it's, it's been really good. Uh, are we are we videoing at a higher frame rate tonight? We are at sixty frames per second tonight. That's going to cost that you two money. That's going to cost you two money. I don't right know. If that, is that a lot or a little? I don't know either. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> is it a lot? <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot. Okay, yeah. yeah, we're, it, yeah. It looks, you could say like 12,000 yeah, frames yeah, per just, microsecond. Just, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> cool. Sounds good. Right, right. JT is not tech man. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, over there in the corner, taking your calls, holding things down, producing the show, Lone Wolf himself, Talon Taylor. What's up, Talon? Oh, what up? Are you please take that cornhole board tonight, please? I will. Thank you. I will. Um, Post Malone Wolf? Yeah. Post Malone Wolf. We are going to have Tits Legendary in here a little bit because we just had some tomahawk ribeyes. They were amazing. Delicious. It was phenomenal. I actually kind of like tits now. I didn't before, but now yeah. he cooked me a steak. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. We're going to get tits in there to discuss, talk about, well, we don't get too far into the weeds of it, but for one, he's standing in the back of his truck grilling. Yes. That's the question number it's one. It's like a, it's like a taco truck yeah. in yeah. your neighborhood. I asked him if I was tacos. supposed to help him unload it, and he's like, no, I'm just going to stay here. Surprised the cops didn't come and ask him for a permit for selling <laughs> steaks out of the back of his truck. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to a great show tonight, and uh, and lots to talk about when it comes to to racing. We also have future headlines tonight, and there's some great. Bring it back. 
Here's I'll some good be the ones. Judge of that. Future headlines, some fantastic ones. We got the X Brand goggle tear offs. X Brand choice of champions everywhere. X Brand winning GNCC with Josh Strang, fly and, racing and fly racing uh, rider, and uh, sweeping the uh, the XC2 podium. Okay. X Brand, just everywhere. Toughest conditions out there. Expert Goggle Tariffs coming up tonight. Motorsport.com tweet at Talon as well and the Race Tech rant. And we're going to bring up national numbers later. And guess what my Race Tech rant's going to be? I'll give you guys three seconds to guess. 250 Supercross points? Thank you. <laughs> so just get ready for that. I don't care. I'm you, with you on it, though. Yeah, I don't care I'm you've there. heard it before, but uh, we're going to bring it up again. So. You know how mad I would be if I saw some uh, eraser that's not his fault? He didn't ask for this. Right. But. Made a couple of 125 main events and had like a number better than mine racing it, 450. Unbelievable. It's un- like it's, A-Ray. It is. You know, un- like perfect yeah, example is yeah, A-Ray. Right. And you're just like, you've got to be kidding me, right. dude. Yep. It's, it's unbelievable. Here's Pookie with a Starbucks order for everybody. She's looking lovely. Dashing. A, a little messy. Dashing. But other than that, she's fine. You looked very nice at dinner the other night, Pookie. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah. We had dinner, too. Yeah, it was great. Fly Racing bought dinner at a, at a high-end steakhouse. It we was, did. It was, it was pretty good. That's pretty that's where the camera money went. That's where the camera money went. Mm. Okay, um, JB's coming up here shortly. Uh, again, we'll take your phone calls as well. Uh, ben Watson, JT, is a pre-recorded interview. We talked to him earlier. Yep. Uh, seemed like a nice dude and, nice. and really coming into his own. British gentleman. Just when he's got to get out of the class. Yeah, that's your favorite role, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, At least he's, he's landing on his feet, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to go to Factory Yamaha like he's doing, that's how you hope it works. It doesn't. Yeah usually go that way for no, these guys. No, not at all. So, uh, lots to talk about in the Daniel Blair, uh, Hemmaker, and uh, Brayton coming on the show. If you're going to make a purchase on Amazon, uh, click on the widget on uh, pulpmex.com, and uh, it takes you to Amazon, and we get a small slice of whatever you buy on there. Same thing with motorsport guys. Uh, Max, I'm sure you dealt with the motorsport guys. They're great guys. Uh, they sell a lot of fly racing, and uh, they sell a lot of, of stuff uh, that we can partner up with, like Arma and Guts, a couple of lines that they just picked up that, uh, that we also uh, are affiliate with. So uh, go to motorsport.com, click on the widget. Go to pulpmex.com, click on the banner. Takes you to motorsport.com. You experience their prices and uh, their customer service and all of that. And that helps us out, of course. Uh, Pulpmex app. The new app is dropping anytime soon. I heard it, I heard it was going to be maybe Friday. I'm not quite sure. I don't sure. have my drop ready, but pew pew. Okay. <laughs> What's your drop? <laughs> pew pew. The asshole deflection drop. Yeah, yeah but why? Uh, okay. Yeah, you know why. You know what? I'm going to get ready. Marks, or, or Max, your new job. Yep. You have people underneath you. 16. 16 people underneath you, right? Do they come in every day and basically call you an asshole? Do they come into your into your office, call you an asshole, maybe kick over your garbage can and walk out? You know what? Uh, you know, I, I wish I could tell you that that didn't happen, but it does. I'm not, not necessarily an asshole, right. but there are moments where... Yeah, yeah, I, I get shit from the guy from. People, okay, because yeah. like anonymity, anonymity. You deserve that. I, I got these two over here, and then and then tomahawk tits as well, and they just they really enjoy. I pay them. I, I you know hope they have a good time. You know all this, but I, they just shit on me repeatedly. Every you show. kind of ask for it. So I kind of thanks, Max. You, you know, kind of ask you. for it. <laughs> Max can come every week, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, okay, all right. Yes. So, well, uh, we, well, the gargoyle is a prime example. We've been dealing with the gargoyle for how long? You kind of asked. For I it. was playing the part of an agent. I wasn't. I mean, I, you know, I was. I was telling. I was trying to prepare you. They're playing the part of employees. Are, are you Thank not talking? <laughs> do you not talk to agents right now? Like every day, right? They're trying to quite right, often, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to prepare you for the Mercs of the world and 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 these other and Asta fans and these guys. I, I'm trying to prepare you for that. They're never coming with gargoyles. It was just an example. Just go with it. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, 
So don't forget also, too, we have affiliate programs with Karcher and, uh, and Arma Sport as well. Grill Your Ass Off, which we'll talk about a little bit. Grill Your Ass Off, guys. There's codes and everything else. All the codes, all the deals uh, for us are under sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. So please check it. Use the codes and support the show. We would uh, really appreciate that. So um, that's that's been really well. So um, all right. Uh, let's touch on this real quick. The national numbers came out this week, Max. Um and not you know nothing huge on that except for uh, Zach Osborne and Dylan Fernandez had the choice to pick single digits, and um, they both stuck with their original numbers. Zach was sixteen, of course he had a chance before when he won the two fifty title, mm-hmm. and he didn't choose it. And Fernandez stuck with fourteen. As a fly racing rep, and somebody like Zach that you've known forever, and he's war number eight at this nation, so we've seen like him with a single digit. Would you have wanted him to pick five or eight that numbers were available? No, I would prefer him to stick with sixteen. Just because everything we build around is normally pretty far in advance, yep. so I mean, but honestly, we would have moved, we would have moved and done whatever we needed to do. But he's kind of sixteen is his number. Everybody knows him as sixteen. Okay, I feel like eight would have been harder, but I know he liked eight. So, I mean, we would have been good either way. But most of our assets and stuff that we build are sixteen. Yeah. so it would have been hard. JT, you're a, as a former racer. Would you have picked a single yes. digit? I would. I want him to go eight uh, because I think being a single digit in this sport is yeah. one of the highest honors you can get. Um, you know, you know. I go back to when I was a kid, and you know this as well. You look back and you think of the guys that were like number four and number six, and number. You're just like, that's the coolest thing ever. And you had to earn it back then. It wasn't permanent numbers. Yeah. But I just but, remember but, yeah. even like Keith, Keith Bowen had that big number six and you just look at those guys and you're like, yeah. that's as good as it gets. Like that picture of Ronnie Machine behind you, number four. I if I ever had that opportunity, it would be yeah. a no brainer. I yeah. wouldn't even I would not even but think twice. If it wasn't a number that you liked, it wouldn't have mattered. Wouldn't just care. yeah. Just no, you're, I would, you're taking single digits. Well yep. it was a number I just absolutely despised or something. But with five open, eight open, like yeah, I'm I'm in. Yeah. Absolutely. Surprised in that neither Dylan or Zach took him? Are you surprised at their decision? I'm not because I know there is value in branding. And like Max is saying, people have come to know you as that number and you're trying to build upon that and build a brand behind yourself. But I'm just speaking from my myself. It would, yeah. it would be immediate yeah. change to um, a single digit. You know, you think riders is, think about that, though? What's that? Do you think the riders actually think about that, though? Well, think, Zach, I, Zach would. I think Zach would for sure. Right. I don't know Dylan well enough to know, but I mean, yeah. like, I just makes me curious that the riders are actually like, oh, well, I got all this. Like, I wonder if they go through that process or if I it's mean, just like, I like 16. Well, okay. <laughs> but I think if you're Chad, I mean, he wasn't changing from 22 no matter what. You know, yeah. Like yeah. He, I mean, he didn't even want to go number him, one. He didn't even want to no, go number know, one. But even right. everything about him is like 22. Right. Like, it's in his name. It's in his Instagram. It's like his whole yeah. life his team was called tutu the 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 thing that i wonder about like so the branding thing is correct in osborne's case he's been back and been number 16 for what four years five years well, i don't know how long has zach been 16 four been years a few years Three five, okay but four. dylan just literally has been you know different numbers every year mm-hmm. right until four and then four so in dylan's case if you take that eight that's it you're gonna be eight now for the rest of your u.s career or whatever or, or five or whatever so it to me it makes it in a branding sense, you build a brand from here. Yes, from yeah. here you make a brand, a, a build a brand from That's, here. I agree with you. It's two different scenarios, yeah. right? Zach already has his, and he's already established. He's winning the premier championship. Dylan is just getting started in that aspect, right? No one has a number even associated really with right, Dylan. Right, I don't right. think of Dylan fourteen at all. No, like, of that course doesn't not. Even yeah, enter my yeah. psyche. So um, now for me, I don't like the number eight. 
I just don't like it. I don't like it on a number plate. I don't like. I don't know. I've not, I just if I was a racer and I, and I'm and I'm with JT. I mean, when I go back and is a history like the coolest guys ever with single digit guys. So, but I never I never liked eight when Stanton run it. I never it's liked eight when Langston run number. it. Right. So I might if I was one of those guys say I don't want eight, but I'll take five. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I, don't, I don't know that Zach would take five because of Dungey. Really? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm completely wrong in that aspect, but okay. I can see him. Yeah. Just being like, no, Dunge was here, Alden. Okay, like, but do you feel like Baggett's four? Like, Baggett is just four now, right? Yeah. He literally took the number from the greatest of all time. Yeah. And and I remember – It doesn't seem weird now. It does not no. at all. No. No, in the beginning it does. But now, like, I don't think eight's that bad. Like, on his Donations jersey that you have over there. Yeah. Like, I didn't – I didn't – like, when he first – when we found out it was going to be eight for Donations, like, when we were getting ready to build everything, I it didn't – it didn't sound good in the beginning, but once we saw it, I didn't mind it. But I, th- I think like you were saying, like where Zacho, like you think of Dylan, I don't associate him with any number right now. Yeah. With Zach, I, yeah, so, yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, he's 16. Right, right, right. Like you just, yeah. I don't know. It would have th- been weird, I think. I think I take five if I'm either one of those guys. Number one choice for me, I take five because I think it's cool. And then after that, if you don't take five, I think you're Zacho, you stay with 16. But if you're Dylan, you take eight. I would want two. It's not open. Yeah. But if I had any choice, yeah. I'm going number two. I like seven. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, always, seven was my number yeah. growing up. Right, right. But I've always liked seven. I was number two when I played baseball. I, mm-hmm. If I if it was my choice, I would go two. Max? I don't know. That's a hard – I don't know. Okay. Probably, right. probably four. I think I like four. Okay. Obviously, it's not available, yeah. but I think yeah. I like four. Right. A lot of conviction there. Yeah. I think <laughs> I like four. For like, I'm not really – let's be honest. I was never, I mean, I've never been fast enough Max seems passionate about numbers. To, to be able um, to be a single digit. <laughs> so, okay. So, because of Zach taking 16 – or staying 16 and, and Dylan taking staying with 14 and no 13, Colton Nichols was 13, mm-hmm. uh, he lost it. Jet Lawrence could have taken it, but instead Jet chose 18, Pike's old number. So Jet Lawrence has the lowest number that is assigned to you at 18. So that means because of that, two guys get bumped out that don't have numbers, right? Because 13. if it, well, yeah, 13 and then one of those single digits, right? Mm-hmm. So you're pissed. Oh, you're so pissed. That's my point. Unless you're seven deuce deuce, then you're pumped. No, he wouldn't. He wasn't <laughs> it. It was, um, it was, uh, uh, oh shit. I forgot. Uh, Jeremy Smith. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Jeremy Smith got, was one of the guys that got bumped. From a national number to no number because of Osborne and Ferenis' decision and, and Jets to not take 13. Would you take 13? I would. I don't care. Really? Yeah, I would. I'm out. Really? I'm not like, yeah. oh, my God, but I – No, yeah. I would, I would hey, pass. listen. RJ had it. Didn't go well. Didn't go well for Colt Nichols. Jesse Nelson, we know what happened there. Tortelli. Tortelli. I was Swing. going to Tortelli. Like, Swing, not a good number. Swing switch in the middle of the year. Yeah. He went from 13 yeah. to 103 in the middle of the outdoors. Right, right. Antiknap would pay somebody to not be a national number. Yeah, he was um, – with three or four races left, he was 97. But then uh, Speedy Gonzalez got in there, and then a couple um, – who's the star kid that turned pro? Whatever. Thrasher? Yeah, Thrasher, they, yeah. a few guys bumped him out. He was going to be number 98. I sent, him a, I sent him a shot of it. He was not happy. <laughs> no, he'd pay somebody to stay seven right. deuce deuce. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of interesting to see that, that kind of games. I like, I like that stuff. I always like that kind of number yeah. stuff and everything else. It's kind of neat to, to follow through, you know, and see what happens. I wish – you know, I, my racing, it's its a lot of numbers have changed and the system changed during my career. They went to this permanent number system in the middle of it. I wanted to have a, like, number in the teens so badly. And yeah. I never was able. Like, yeah. the, the lowest number that you could earn usually was around 28, 27, 28. Everything was permanent. 
Oh yeah, all yeah. the way up. Right. Guys like Raynard and right. Brown yeah. and all these guys. Well, Rocco was still there. It was just like, oh my god, are you guys yeah. ever going to retire? Yeah. And I remember I had like I was four out and I was thirty one, one year. Yeah. But I would have been fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, do you know how awesome that would yeah. be? Like yeah. that would be mean everything. Yeah. yeah. But instead, I'm thirty one, and no one like equates that. Like they don't right. get it. They think, oh, you're thirty one. I'm like, yeah. No, really, I'm like fourteen. In that o- would be amazing. In oh three, when I worked for Red Dog, I think he would have been number three or four. Yeah. Uh, combined that year, yeah, yeah. and then in ninety nine, when the first year that they did it, Red Dog would have been we would have been eight or nine. And mm-hmm. Nolene days slash Chaparral. And then when it came time to pick permanent numbers, I was pushing him hard for 15. He, no, I'm sorry. I was pushing him hard for 17. Renard picked 17 first. And then Timmy got to pick 15 at that point. But I, I was, I was saying, you got to go 17. You got to go 17. I was I, I like that. Huh? I, I thought that was cool. You're but, 17 on your 80. Yes, yeah. I was. Um, I've always liked 17 or 7, 1. I like straight numbers. So whether it's a 6 or an 8, I'm kind of out of that. But, yeah. So, anyways. Uh, so, yeah, interesting to talk about the, the numbers a little bit. And, I mean, look. Uh, Race Tech has released valves that are full one-piece <laughs> valves. Rather than a friction-welded two-piece valve, it's more durable than an OEM valve. And with their custom profile, the valves flow more air and increase air speed, resulting in an increase in horsepower. Intake and exhaust valves available for 2020 KX250 and intake valves for the 19 to 20 YZ250. Race tech, uh, get your suspension work done, get your motor work done. Pulp 20 is the code to save with those guys. My race tech rant. Here we go. I, it's just, <laughs> it is fucking insane that they count 250 Supercross points for a national number. It is absolutely ridiculous. It is a regional series. You race against half the competition, and somehow they're telling you that that ninth place that, not to pick on them, but uh, Jay Owen got is the same as a ninth place in the 450 class. Yeah, it's, that, not, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. But it is not equatable not. in any sense. And when you look at the national numbers, you see a bunch of 250 Supercross guys that are on the list that do not deserve to be there. The 450 Supercross class is tougher. It is harder. And the fact that those guys get screwed is a joke. It is a fucking joke. It's the worst rule ever. It was a rule brought in because the, guess what? Guess who wanted the, that rule? The 250 teams wanted that rule. Oh, fucking shocker. Hey, let's hey, let's look out for ourselves and, and make a rule that benefits our team. Like one of the owners, Jeff Myshek, who I like, told me, this will allow the 250 riders to brand themselves early with a number. Mm-mm. I'm like, who cares? You know how you brand yourself when you make it in the big class? I don't agree with that take. Um, I'm a big Jeff Myshek fan, but I don't agree with that take. You can't brand yourself with a number if it changes every year. That's what I'm saying. Can't do it. No. It's a. It's the worst rule in the sport. Is it the worst rule in the sport? No. What's the worst? Is there a worst rule? I, I'm sure. Give me a minute. But it's, it's okay. Not the this worst is on par with the clown show, ping pong balls at Disney Nations. It is on that level. Yeah, ping pong balls. I would are agree. Stupid ping pong balls to start your multi hundreds of thousands of tens of thousands of dollars of effort to go to the motocross nations and your whole future depends on a fucking ping pong ball picked by a monster girl Forget about the money my emotional state rides on those ping pong balls. yeah no exactly uh it is a joke we need to change it mike pelletier from the ama good guy you guys know him yep good guy nice yep. guy yep i'm trying to get a podcast lined up with him i want to talk to him about this stuff and i he's a he's not he's been avoiding me a little bit and I think it's because of things like can't imagine I, why. I think he's just scared. I'm gonna and I, I might start yelling. Most of the rants, race tech rants, involve a decision he's been around. But I think I'm gonna talk to him calmly and rationally, 
And maybe he can explain me their side of things. The, from what I know about the 250 Supercross points, it was to get those guys more relevant. I don't know that it was branding. It was to get 250 guys to be more recognized. Eh, not recognized, but to give them a kind of a voice in the sport because they felt like they were getting crapped on. My... How would they feel like they're getting crapped on? You're a, you're Josh Grant. You're making seven hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay, we're not talking about them. Racing we're half a class. About, talking about the privateer two fifty supercross guys. They weren't eligible for points. Okay, that's that was the complaint. Yeah, not, beat it. They were not eligible for points. My perspective was okay. Then it needs to be like a half a point, or tenth place gets five points. Right, and then you go. 10 through 15 get it's four, three, two, one or, or something. And then it cuts off at 15. They can't be exactly the same. They're not equal. That, that was yeah. my whole point. Now I'm not it, saying that they shouldn't be eligible for anything, but it shouldn't be equal. And that's what it ended up being. They should it. be eligible for nothing. Okay. But I would compromise on half a point. I would, if you want to give these idiots some points, give them half points. I'm fine with that. Or just some sort of tiered system. Something. Okay. Where yeah. it's, it's less, than the 450 guys yeah. get. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 unfucking believable that these guys get the points in in their classes that match a 450 main event. The degree of difficulty for getting fifth in a 450 main event versus fifth on a regional series is a uh, uh, game quantified. And like fit, yes, I agree with that. But I think it's much more egregious saying like 15th guys that are getting 15th. You you watch like Tickle and these guys battling for 15th. Right. He's a champion in the 250 class. Yeah. And then you watch the 15th in the 250, and you're like, okay, great rider, but yeah. come on. Right. Max, do you have any feelings on this? Or is this kind of like your numbering thing? Kind of like my numbering thing. Okay. All right. I agree. No conviction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really don't have a whole, yeah. You no. got a lot of passion when it comes to screwing me out of money for my cameras and lights. It's my job. But there's not a lot of passion these that are going on right now. But when it comes to sticking it to Pulp MX, passion is hot. <laughs> Coming in hot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's my race tech round of the night. I think I screwed up your, your order, Marks. I apologize for don't that. Don't worry. I, I already I, fixed it. I don't care. I, I, it's a fucking joke. It's the, <laughs> it's the worst rule in the sport. Nope. C can you tell me which I'll one is? I'll circle back. Okay. I'll circle back. Think about it. I, I, I will. I will. You cutting the track? Getting fined at Unadilla? That wasn't even a rule. That was... <laughs> that was... He's having flashbacks. Unforgivable. Right, right. Uh, all right. Talking about some numbers here. Let's get some phone calls. Jeremy, what's up, Jeremy? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I was curious on if the number five, them not picking it, Brandis and Osborne, was because of the rumors about Dungey coming back. No, I don't think so. I think they had a choice, okay. and I, I think they probably would have called Dunge and been like, hey, are you coming back? Yeah, that would have been up to AMA, right? Yeah. They would have told yeah. him, hey, this isn't eligible anymore. Right, right. can't right. pick this anymore. I, I don't think Dunge is coming back, though. We had him on the show last, last show. So. Yeah, it seemed like he was kind of wishy-washy about it. Yep. So, no, I don't think so. All right. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. Thank you. Rick, you got more number, more number talk, Rick? Rick. Rick. Hello. Yeah. Rick. Yeah. Hey, you know, we've had the red number plate over here for, what, five years now. The FLM brought it over. And yeah. I kind of wonder why we don't have uh, different plates for, uh, you know, top rookie or right. most hole shot or, right. you know, that kind of thing. Because the scoring is all taken care of by a transponder anyway. Yeah, I, um. I, I don't know. Yeah, like like they have Sprinter, like in Tour de France, the Sprinter guy gets a different color yeah. jersey, mm -hmm. right? And and, and King then, of the Mountain, yeah, 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 yeah. Sprinter, all that right, stuff. right. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it yeah, I don't like know. That, uh, that would be a great promotion for be, the AMA to be able to add value to some of the prizes they already hand out. So, what would you? How would you notate it? Would you 
be able to tell, like you would just run your own color number plates, like TLD KTM did just like, ah, screw it. We'll just run our own number plates colors. Like we don't, we don't really care what your rules are. No, I mean, you, you would have it just like the jerseys. I mean, you know, have a yellow oh, background yeah. or a rookie or yeah, a blue background. Yeah. 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 Like team. a, I always liked the 250 USGPs back in the day, the white on green. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think the coolest you know we've ever seen is the, you know, blue number plate with the yellow number yeah. one. Yeah, That's Bailey. the coolest yeah. we've ever had. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know, Rick. I, I'm fine with that if you want to do that. Like, I, I get it, rookies or, or I don't know, however you want to do it. Like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I don't – just don't give them fucking points. The don't give them fucking points. Is, is our sport's already so confusing. For for the average fan that shows up to a Supercross, they're like, okay, so what are these races? And and we just switch classes? Yeah. And they're all yeah, yeah. Like, trying yeah. to qualify? For, I, yeah. I don't even what, think right? they understand yeah. the, the backgrounds to start with. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. No, know, that's, exactly. And that's where I'm like, right. so you're going to add more to that, and they're going to be like, so – well, I, I don't think – I think yeah, actually what? you yeah. would add a, a layer to where maybe they might be able to learn something about the riders out on the – because yeah. they have a certain place. Do we need do we you need know, another sure color to confuse Ralph though? Now Ralph's got red gas cast and red Honda. We're all waiting breathlessly to see what Ralph does for that. Now we're gonna talk about Ralph saying, Oh, he's got the green plates. Like we, exactly. well, I don't know. I think, another element. He's got something to talk yeah. about, right? Yeah, good point. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. All right. Later. Uh Pulp Mech show, the show that the riders listen to. Carson Mumford, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, Pulp? Do you do you have a ride yet? What are we doing? I currently don't, but we're still working on it. What What are your options? I hear I hear some things about you. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to disclose detail. Okay, fair enough. Uh what percent pie do you think that you'll have a ride like in a week or two? Like, wh- how how are we looking? Are we close? Like, the, you know? Yeah, for sure. In a week or two, I think. Uh, I should have something I'm leaning towards or okay. like it's a 90% shot at that okay. team. All right. You need some fly racing gear? Can we hammer out the deal right now, Max, with Mumford? We might. We... we might. I mean, we like Mumford on the might show. Might have to go to work. Yeah. I've worn fly. I loved it. You wore fly? Oh, I didn't know that. On uh, mini bikes, yeah. Okay. All right. All right, Mumford, what do you want to talk about this number stuff for? Okay. So you're saying that the 250 guys are screwing the 450 guys over on because they're getting full points on Supercross. Yes. And the yep. 450 class more in depth yes well i raced just outdoors and beat most of the 450 guys that did supercross and outdoors but that's a national class though we're good i'm good with, yeah i'm good with outdoors yeah outdoors 100 percent outdoors i think our, our our problem is that it's a regional series for supercross so you're splitting the talent in half and then you're giving the same points that the 450 guys are being in a national series if that makes sense yeah but you guys are saying like the 250 guys aren't as good basically like the it's not as in depth like the class no but deep. in the regional series in, in, the, in supercross is. in the supercross class when you when you cut them in half you know yeah but you could give them i feel like you could give them no points in supercross still and we'd still beat oh. the guys in numbers for outdoors no it's fine i, yeah. I have no problem with the, then, every point you scored that's yes, no problem yeah i'm good like outdoors no problem yep. we're just saying for a guy like let's say a ray that's an easy one he makes 450 mains whatever but he could get beaten out for a national number by a guy that qualified for three or four regional supercrosses. And he had, he raced against like 450 mains are pretty gnarly to make. It's tough. And he's going to get beaten by a guy who got, you know, let's say he got 30 points in West coast 250 class. A Ray's probably better supercross rider than that guy is. Yeah. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Mumford? Like if, if you raced West coast two fifties and you got 30 points from four main events, let's say, and A Ray races seventeen 
and doesn't get 30 points because the class is so gnarly, I don't consider that very equal. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. I'm, just, right. I'm just trying to state the point that I feel like with or without us getting that many points in Supercross, we're still edging a lot of the good numbers out. And, and, and that, totally. Yep, and yep. I, I agree, and I'm 100% fine with your outdoor points all beating these 450 guys. Like yeah. that's, that's you're, you're a different caliber of rider than really what the argument is. It's, uh, it's like... It's the guys that barely get into a few two-video men, not not factory level guys. I mean, you're you're too good for that. Yeah. Conversation. Yep. All right, I get that. Yep. Yep. But but Mumford. Team, yeah. You know, that's where we're team at. Team thirty-nine next year, or we got number thirty-nine. That's strong. I J- was thirty-nine. JT, you were thirty-nine and ninety-nine. In ninety-nine. There we go. Yeah. I was thirty-nine before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> very very uh, uh, scary, but yeah, Mumford. Hopefully, you get something soon, right? Like. Um, I heard some things about you, so it looks okay. Yeah, I think you should have something, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, clock is ticking for sure, so right. definitely just trying to get stuff figured out and, you know, get myself under the best equipment to do good next year. Okay, well, listen, next Friday. Yep. Are you coming? Where is it? Fr- what's going on Friday? Paris. Friday, Paris. What, what's, <laughs> what's up, Paris? Uh, Kiefer and I, big test. Big secret test. Oh, big test. Yep. Yeah. Right. I've got nothing going on. Well, come on down. We'll we'll pick you up on the. Oh, you're not even in the high des anymore. You're down down there. Not yet. We'll, we'll, I've been basically in the high des every day, but I about got blown away today. Oh yeah, <laughs> I bet. Uh, okay, we'll see you there. Thanks, Mumford. All right. All right. Thanks. Right. See you. Yeah, I got no problem with the motocross guys. No. You guys are gnarly. Yeah. You, you it's, deserve, it's the regional right. series. Right? You deserve cut, all the points. Cut you the get. talent in half. Yeah. Less talent to start with, arguably. Yeah. Right? It's the less talent to start with, and then you're cutting that in half. Yep. Yep. I agree. So. Um, <sighs> They should still shouldn't count though. Half point. Okay, half point. Fine. All right. Uh, half, I think half point's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's welcome in our, our sometime uh, producer over here, uh, Grill Master. Grill Master. Now he's uh, he's the Grill Master. He's gonna sit in the big chair there now. Tits legendary. Welcome, Tits. Yes, sir. How are you? Tomahawk Tits. That's me. Now I didn't really know Skills. that you are uh, passionate about uh, grilling as you were. Um. I don't mess around when it comes to grilling. Yeah. Yep. So we all know Tomahawk Gate. Yes. Uh, you you took it. <laughs> Tom. It yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah, I took it. Yes. So I gave it to you. Yes, thank you. So Nick at Prime Foods Distributing, mm-hmm. JT's buddy, I got, did he somehow reach out to you? Because it, it could not have been a coincidence. Like, did about he say, like, when are part. you going back down to Vegas or something? Uh, I think we talked about it on the show, and then he just... Okay. Because he had, he had mentioned the next time you go down, yes. we need to make a... I know. And I think he just jumped on it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so a box shows up. A box shows up from Prime Foods Distributing, our buddy Nick there uh, on the East Coast, and it has two tomahawk ribeyes in it. Yes. And a bunch of steaks and burgers. Uh Uh-huh. And Nick was under very specific instructions that the next time JT was in, you were going to cook him these these tomahawks. He would finally get to enjoy the deliciousness that is a tomahawk ribeye, yep. And, and, And Marks, have you ever seen such passion from tits? No. 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 Right? Dude, out grilling in the bed of he his truck. He cooked in the bed of his truck. Usually I'm a five, yeah. you know, like you, yeah. where it's just you know, not a lot of ups and downs. But yeah. when it comes to something like this, especially with Max and JT here, I had to bring my A game, and yeah. so I did, yeah. Uh, and now I said to you, hey, I got my barbecue, and you were just like, nope. Nope, nope. That's true strong. grill master. You don't know if you got hot zones or cold zones in your uh, <laughs> in your grill. I don't want to be burning. There's no hot things. zones or I mean, cold zones in the like back that. of his truck. Yeah. None. Nope. So you exactly threw your barbecue in the for. back of your truck. I brought it with me. I did. Yep. And uh, you seasoned the tomahawk ribeyes. I seasoned and, the cat. And, and yep. then we had a we had a, a strip steak and a ribeye as well. Correct. Yes. You, uh, you seasoned those, and apparently they were the more favorite. But uh, you know what do you do? So I thought, I thought the tomahawk was 
So the tomahawk. So we've eat. We all ate the tomahawk. Yes. Pookie had a little bit too, and she's a vegetarian. Oh, she did. Oh yeah. Did. Okay. Jen had some. All right. Guy in the corner. Yep. Marks. I let them have some. Alliance. You did. You yes. let them have yeah. some. Uh-huh. Max, what'd you think? It was amazing. It it was really tender. Like it was pretty impressive. The, the, it, it literally kind of melted in your mouth like an M M&M. and M. I would yeah probably go that far. That's pretty good. JT, I had to restrain myself like from eating more because we had a show to do. I didn't yeah. want to be like yeah dead tired you know like right. food coma after. I could have eaten a lot of that. It was great. I could have eaten a whole one myself, yeah, but yeah. I was so generous. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to share it with all these guys, even yeah. though technically one of them had my own name yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, Nick right. Nick said, here is a tomahawk for tits, and then here's one for the boys, like for you to grill. Right. So you gave up your tomahawk. I showed how generous of a person I am. Right. Well, <laughs> I, I figured on the second time around you could share. Yeah. Especially so with, how delicious, we go. With, it, with how delicious everyone is saying that it is, the fact that I was even willing to give up yeah. some of it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm a really good person. Um, were you worried at any point that the cops were going to pull you off the, from grilling on the back uh, of your I, truck? I got a lot of uh, interesting looks. Right. Uh, I just kind of gave them the, you know, hey, mind your business, move along type thing, and, and right. they all did. Right. So, uh, um, yeah. A little rare. You, you're a rare you know guy. I'm, I'm a, yeah, you cook it to 125 and let it sit until 135, medium rare, and apparently that is not the uh I thought that was a little rare. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, I it, it. To, to yeah. it was good. Max, yeah. you're good yeah. at that? Yeah, yeah. I'm normally Marks, a medium Marks? Yeah, I like it. I, I mean, like really, it really, I feel really, like that's how you have to eat. Yeah, that really cut. high end steak. You're supposed to be on the rare side. You can't cook a steak like that. Anything past well, that? Yeah. You, you, Jen, Max's wife principle. Jen asked you to cook, and you were very offended. He, to, he uh, told Jen that if he had to take the tomahawk back out, he could not because of his principles cook it past medium. <laughs> In he could not. Yes, I would not. Fortunately, <laughs> so, she had the New York strip. That yeah, I was so able she to had to have the, the strip yeah. because that's the only thing he would cook past yeah. medium. New York strips are just okay. Yeah, yeah. Nah, the grill your ass off seasoning. I. I love that. Like mm-hmm. I put the uh, maduce on the mm-hmm. the two the strip and the and the ribeye. I, I had a few bites of that and it actually was good. Yeah. Did you did you notice the season, seasoning on that? It, they were all delicious. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah it was all yeah. good. Yeah, I could right. tell a difference. You could tell the, difference. The flavor yeah. was different. Yeah. yeah. I don't know which one I prefer. I could tell that the the flavor of the strip was bolder. Yeah. Because of the seasoning. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But I really like the quality of the tomahawk. I could tell they yeah. were different. Yeah. For sure. So. Right. Good job. So, so I th- there was uh, a, I know you everyone else didn't put a lot of pressure on me, but there was a lot of pressure put on my own shoulders because mm-hmm. I was not not about, all heroes wear capes. No, no, yeah, right. I was not <laughs> about to to screw this thing up with everyone around here and this expensive cut of meat. And so uh, yeah, I, did, I didn't mess around. Can we set the scene for what actually happened? He had a grill. In the bed of his pickup truck. Yeah. So, like I said, I was not willing to risk cooking anything in it w- in an unknown grill. So, any grill master will know. Yeah. You got to work with what you know. You bring your own tools to the to yeah. the you know to the yeah. race, and yeah. this is what you do. So, I Phenomenal. loaded it in the back of my truck, brought it here. Just <laughs> your wife is right like, "What are you there. doing?" You're like, "Long story." She she understands. I mean, he does everything she, she in the bed of a truck. He sleeps in it. Yeah. He cooks in it. I yeah. live it. Yeah. It all goes yeah. down. Yeah, he probably there. conceived his children in the back <laughs> of that truck. <laughs> At least one of them. Yeah. Um. Wow. Yeah, it was it was good. It was uh yeah, it was a really good but job. It was all worth and, it. And I mean, do do we do we have closure now? What do you mean? Can I have clo- can we have closure on this issue? I I feel great. <laughs> JT's the one who said he's more angry now that he's actually got to enjoy well, it, the I'm, fact that you gave one away. I, I believe that the listeners of the show need to decide when they have closure. 
on this. So if you <laughs> feel like you listeners. need to continue this, you please can direct those to Steve's yeah. Instagram, mm -hmm. direct messages. To a Twitter poll emails. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, that. That is not for up to me uh, to uh, decide. That is up it, to the listeners. It's just, I, I, we, we did it. We got it happen. Nick, thank you for the three Tomahawk yes, sticks yes. now. Thank you very he much. Has, he's probably given us $500 in stakes. Yep. And, and yeah, at least. Right. Probably more than that. Right. Probably more than that. Yeah. Right. And, and and we finally, yeah, I think we you got to eat one. That was great. I, I, I appreciate the effort that Tits went to to do that for all of us. That was pretty mm -hmm. amazing. And obviously Nick well, providing that opportunity, but Tits he, went above and beyond. He is just paying you guys back for his fly racing questions that he has peppered oh, you yeah, both yeah, yeah. with over ah, the years. He's been pretty, pretty mellow yeah, lately. Trying to hasn't been, it back, hasn't you know, been a whole lot. These guys have a job, you know. <laughs> Which right. would be uh, to like answer Marks. your yeah, question. Yeah, Marks, yeah. Right. Huh? You have to understand our job kind of is to it answer is questions. It is to answer questions, too. yeah, yeah. But so. I wanted to use the George Foreman at least just for a minute, but you wouldn't bring it out, so yeah. I couldn't. So There was nothing wrong with the Foreman cooking burgers <laughs> on the Foreman. It is fine. But that post that I directed to our to yeah, Villapoto, it's good stuff. He, he liked it, and everybody yeah, yeah. really enjoyed yep. that one. Yep. So uh, Our friends here at Fly Racing have shipped us some casual wear. It's mm -hmm. over there on the floor, and so you can grab some of it. I'll just it, take it, the whole lot. Yep. Okay. All right. That sounds about right. Not, not, not all of them. Sorry, guys. We're going to need more. Tomahawk t-shirt over there. What? Take the Tomahawk t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. You make Pulp MX shirts, I'd like a Tomahawk Can we get please. a Tomahawk tits fly racing shirt? Probably not. No? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just checking. <laughs> Maybe next year. Um, but no, it was delicious. I it was, respect it was delicious. a man who gives another man a lot of meat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kate Clayson, for that. Cade. Um, no, yeah, you had pressure on you. You were feeding. Yeah, and no, I, I wasn't about to mess it up. At least I did everything in my power. Pookie went to uh, uh, Cracker Barrel, got some sides. You know, some it was, yeah, sides. it was a whole it turned into a regular feast. Whole yeah. Idea. Yeah, the whole deal. Much better than uh, Chipotle. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do this again, yeah, just let me know. Just keep, keep yeah, sending. Just, just, yeah, just let Nick know. I'll bring. <laughs> eventually, I'll invest in like one of those trailer grills. You know, everything like that, and it'll yeah. be a, it'll be a legit thing. Yeah, but you were so serious about your grilling, like, yeah. Please, Steve, take it out mean? of the freezer. Hey, Steve, I, I take it, put it on, sure take it, it out of the fridge it. now. You know, you you I, ended the plane, huh? nailed it. You ended the plane. Oh yeah, no, I, I wasn't about to let a guy who uh, who cooks his hamburgers on a George Foreman do all these things. So yeah, I, I yeah. had to I had to right. take the lead on it. That's my but job. again, it reinforces my decision to give you the first tomahawk. Yeah, I'm not. I don't even know what you did no, out no. there. Yep, you have a thermometer and you got. Uh, Thyme and ragu. Thyme and sage and sage and ragu and, and, and yeah. olive oil and yeah. Yeah, like I don't think the tomahawk would even fit on the foreman. Yeah, close it down there. Open it up and just set one on each side. Right, right. Um, so I, it reinforces my decision that you were the proper. Oh, I agree, hundred yeah. yeah, percent. Yeah, you were. The, you know. Yep. Um, so wow, congratulations. So and thank, thank you, you. And thank, thank you, everyone. Yeah, and well, I'm glad everyone you. You enjoyed did, it. You did and, the work. Uh, I, I'm just glad we got this whole thing closed, and we, you know, we got. That is not for you to decide. It may not be. It may not be. <laughs> I don't think yet. it's over. I really don't. Marks, I feel like it's over. I feel like we're done. I feel like we're done. Uh, I highly doubt it. Post Malone, probably not over yet. Okay. All you right, know how right. long we ground with Chick Fil A? Yeah, that's a good point. Dude, this, is, yeah. this is just getting started. Right. I was surprised Tits actually let us have both tomahawks. I thought he was keeping one for himself I for like have. almost certain. When Jen have. asked him to, to cook it a bit, I thought he was just going to just drive off in anger. <laughs> just, just, there are some just, things you just don't do in general, and that's ask someone to cook it a little bit more. But I, like I said, I'm a, really, nice. I'm a really good individual. Yeah. Like, like yeah, my yeah. heart. The right, Marks, right? And a lot of even though, of his own horn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> even though my pride said no, yeah. I said, you know what? I'll do what's right. right and I right. went and I put it back on. I made her some beef jerky, and she enjoyed it. So. 
he thought about all the fly gear. Yeah, he was thinking about all the future orders that he was that he was that he was tomahawking. Right, right. Yeah, he was gonna get nothing. Yeah, at least two mountain bike jerseys right here. Yeah, and while you're at it, fix my mountain bike in the garage. And yep, no problem. I'll give you the rest of the meat that Mick Nick gave me. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm kidding. JT's gonna lose it. I am not. I I am. Uh, I that second steak. I mm-hmm. brought out a sirloin and the two tomahawks, mm-hmm. and then I had the ribeye in the freezer, and I was like, "That doesn't look like enough meat, like for everybody." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, "Screw them a little bit. I want to keep this ribeye." <laughs> but I took it out, so I I, I also donated. I think you know, everyone you the also ribeye donated the my ribeye that Nick gave me. <laughs> he was gonna he's gonna put it on the George Foreman later, so it was. I didn't hold any of the meat that he donated for the show. I gave everything that was donated to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, well, thanks, oh, Tits. I appreciate yes, anything else. You. Are you back in next week? Uh, no, I think it's show? another week Another or so, week? Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Yep. Post hello. I am billing you for tonight, by the way. So. Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. All right, yeah. I wouldn't expect anything else. <laughs> Do you have anything to say to Marks before you got to go or anything? No. Uh, no. Hey, what's up? Hey, buddy. Yeah. Hey, he, he kind of learned how to do the thing over here. I spent about two minutes... And I decided this is not for me, and uh, <laughs> then wants, I went back over and said, "He wants nothing to do with this." Really? Is that what you said? No, not literally, but it's definitely it's if, a lot of. If Marx has, it a, makes me appreciate what he does. Okay, though, if Marx gets real. fired, which could happen any moment, or or dies in a, in a car accident, <laughs> we need somebody over there that can work the cameras, and the, then the, you're screwed. So we try to get tits tonight, yeah, but I guess uh, not. Yeah. That's okay. I have a question. Yeah. It's now five forty nine Vegas time. <laughs> okay. Is this too late for you to? drive home to sleep i don't know if you saw i was resting my eyes over there because i didn't get a nap <laughs> beforehand i was already thinking like oh man i just didn't know if you're gonna, gonna make it home or if home. you're just gonna I... head outside it with it still daylight and take <laughs> he almost threw a mattress in the bed just head for this bed. <laughs> uh, is there any tomahawk left for you to take back there is actually there was a little bit yeah. okay yeah, so I you'll be taking it back? Put some in there and uh okay. yeah, well, yeah no i'll enjoy it for uh <laughs> Lunch or dinner tomorrow. Or After nap, like snack. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Breakfast tomorrow morning and drive. All right. Away. Thanks, Tis Legendary. Thank you for, yes, for thank doing you that. Everyone. Appreciate it. All right. That's okay. Tis Legendary, everybody. Coming in hot, cooking hot, coming in hot, doing it all. Um, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, Justin Brayton coming up here on the show shortly. Let's get to some phone calls here. Drake, uh, what's going on? You got a question about your, uh, your young son? Yeah. How's it going, Steve? What's up, Drake? <laughs> well. <laughs> Uh, let's get to it. Uh, yeah, let's so do it. I, I started my boy out uh, about 18 months on a Strider. He went to the Stasic in two and a half. He's been riding the P- PW50, you know, Blue Crew, uh, all year. I've got a KTM50 Junior. I was talking to my local uh, Yamaha dealer, and he was like, bro, that's a bad idea. He's like, I had a five-year-old boy went to the went to the KTM and uh, didn't work out good, you know. Why? Yeah. Hurt himself or what? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess the, I guess the kid that he knows went from the PW to the KTM Junior and it killed him. Oh, that's uh, yeah. That's so sad. so. I don't. So I much, don't think it literally killed the kid. He just didn't want to ride well, after. No, I I think well. Anyways, hold. We need clarification um, so, on that. So, we need we need clear. did the child pass away? Yeah, that's what he told me. Damn. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So so do I go from the P, from the PW fifty to uh, like a Honda fifty? Uh or do I go to the T, TTR fifty? What do I do now? What's his skill level? 
That, I think that's your he, biggest. That's your he, biggest question. Well, he he's pretty good. I'll tell you what this the Strider or the Stasic, the Stasic almost has sold on electric bikes. I'll be honest with you. Um, it's always really dicey. You know, I get asked, and I'm sure Max does too, about um, from parents, what should I protection should I put on my child? What helmet should I put them? Should I, they wear a neck brace? Should they wear a chest protector? And it's always tough because the last thing you want to do is tell anyone something and then their child gets hurt and you had some part of that in some small way. So it's horrible that a child passed away um, just after switching bikes, but I don't believe that you can, or you should hold your child back because of, you know, and that's always going to be something you have to accept risk with your own child to go riding. Uh, but if the ki- if your child rides really well, him going to a KCM 50, I don't think, you know, one bad accident. I mean, unfortunately, motorcycles are dangerous and bad things happen, you know? Like, that. that's always going to be a risk that if we ride motorcycles, we have to assume some risk, unfortunately. And that's – I can't imagine what that family is going through. But at the same time, you know, people are going to start riding dirt bikes every day. It's it's going to happen right. every, every day across well, America. See, so I went to a buddy's uh, – his daughter's birthday party, and I was talking to a guy. He was telling me his son's seven years old. And racing a PW50. I was like, he's seven? I was like, I was six years old riding a 60. Yeah. And I think that's a size thing too, right? If I think size is a yeah. big part of that. If you're a large seven-year-old, yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. If you're if you're Steve riding an, an 80 at 16 years old, you know, maybe there's <laughs> oh, something to that yeah. too. I was, I was too big for uh, that. Oh, yeah. I, I, went, I went to an 80 early because early okay. I was right. heavy. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay Drake. Um all right, buddy. Well, Sorry, good luck Steve. in the good, 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 good luck in your uh, in your decision, man. Thank you. All right, love you guys. Thank you, yeah, man. man. Thanks. All right, uh, Taylor, what's going on? Hey, uh, I had a question about uh, Joe Carson. Yeah, I was wondering. I was wondering if Honda would look at uh, going to like MCR or something like they did with uh, McAdoo. Yeah. Um, well, Honda's already helping mcr out but i think i think mumford's got some options i think um schmoda from what i heard was going to go to um phoenix racing did you guys okay. hear that i've heard he's going a couple places to be I've, heard he's, yeah. I've heard he's talked to, talking yeah, to them, yeah. I, I think honda's going to step up with support for michael Lindsay's chaparral team and phoenix racing for 250 wise now whether that's enough okay. to get the deal done or not i'm not sure i heard mumford was going to ride mcr 250 um right so there, I think there's stuff out there for those guys. I think Honda's going to try to do what they can. Yeah, I agree. So they're not, you know, just left with nothing. I think Honda's looking at where can we help these kids out in some way, right? They don't want to burn them. That's, mm-hmm. It wasn't their fault that this yeah. team evaporated. And I think Mumford, well, Schmoda got third in the series. So yeah. put that in your pipe well, and smoke it. Well, uh, almost did too. Yeah, so. but, but I mean, and, and Mumford, I thought, had a really steady outdoors and, and was pretty good. So um, Yeah, yeah for sure. He's solid. There's a future there for those two. They didn't deserve to lose their rides, nor would they have right. under normal circumstances. So if you're yeah. Honda, same thing I would do. I would be like, okay, where can we find a landing spot? You're not, they're not going to be probably paid the same or on the same bike, yeah. but how can we help these kids continue their career? Yeah. They have a lot of money right. invested in those yeah. kids. Yeah. There you go, Taylor. Thanks, man. And, uh, can, yeah. I, can I say one more thing? Sure. Okay. So, uh, JT, this is Taylor from Daytona. Oh, hey, uh, what's up, man? I just got to say, if, if anybody's on the fence about doing the five VIP program, do it. Cool. Yeah, I appreciate I mean, it. Was, it was awesome, dude. It was 
Well, I'm excited to to do, get back to it. Are we are we going to do it again? Do we know what's we're going to talk think, about that I mean, later? If, but if, if we have fans, which sounds like we are, I don't see why not. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know what it'll so, look like. I yeah. have no idea. I haven't had any conversation about it at all. Right. But yeah, I'm hoping so. Yeah. Right on. All, All right. right. Thanks, man. Thanks for the show, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Max Steffens and uh, Jason Thomas in here from flyracing.com. Justin Brayton coming up. So, JB, is he a fly guy for next year? Is that, yes. Uh, do we, want, could we, we can hammer it out on the show if you want. Or we no, can we, talk about we it. Yeah. We don't need to. We don't need to. Because I don't really know if he's – I don't know if that Penrite thing is done. I think it's going to be done. I, I assume it's going there, Max right? Max knows but much more about bike, that than bike I Bike-wise, I'm not sure yeah. 100% percent Right, either, right. But so, J- JB is with us. But, yeah. but whatever JB races, we'll be wearing fly we'll be racing wearing fly. gear. Right. So uh, so he's coming up here shortly. We got to get. Let's hammer him on the uh, on the formula. Let's get him in the formula. Okay. I mean, I know he's a showy guy, but, you know, it's, I mean, we should start yelling at him and stuff. Maybe he'll switch. Never know. Never know what could happen. Nope. Uh, Mike's on one. Mike, what's going on? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Hey, so um, on the swagger debate, uh, I raced at a fairly high level open wheel cars um, back in the '90s and uh, early 2000s. And what we the the SCCA guys were our flaggers, and they went to school for that. They did they did two classes, and they do they worked their way up from doing regionals to nationals. Then they got to the pro races. If there was a way to do that for the motocross guys, it would probably be a big help because those guys were actually very good. And they were, I felt totally safe with them out on the track, and they took great care of us. Hmm. Any, any idea? As far as, like, the possibilities of us having flaggers educated on it? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. just think it's expensive. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I, and we have, well, you know, we have turnover, well, right? Really expensive because what, because they, they, basically, they volunteered at, like, regional races, which would be, like, your local state, like, racing a state fair or something like that. Mm-hmm. So then they would graduate from there. Then they would get to go to a um, a national, and so but they had to. They, what they would do is they would go out with experienced flaggers for a day or two and get trained, rather than just say, "Hey, guy, you want to come out and flag?" And here's what you got to do. And the guy falls down, wave the yellow flag. Yeah, I, I would love it. Um, I don't have the answer to it. I, I I think it'd be challenging to put together. I guess anything's possible if you're willing to assign people to put that program together. I'm all for it though, because I struggle with that. I just at Redbud this year, I was screaming at a flagger and it, you know, things happened. She didn't see, um, who had crashed. AC. Bogle went AC, into uh, no AC jumped on somebody. Bogle. No, somebody was down Yeah, Bogle. and AC and Bogle both hit him. Okay. But I was there standing there screaming because it's just, yeah, it's inexperience. Um, the young lady that was flagging didn't know exactly what to do or handle a really dangerous situation like that. And it, it happens, but a lot of people get hurt every year because, you know, just inadequate. What, what I don't understand is, okay, so, you know, we've having these races in these same spots for years, right? Decades mm-hmm. even. And you would assume the people are coming back and they're getting better at it because they do it every year or they get taught better. But it seems know, like, though. no, but it seems like they can't hang on to people because yeah. – a, it's a shitty job. B, it doesn't pay anything. Right. So I think if, B is the. I B think the second one is the. If you denominator. step up and actually make it like a job that is worth doing and worth doing for that amount of money, you'll have people be like, "I can't wait till that next year. I'm going to flag again because I'm going to make whatever amount of money." So pay them more. I mean, it comes down to money. It always does. Yeah, yeah. Pay well, them more hey, and keep them. You know, you keep them happy. Like for the like for the Formula One races, those are SCCA guys flagging there, and you know what they get paid? Nothing. 
They do it because they they volunteer for it because it's a prestigious thing to do. Well, I know so, I, I mean, know in motocross there's guys. I'm, I've met guys that say I flag here every year. I, I've been here flagging since the you know James Stewart days or yeah. whatever. And and so those guys are good, but it's unfortunately in the na- I think it's more nationals than supercross. JT. It is, yeah, it is. You and know? they get. Hey, listen, I'm all for whatever answer if if that's going the SCCA route and that's a established program and we need to follow that and have the same whatever works it's just it's dangerous it's too dangerous too dangerous of a sport already and then to add in flaggers that don't exactly know the dynamics of it and it's little nuanced stuff it's when a guy's down in between jumps you need to be at the top of the jump so that the rider can see you and, yeah. and like all those little things that can be the difference between yeah. somebody getting jumped on and not yeah, thanks, Michael. Thanks for the call, man. I agree. One more quick question about the MXGP. Uh, uh, Jason, when they when I watch MXGP, they put the tires, like what the guys are riding, what tires the guys are using, yeah. uh, you know, when, when they do the rundown. Why don't we do that for our guys? I, I mean, I'm always curious. They're always talking about, hey, I'm using a paddle, I'm using this or that, but we never know what brand they're on. For, oh, yeah, as far as like they'll on have the, uh, Dunlop or Pirelli yeah, or Michelin on the, on or the whatever. Listings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know why, what the reasoning is. We It's just a a little nuance that they decided to do. Um, it's it's interesting. I should ask Charlotte series. or somebody over there. Well, but they're yeah. I don't know why would you know our series are sponsored by tire brands and manufacturers too. So why are they choosing to put it on their broadcast and we're not on yeah. the yeah on the broadcast? I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's maybe yeah. it's because here it's yeah. Maybe it's because here it's more exclusive and over there it's not. I don't know. Um, thanks, Michael. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, thank you thanks. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that either. It's kind of neat, but I, I think mean, it, I think maybe it's more you know when you're in Europe, they have their racing intricacies. Like Formula One is very big, MotoGP is very big, and tires are a very yeah. big part of that equation. I think in their racing, that maybe that trickles into it as well. Sure. For USA racing, it's like obviously right. you need tires, but it's not the same. Right. It's not the same yeah. dynamic. Yeah, maybe so. Vertex Pistons, Max, did you know that every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes stock from the factory with a Vertex Piston in it? Nope. 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons were founded in a small workshop in northern Italy, and today, because of their renowned uh, reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, TM, Gas Gas. Do you know any of this? No. Well, you build bike. I do KTM. Do, do you not do bike not builds? TM. Do you not do bike builds? I do. But I did not know. Well, TM. can you start using Vertex pistons for your bike? I actually builds? use Vertex a lot. Okay, full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons and replica high compression and GP style. VertexPistons.com. dot uh, If you email sales at pivotworks.com, mention Pulp MX, they will give you a deal uh, from uh, from those guys. And uh, they got they got the the wrench rabbit kits. They got hot rods. They got Vertex pistons. They got a lot of brands over there. That uh, Pivotworks also. Uh, I'm building my CR five hundred. You got Pivotworks kits Project for 500. All, Project five hundred for all the for all the linkage and everything. So they'll. They'll dial you in sales at pivotworks.com. Boise. Yeah? Pivotworks. Who knew? Uh, Welcome our first guest of the night here on the show. Well, our second guest, if you count Tits Legendary, coming in hot with his tits. Yep. Yep. Uh, Second guest of the night, Fly Racing Zone, Justin Brighton. JB, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, guys? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Oh, we're good. We're just kind of bench racing a little bit, you know. We got a, we got, I got a rumored 2021 Supercross schedule to talk about here that Max looks like he's sweating about. Nah. Um, oh yeah. Uh, you know, we yeah, we got a lot to, lot, lot to talk about. The national numbers came out. You know. Yep, I've seen that. I've seen that. How, That's cool. JB, how ridiculous, and you don't have to drop f bombs like I was doing, but how ridiculous is it that two fifty Supercross guys get the same amount of points as you? 
Yeah, that's that is ridiculous. Thank Ever you. since they made that rule, it was like when was it? Five years ago or something like that? I don't know. I, it's I, been something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever they made that, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, I don't know. It, JT brought up rule, JT brought up giving them half points, which I'd be fine with, or whatever, some sort of point structure. If you want to give them some sort of point structures. Like five points each for everybody in the main. I don't know. I'm it's fine just with that. Be less. Just can't be the same. It can't it's be the same. Less. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I agree. I okay. agree for sure. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. All right. So look, it's October 26th, and you are not in Australia. You are not in Bercy. You are not doing Geneva. Uh, it has got to be so weird for you. Dude, it is. It's super weird. We haven't spent the fall in North Carolina in over four years, and. Uh, you know, as awesome as it is, the fall here, it is amazing, and I'm having a blast being around the family and everything and friends here, but we are definitely missing Australia, that's for sure. And it's kind of just became part of our routine, you know, right. throughout the year. And, and uh, yeah, it's definitely a bummer. But, you know, the the number one thing I'm missing this off season, Steve, and yeah. you're going to like this. Oh, yeah. What what do you think it is? Um. Money. The, the, the number one thing I'm the, missing. The money. Obviously. <laughs> so I would go well, no, I mean, money. <laughs> leave the money aside. The, the, your accountant is probably wondering when those checks are coming in. But um, No, 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 no. Uh, hanging out with no. me. Hanging out with me. Well, that that's fun, too. But Club where sandwiches. do we normally hang out? Uh, the hotel restaurant. Sandwiches. Exactly. Uh-huh. That's what I'm missing the most. Oh, uh, yeah. Hotel dinners, hotel lunches, club sandwiches. Oh, uh, yeah. So tomato soup at the hotel restaurant in Geneva is just amazing. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, I mean, you, you go to the hotel restaurants in every single city we're at, so why not keep doing it <laughs> when you're in the, literally, you're in the country that is known for the <laughs> finest cuisine in the world, France, and you're eating a club sandwich at a hotel. Yeah, JB, JT, makes a lot of sense. JT, Sorry. JT. Yes. You you can back me up on this. So the first night we get in Paris, right? You've done the, all these races. You know what it's all about. Mm-hmm. The first night, awesome. Go downtown, eat a great restaurant, have a great meal. But once the racing starts, yeah, like, it's just about you don't sleep. have very much time. No. You know, like in between practice and race, Steve's wanting to go downtown and no. do all this sightseeing. Let's go to this restaurant. That, that, oh, it's an hour taxi ride. And, that is fake news. That is not. I, that, I just said, <laughs> can we go – Outside of the hotel. No, the only thing that's happening once the racing begins for me is food and sleep. That's it. Well, exactly. We're done. We're done. Exactly. It, it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable trying to get these guys to do anything. And, and Matt, JB. You, you agree too, right? Ne- hey, next time, next time I go to Bercy, I'll bring Shoemaker with me again. Because we went last time with Trey and Shorty. There's a, I'm pretty confident that we spent less than an hour at the hotel in four days. This really? is like we were jumping train fences. <laughs> yeah, see? We were doing shit I'm everywhere. not going past Starbucks. You know that Starbucks you can walk to down yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. That's as far as yeah. I'm going. Yeah. Keep in mind the last burst yeah, I was at was at the old stadium. Yeah, yeah. So no. and it's it's just, as I said every year, guys, guys, when we're in St. Louis, are we going to the hotel to eat? And everyone goes, no. Then why are we doing it here? Because we're all jet lagged and we're tired. <laughs> no, we got to race three yeah, nights in a row. We can walk 10 minutes down the road and find a pizza place or anything, anything, uh, 10 minutes from here, either direction. There's a pizza place across the street. I know. So, <laughs> let's, they wouldn't even go there. Oh, I would have went there for sure. Well, well, three the, nights the of old racing. Yeah. The old Bercy we did. The old Bercy we went across the street, pizza place. Yeah, that was where we went. The we num- went remember, JB, there. we met the number one porn star there. <laughs> I remember really? That. I remember that. Was that you or maybe that was someone else? I don't remember that. I remember that. Uh, it might have been Weimer. Yeah, a guy. I, I thought the, story. the guy comes over. The waitress comes over and goes, 
did you race tonight? Like asking, I thought it was JB, but I guess it was, it was Weimer. The waitress comes yeah, and goes, did you race tonight? And the guy's like, yeah, how'd you do? And whatever the rider, whoever I was with, obviously wasn't Brayton, said they got third or whatever. Ah, okay, that man, that, that man in the corner there, he wants to meet you. And, and this guy was like sculptured and tanned and bleach blonde hair and like just looked like a model. And he comes over and, she, and, he, and the rider goes, again, not Brayton, goes, yeah, yeah, okay. F guy comes over, gets a photo, and he goes, hey. I am number one porn star in Europe. I am number one. No way. <laughs> how do you have like a yeah, ranking? Yeah, how's the ranking system work? <laughs> That's as soon as he left, we're like, how do you know that? Maybe it's like too many supercross points. Yeah. <laughs> you, get yeah exactly. a half a, you get a half a point. <laughs> I guess it was Weimer, and he was just like, okay, all right, man. Like, I don't know what the comeback for that we is. Do. Yeah, yeah. Like, sweet. But the guy That's did close. definitely look like, I yeah. mean, he was, you know, just jacked and looked like a model. What do you right? say to that? I don't know. Congrats. He goes, I am like five, I, like, and he held the he held the finger up. I am number one, mm -hmm. number one porn uh, star. So I thought that was you, JB, but I guess not. Oh, that's funny. Awesome. No, hey, wasn't me. I do we, that. Do we need to start a GoFundMe or GoFundMe for you this off season? I mean, I it's got to be. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's been rough. It's been super rough. I mean, uh, JT, <laughs> this has got to be a couple hundred for JB, maybe more. Yeah, maybe more. Twenty twenty. I mean. I, this yeah, has got to be a it massive sucks. hit to the pocketbook for Brayton. Yeah, I think that's a pretty common theme in 2020 for a yeah, lot of people. Yeah, that sucks, JB. Yeah. You know what, though? It's actually kind of nice. So last year in Australia, when we left, it was like, man, it's a, it's a lot of travel with, right. with two little kids. And we were kind of like, and I feel like this has happened every year, but on the way home, the flight is just, you know, it's long. And it's like, and I get pretty irritable on the flight because most of the time I would have raced the night before and. I'm like, oh, we're not doing this again. And my wife, Paige, is just like, yeah, whatever. I've heard this this time or two, you know? <laughs> so, like, we're, this is the last year we're gone. And then literally we're home for, like, a week. And, and I'm, like, working on my deal for next year to go to Australia or two more years. Hey, let's do this. Let's do that work on plans. But this year it, it really has been nice to take a year off and just, mm -hmm. you know, we went to Iowa for three months this summer, spent a lot of time with my family, as most people have probably done through this whole COVID thing. They've got to, you know, sit back and take a take a step back from from the travel and just everyday life that we've been accustomed to for mm -hmm. so many years and, and kind of say like yeah it was it was pretty nice to do that and then now we've been back in North Carolina for a month or so and you know just catching up with family and friends especially this time of year like we you know my kids haven't uh, had a Halloween in in the U.S. since my daughter was one or two I believe and um, so yeah we're gonna do some trick-or-treating and nice yeah it's been fun and like a full prep for supercross you know like a legit yeah do my base training do all my legit motos where normally i mean they're either traveling or racing or you know doing media stuff in australia so that's been kind of nice but i will say i'm i'm ready to do it again next yeah. year yeah really right <laughs> now goes well you know we all expect you to be with the Penrite guys for 2021 how's that looking is that obviously not official yet but uh, is that what we think is going to happen as soon as your gets everything kind of together yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's definitely going to happen. Um, you know, I've been with with Yareve now in the Australian Honda team for for four years. This would have been my fifth year, and he's been awesome. That whole team has been so legit. And you know, from the time I went over there the the first time to where it is now, yep. Like it was super professional when I went there, but now it's it's a world class team, and that's why I'm so excited for him to to be able to put a a program together over here, which he did this year. Yeah. And the time that he put it together, and I think Max and JT would 
would know. Like he literally had hardly no time, and what he was able to put together was unbelievable. So now we've had a lot of time. Obviously, it's a difficult year with COVID and sponsorship, but we are you know finalizing some some sponsorship deals and but yeah that's what i'll be doing okay in 21 and uh and most likely 22 as well so be racing in america for them and then also over in australia so yeah no no retirement speech right, is uh right. getting prepared for me anytime soon no why would you again everybody wants the brayton deal all the riders want the brayton deal. <laughs> i mean ride this thing out jb as long as you're competitive which you are more than that uh you know still so yeah why 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 stop for sure um, Vertex Pistons bringing you Justin Brayton on the show seven zero two five eight six Pulp. You got a question for JB? Give us a call and uh, as I said, as I said, email sales at pivotworks dot com for a deal on a Vertex Piston. So I know it's funny because I mean, look, the sport's not in a great shape as far as rides right now, but everyone that riders and agents and people that I talk to are like. I think Penrite's got another spot. I'm going to call him. I think Penrite's got another spot. I mean, I can't imagine the the caliber of riders that have been contacting you, Reeve. I mean, we think Luke Cloud yeah. will be one of the guys, and then you'll be a guy, and maybe he runs a third guy. I don't know. But, God, dude, it's got to be gnarly, the guys that are trying to get a ride with him because and, and, there's just not much out there. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, obviously I've been getting a ton of those phone calls too, and it's a crazy time in our sport. I, I tell you, I'm, I'm very thankful that I'm not like a young and – up-and-coming kid who mm-hmm. you know you look at these kids that like i look at the national numbers and i look at a guy like heart who doesn't have a ride and he's like 20 something right like right. national number 20 something i forget exactly what it is but that's crazy you know and it, it's almost not fair so nope me being later in my career and i've kind of reinvented myself with this whole supergrass only thing and the europe and australia and it's something that i really enjoy and have been able to stay super competitive and and i feel like offer a lot to the teams now, not just my riding and results, but also what's been really fun for me, even when I was on MCR to begin with, was like helping the team develop relationships with sponsors and and creating this super competitive, legit team. Not that MCR wasn't before I went there, but I I feel like I helped, you know, elevate that Mm -hmm. program. And I still talk to Genova all the time. He's one of of my good buddies. And and, uh, now doing this with Yuriv and and the Penrack guys, like it's fun for me to – to play that role and then mm-hmm. hey what do you think about riders what about this guy what about that guy and what about this sponsor does that fit and how would this look and right so i really love that side the older i've gotten the more i enjoy that so that's been a fun fun deal this whole off season that's i mean i'm on the phone with you reeve constantly and right and uh so yeah it's been uh, interesting and fun and yeah almost like i said not really fair to a lot of riders but well i think too like when you talk to the, the geico guys they said if the Geico contract hadn't ended in the year that was COVID, they'd probably still be going on. And Heartraft's out yeah, with, yeah. Heartraft doesn't have a deal, and it's the year of COVID. Like it's the worst. If you had a two-year, if you could just ride this thing out, we'll be back to normal. But if your deal was up, sponsorship-wise, contract-wise, rider-wise, in 2020, you got a problem. You know, so yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm with you. It, it's it's weird how it's going to be. You know, um, unfortunate for a lot of guys here and. And also, I hear the JGR guys. I mean, this is, they're battling with Suzuki right now. Like, it's not good, you know? So, I don't know how much you know about yeah, that, JB. Yeah, crazy. Like, not, I don't know that much about it. Right. And, and our buddy Phil. Say, but... What about Phil? Yeah, Phil. Phil's clipped. I don't know. Phil's team folded. No, that team. Yeah, that team's done, huh? Is Phil going to – Phil, can, Phil, can we get Phil on third guy on Penrite? That'd be awesome. Supercross only, though, right? Yeah, death cross only. Yeah, <laughs> death cross only. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, he's a supercross champ. He'll be just fine. That's what I'm saying. We'll have we'll have yeah. we'll have Australian champion and a Canadian supercross champion. 
Hey, don't perfect. don't put any ideas in your Reeves head. He'll be doing Canadian outdoors next year, <laughs> plus Australia, <laughs> exactly. plus USA. Yeah. He'll have he'll have fourteen semis over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all right. We yeah. we got the rise. There's riders that need jobs, so for sure. Now, are we yeah. Max? Are we doing a fly deal for the team, or are we? Are is JB just fly? What are we doing for Penn JB's Rides? deal is separate from the team. But okay. I I talk to your Reeves probably twice a week. But the team is a fly team too, like team, like Oldenburg yeah. and Clout were fly. But I didn't know if that the was the team a, will most likely be a fly team again. So yeah. their third guy, if they get one, will be third would be fly yes okay jb what are we doing okay so jb what are we doing what do we got to do to get you in the formula for next year what, what? i don't know man i mean do we, what i mean i know I you're tired you, you got the guy sitting right next to you right yeah I mean, both why, guys, why are you gonna put this on me can we can we have <laughs> like jb's got a like we know showy is treated him well over the years and there's even a showy replica for jb he's got a replica right i have i have a feeling that if there was an opportunity for us, we would be all about it. It's, but, but he he's he has a very established relationship with Showy. If that ever changed, of course we would yeah, be. Yeah, we're, we're done with Showy. We're going to move on. Yeah, we're, we we're, try to be respectful <laughs> of long term. I understand that. Showy's been great. Showy's been great. And I mean, honestly, having a replica helmet, that was a childhood dream for everybody, right? And you know, to be in Showy, yeah. yeah. We'll we'll give you a replica like formula. We'll give him a replica formula. Right? Guy's killing me. No. Mac? Okay, what? Mac? I mean, me. why can't we do that? <laughs> we would have had to start eight months ago. We'll we, discon- we discontinued that program. We'll do we it for 2023. We haven't, we haven't done a replica since Pike. Oh, the Weston ruined it for people? <laughs> no, it just, we just, we had, we had a shorty, we had a tray, we had a Pike. It just, they just never seemed to go. Can I get a pulp one? Hard no. no. Hard no. Big, to- big tomahawk. Hold on, to- hold on. If we did, if we did a pulp replica. Steve, what what do you? I mean, it has to have a tomahawk. Can we work a deal? Or? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm ready. I, I, I'm ready. I'll wear. It. I'll promote it. Tomahawks and gargoyles. No, I'm saying me. Else. Oh, you. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that, JB, for sure. You got you got a lot of fans in Australia as well, so I, that we yeah. can make that a separate deal. Right. Yeah. Oh, a separate deal. <laughs> JB, JB, let's talk about yeah. this on the side. I'll JB, tell you. I don't think you want to do this. Every I'll time these Steve cameras sponsor cost. somebody, it's a kiss of death <laughs> for the race. It does True, not yeah. go well. True. I. I don't have much of a comeback for that. It, it's a great point. <laughs> it's, it's a great point. It hasn't. It it's hasn't, not for lack of trying. No, it's not for no. lack of trying. Wait, I think people forget though. Didn't didn't uh, McAdoo win Geneva with Pulp on his jersey? Yeah. Wait, that's kind of was I on the track. jersey Did then? Yeah, because remember I negotiated a first class ticket or something, and you had to. You paid him five hundred bucks or something. I, I he was still it. wearing the straight rhythm gear. Oh, well, that was it. Yes, that was it. Right. Yeah, he had that gear on, but he won Geneva with it on. Yeah, that's right. And you I gave f- him a bonus. No, the bonus was well, maybe that was for it. I don't remember. <laughs> JB, I don't remember. That was it was two hundred fifty bucks well, or four hundred fifty bucks or something for first class flight. Yeah, cause something like that. But he had that on his jersey, remember, in in Geneva. And I was like, we're not doing this for free, so we negotiated on, on the on the Pope Live show. Oh, <laughs> uh, I do you remember. Were stuck. You yeah, had to do it. I did have to do it. Yeah. So okay, so we won yeah. Geneva. With a pulp logo? Yeah. Once. There's one. <laughs> one. We got A-Ray a few times. Not, not going good. well. Not good. Yeah, don't do the two-stroke thing anymore. Will Hahn and I uh, broke up halfway through our agreement because I brought him caribou coffee in the yeah. morning. I was. I actually bought it. Yeah. I went and got it. He refused to take – so he tore the sticker off in Chris anger. Chris two-stroke race. Not, not good. Not go well. Was, not was good. he a Starbucks-only guy? Yeah, he he said anything but uh, caribou, and then he got really mad. Gotcha. Um I feel like there's been a, another successful one somewhere along the line, though. I don't. Bowers? Oh, Bowers uh, was garbage at Southwick last year. <laughs> ba- Bowers did uh, – well, he was he had his arm was all jacked up. He's crashed, and he had his worst national of the year with pulp stuff. Was the sticker on prior? Mm. L- look at the look at his shroud down there. 
Let's look at the shroud. Look at the green shroud. That's, oh, and then the powers. next week he was private chair of the week. And yeah. He got all the screen time and <laughs> yeah. everything. It was a week yeah. late. Did he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. I don't know. But listen, we got to get JB in a formula. So what do we got to do to make that happen, Max? We'll just have to go to work on it. I mean, we, we need an Steve, opportunity. We'll see. Yeah. Steve, how, how good is the new fly stuff? It's amazing. Yeah, it's great. Dude, I love it's it. Unbelievable. It, it's unbelievable. Have it, you been at some light some light stuff yet? I haven't got the light stuff oh, yet. Only. I think I feel yeah. like the fly guys feel like I am too chubby for the light stuff because I've yet to see any you of it. You told us no. I on feel Evo. like you think you're too chubby for the light. You stuff. You said you tried Evo <laughs> and it wasn't for you. So are you are no. you Evo? No, I didn't try Evo. Yeah, yeah. I did not. Yeah. Evo. No, absolutely. I, I do not have Evo. I don't have Evo. You tried it last year and said, no, I, I don't like it yet. You wanted the kinetic. That's why we sent you kinetic. I don't uh, know. So kinetic. Oh, shit. Gotcha. I'll tell you what I do like. I think I like the, the best line is kinetic mesh. Yeah. When you yeah, feel slight and yeah. when you yeah. get down to race, your race fit and yeah. you're ready for World Vets again, yeah. you need to switch to Evo. Okay. Right. Significantly uh, different than kinetic. I think like it's a step up in price, of yeah, course. Right? Right. You always have to factor that in, but it, it is there is a reason why it's more expensive. Is that, do you like the stuff with the boa, the new light stuff, JB? Have you ridden much I of it? I love it, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I love it, yeah. Is that what but be? I'm, I go back and forth between Evo and light. Like, both of them, I'm, I feel like I, I like both the same. They're just, they're both awesome. They're both like an athletic fit. Yep. Yeah, they're good. I've been a white guy for a while, and I don't ride a lot. We know that. But I shot that video for the Mint LE Evo stuff. Yep. That stuff's good. Evo is really good now. I kind of yeah. forgot because I was just lighter. I was like lighter nothing, and I was like, "This stuff is." Because I just I I raced in Evo for years, going back to like twenty. Yeah, but the, yeah, you can't count totally that. Right. Yeah, right? That's the, it was not good. It's heavy. <laughs> didn't breathe air. Not good. So yeah. I was always like, okay, I'm either I'm going to kinetic or white or whatever, and that's the first time I've worn Evo in a long time, and it was freaking good. It's really impressive. Is uh is uh, Duff Life coming over to Penrite? Yeah, Duff Life is is on. Okay, Done all right, deal. fantastic. That yeah. was actually probably a silly question. Uh, how's everything? <laughs> how's everything going with Ten Cycles? How's that? Yeah, awesome, awesome. Yeah, so I haven't talked about that too much, but uh, <clears throat> publicly, anyways. But yeah, Ten Cycles. Uh, we opened that motorcycle dealership. Now we just got specialized e-bikes. We got some Levo, Steve. We got uh, some Levo's listen, in I there. mean, I, listen, I mean, that they're a, they're a good <laughs> company, but you got to get some tasers. <laughs> Justin sent me but yeah, a cycling so cycles in the Oh yeah, how is it, JP? Amazing. You like it? Amazing. I even yeah. I asked Max to please reach out to you and find out all the details so we could try to order more of it. <laughs> I have, yeah. I, I, I honestly I have the pricing sheet from the guy at, at, at that company. Yeah. Yeah. It's really I awesome. I think that's why I was telling you about at uh at Millville, Max. Yeah. That, I have the pricing sheet yeah, out this legit. week. <laughs> so Nice. Okay, nice. so uh, are you like every other dealer out there, JB, in this pandemic, as bad as it is for some people, has been amazing for business? Is the same thing for it you? It has been amazing, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Of all the the bad things that have happened, the motorcycle or motorsports industry has been crushing it. So, um, yeah, when this first happened, I was like, oh, boy, here we go. But, yeah, literally like the next month, so April, we like doubled or tripled sales and it's been great. So, yeah. yeah, the hardest part is just getting bikes. Like I've got right. so many people asking for bikes, and and uh, but the cool thing is with the with the specialized line. Like we literally just got the bikes last week, mm-hmm. so you know they've set aside some some bikes for new dealers. So thankfully we've we've got some of those in stock, which those are really hard to get right now too. Anything yeah. two wheel, four wheel, like it's all difficult to get. So, but yeah, it's been a fun venture. We've uh, yeah, we're going on. A little over a year, year and a half now, and nice. Yeah. It's been fun, fun to learn the business side of things, and 
um, yeah, it's been super fun. We got fly racing in there, obviously, and and and, and cool. do, you, do you push that or do you push something else? If you, if you can, JB, do you do you, do you lead them to another brand? Let's say it's the dumbest question ever. <laughs> Come on, come on. Well, what no. do we got to do to get you some intense I, in, in, intense in there? What do we have to do to do that? I mean, what, well, what, I'm pretty sure that we can order intense, right? Isn't that true? That you can order just the one model, the Taser MX through Parts Unlimited. Yeah. Got you there. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to speak yeah, well, out of turn, but no, yeah, bring those in and put those right over top of those Levos. <laughs> okay. Just knock over those gotcha. Levos. No problem. Gotcha. Uh, hey, as long as people aren't riding bikes, I don't really care. Yeah, it is crazy, man. The 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 Levo stuff is is quick. The the intense guys are all sold out. Like it is just mm-hmm. nutty, and it's e bikes, right? Like that's what people yeah, are wanting. Yeah. So um, it, it's really cool. Yeah. I think it's all bikes. Yeah, period. Yeah, probably right. <laughs> it's all bikes. Yeah, but like now, mm-hmm. if you're if you're JB right or you're intense or whatever, and you're forecasting down the road, how do you do that? Because you know there's not going to be another. I can answer p- that. You just guess. You have <laughs> you no just idea. Guess? Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> that's know. what we're doing. Right. We don't know. Is it going to be like 2020? Is it, it going to yeah. be like 2019? Right. What's is it going to be some sort of hybrid between? You have no yeah. clue. Yeah. Is COVID going to continue? You would where everybody... think that. You would think that some of it will stick though, right? Like all the people that are buying bikes and buying gear and all that. Let's just say there's. Let's just say 100 people got got into it that don't normally. You would think 50 of them would at least stick and stay around, right? Right. I hope. So I'm we just hope. Using I hope. Numbers, but like, <laughs> there's just no way. Like yeah. our old sales data that we would normally would rely on, you're just like, eh. You just shrug your shoulders because no one can tell you exactly. It's not like somebody can say, "And you're wrong." Like it, everybody's guessing. Yeah. Like yep. we're trying to prepare for to have enough if there is if this continues at the rate we're going now. But you also don't want to put yourself in a really bad spot if it doesn't. What are you going to do with all that yeah. extra stuff? I, I right? don't know. Whether it's bicycles or helmets or gear or whatever, yeah, everybody's in the same boat as far as trying to forecast, and there is no, there I, is no right answer. I'm the same way. Like that's why I asked the question. Like how if you're J, like you guys are distributors, JB's a dealer. You're both on the same level. You're trying to figure out how many, how much do I bring in for stock? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, good luck. At least on a dealer. Well, for apparel anyway. For yeah. bikes, it's a little different. But for apparel, at least they can rely on Western Power Sports having availability yep. so we we try to take that burden off the dealer and say okay we're gonna have it you bring it in as you need it and load up and make sure you can service customers yeah but we're gonna take on the burden of guessing how much we're gonna need yeah but you feel like as a dealer holding it and touching it and you know making that sale but right the, there instead think, of saying i'll have it for yeah, you tomorrow but they don't you know? necessarily have to go crazy on their initial buy right they can buy more right. if they yeah. want yeah but they don't have to go crazy right. and take all that burden on. They can be like, okay, we're going to do a little bit more than we did last year, and if it takes off, we'll just buy more and we'll have yeah, it the next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, JB, good luck JT, with all that. JT, do you think? Uh, let's just say I have my best season ever this next year in, in uh, twenty one. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's all the time that I've spent in my dealership working? Yes, over this offseason. Yeah, absolutely, I would okay. think uh, the J Mart is wearing right off on you, and uh, okay. it's perspective. And, you know, you learned that you don't want to have to go into a dealership for the rest it's, of your life, so you have to ride better. Thought, yeah. It's humbling. Yeah. It makes you want to go faster. Go compete for that national <laughs> okay, championship. Just, just wanted to make sure so Steve can have something to, to talk about, you know, in 21. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Just, uh, you yeah. know, dedicate yourself a little bit, JB. Look what happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're fucking kidding me. Um, um, and then also, too, we got to get that X-Brand deal hammered out, too, JB, for you, and we'll just we'll just keep okay, going. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. We'll just, we can do it all. Nice. Right. Nice. Just X Brand just swept the uh, the XC2 podium, JB, at, at the last GNC. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw Strang one. Isn't he in? Yeah, he's X Brand too. Yeah, yeah. Fly guy. Yeah, Fly, fly. X Brand. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all happening, JB. Yeah. Come come over. Um, 
couple of thoughts, Justin Brayton, before we uh, let you go on just generic stuff here because I love uh, hearing your stuff. Can you believe J-Mart went back to star? Man, that's a tough one because <laughs> it's amazing. No, I can't believe it. I, know. I can't believe it. But I then know. again, after watching all summer, I mean, look, I, I'm a, I love Hondas. I'm a Honda guy. Yeah. But dude, those bikes are unbelievable. <laughs> and I went, I went to Millville and watched. That's the only one I went to in person this year. Yep. And just up those hills, it's like, it's clearly an advantage. I don't care what anybody says. So, I guess if you can't beat them, join them, right? Yeah. He's yeah. Had a lot of success there before and yeah i mean i i guess after you after you've done it and you kind of think about it you're like yeah i guess it kind of makes some sense so good on him for mm-hmm. getting it done and i mean he's gonna be hard to beat he's, next year in motocross for he's sure. a heavy favorite for a motocross title yeah. right now yeah so yeah uh I, it's amazing that that happened because they really hated each other by the time they were done over there when jmr left yeah wasn't he he was out of his like own easy up or yeah, own, yeah he was yeah. out of the back truck of the truck yeah yeah do you guys think that with jet and, and we all know jet is is coming right he's still so young and he wins the last race of the year his future is incredibly bright do you guys and justin you would know this better than i think the rest of us do you think that it would be better worse or neutral for jet as far as equipment wise going in-house at honda with the 250 would it matter or would the bike take a step back or maybe move forward i think it just depends who's involved right like if if hrc you know in japan and they treat it as like a real legit factory effort i I don't see how it couldn't get better right if they have that many resources not saying geico didn't have that resource but Mm -hmm. now you're just there's just one layer like you're literally just making the phone calls where at geico you'd kind of have to go through a couple layers to get there yep so i would think so but also i think geico did a really good job with that bike and and how much more is there to get that's the thing in the 250 class it's like is there really much more to get and if there is is it one percent is it two percent yeah i don't know it's not 10 right so yeah, if he can maybe gain 1% or 2%. And then there is something about being under that tent. I've lived it, you know, a couple times now, and just something about being under that HRC tent that gives you that extra little bit of spunk that that is just, yeah, you don't get anywhere else. It's it's hard to explain, but mm-hmm. so maybe that adds up a little bit, and, and it's where he needs to be. The biggest thing for Jed, I think, is just consistency on starts, which he did get some good starts, but... If he can get consistent starts, that's going to be the biggest thing now with J-Mart on that bike because J-Mart actually got good starts on the Geico bike as well. So he did, yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be difficult task, but Jet, man, he's that legit for sure. We are giving away a set of Fly Light gear, by the way, a contest at pulpamexshow.com. Just email us, and uh, you'll get the same stuff that J- JB wears, among others. Zach Osborne, the uh, 450 motocross champion. Wearing fly racing, of course. Which, that's pretty awesome, huh? That's that's pretty good. Outside of AC, <laughs> so I think cool. even AC's probably happy that Zach won. Yeah. Because Adam's a pretty I, nice guy. You, yeah. That's You think so? I think AC's like, yeah, that's cool that Zach won. I do. Okay. If there's one guy, like, I think... I don't think he's better. I just think he wanted, he wanted to win. Oh, of course. Said. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying he's like, yeah, oh, okay, Zach won. <laughs> I'm happy. Max and JT, were you, guys, were you guys sweating it this year, like, coming down to the last couple races? Max probably was. I, I probably I was not. I probably yeah. was a little bit more, but I, I have a lot of yeah. faith in Zacho. He's done this a few times, so yeah. I, yeah. I had faith yeah. in him. The, I, just, I just knew there was nothing we could do about it anyway. So he just yeah, just, even if you had faith in him, and you, yeah. it, there's just something about that first one because that's you know 
Yeah. I, that's that's a huge deal I, for everybody involved. Listen, I don't care what he says. His greatest ride of his career was WW Ranch. And he he'll argue with me, that but I don't I, I don't want to hear about it. That was his greatest ride. Why what what's he say is his Oh ride? Red Bud earlier this year. I had a great ride on two fifties at Hangtown one time. He did like, have a, that was like, a good day at Hangtown. Pipe down, Zach. Pipe down. <laughs> pipe down. His argument was that the way he though. felt. Yeah. Like he said he felt those days, like at Red Bud, he said it was just effortless. Like he was like I could, I won and I wasn't really trying all that hard. I could have gone faster, yeah. I could have I could have beat him even worse if I needed to, yeah. where I think WW Ranch, he was on the limit. That's fine. I don't care. Okay. WW Ranch. Well, more of the timing of it, though, probably, right? Right. Steve, everything like, about it. As right. As far as the timing, everything about it, he needed to get it done. It was just, yeah. I he, think if you combine everything, it's hard to argue that it's not his yeah. best job. I mean, that was under pressure. Yeah. Like, he needed yeah. to hold those points over yep. Tomac. Like, to beat Tomac when he's in that mode doesn't happen very often. There was a lot he, of things. He joins. Uh, and how he won. Yeah. He joins so other fly, like racing, fly yeah. racing champions like J-Law. And Jessamine mm-hmm. and Zach Kennard. Kennard a, wasn't wearing. Kennard was locked here. Yeah, yeah. Joins a very and exclusive Jessamine. crew there. And honestly, like, Jessamine, yeah, yeah, yeah Jessamine East or one twenty five East. Back yeah, one twenty five East. Oh, on, on Suzuki, he he was in fly then. Oh yeah, huh? yeah, gold, dude, yeah. gold at Vegas. Yeah, that jersey took two anchor points in the wall to hang it up. Hey, that guy, right? That guy wrote a lot. He wrote a lot. I practiced with him that year. Was is there a a least known champion in our sport than Brandon Jessamine? Like, like media wise or people that people remember. Yeah, are the people remember? Yeah, and that was just who he was. He was very yeah, yeah. quiet. He was soft spoken. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man. Like, and I, I was a pretty hard worker too. He would be at. We rode at the same track every day, and I would be like done. I'm going home, and he would he would be like going. He'd get a sandwich out of his truck because he was not even close to done. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was. I hate to see guys like that kind of just disappear into the sunset because right. he's pretty underrated. Yeah. When he was at yeah. his best. Like. I mean, he was a guy. I remember he would he gave Stu everything he wanted in outdoors a couple times on 125s. Like he was pretty damn legit that year, oh two, oh three, that, yeah. that time yeah. frame. So you know the title that I remember a lot when I was a kid is Shea Bentley when he won that title. Just the way he was yelling and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Really, after that, not much else happened, huh? He had injury Shea, after yeah, injury, man. Yeah, shoulders yeah. and stuff were bad. Uh, yeah, it was, wasn't a good deal. For sure. After he was that way when we were kids too. We're the same age. Grew up a few hours. So I raced him my whole life, and he was just he was very slight of build, right? So if he crashed, something was probably breaking. (laughs) And when we were kids, he never crashed. He was smooth as silk, and he really never pushed and never took chances. But you know how it is when you turn pro; like you can't take it easy. Like you got to put it on the line. And when you're that you know, uh, slender of a build. Yeah, man, you collarbones break and wrists, and he just had yeah. bad luck that way. How about his lever setup? Yeah, that was yeah. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it was like to avoid arm pump, right? Like he could, uh, it, no, it sh- no, the way his shoulder was. Uh, the but way I think he, he could, got arm oh, pump. If he, if he didn't have it that way, it would he, uh, because of his shoulder. Yeah, or whatever. whatever. It's because of his shoulder, the way his shoulder was, was hurt or whatever, that was high, why it had yeah. to be. So it's very bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um JB, we think Supercross schedule comes out tomorrow, of course. It's Monday, October 26th. comes out tomorrow. We're pretty sure we're going to be arriving three rounds in one city, um, looks like, uh, on like a Saturday and a Wednesday and a Saturday or something. How do you feel about that? How, how's that going to go for you? It's going to be a little bit like Salt Lake, I guess. Yeah, I love it. I'm all about it. You are? <laughs> I think it's great, yeah. Especially, you know, at this point in my career, I, I think it's great to change it up. I've done Saturday night Supercross for – forever now and and uh yeah i think it's fun and now you know with me having a family i think it'll be cool to take the family to one of them where we can stay there and yep. they can watch three races instead of just flying in and out and 
Yeah, I like it. I think it'll be really fun and mix it up a little bit. I don't know the exact venues, but, yeah, I think if we're racing in a stadium in 2021, sign me up. Right, right. Well, we get ready to sign you up, too, as a guest on the remote Pulp MX shows that we are going to do all week long, too. So sign up for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're definitely going to have to end up doing that. Hopefully uh, it's normal enough where we can actually like talk to each other and interact, and it's not like yeah. everybody, you go over there, we'll go over here. Oh, you're a rider? You can't talk to them. They're in the team. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't know hopefully. about that. Yeah. Uh, well, I think yeah. with therapeutics and vaccines and whatever it's going to be. If you have fans at the race, you're going to be allowed to talk to whoever. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. I don't know how the fans are going to like react if they can just go to a pit party and not the trucks and not see the bikes. No, I'm saying, but us. Oh, oh, us. us. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah, Before yeah. it was like, yeah. you guys can't talk to them. Right. Stay away from right. them, yeah. right? And yeah. swaps getting kicked out. And, right. and there were rules. I yeah. get it, but I don't think it'll be like that. Yeah, I hope so. If we find if we find some mountain bike trail, Steve, will will JT join us? Yes or no? No, no chance. He he no. he hit me up last week and said, "Hey man, before the show on Monday, you can we go, go? Can we go mountain biking?" And I, I said, will, "Yep." And then I said to him, on. "And then I said, did you bring your stuff?" And he said, "No, because 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 I looked yeah. at the weather. It was gonna be terrible. Why didn't you go mountain biking this morning, Steve? The weather. There you go. Oh, really? Yep. Bad weather, huh? Yeah. Cold it's, and windy, bro. It's cold. Yeah, it was. Really? Yeah. What's cold? Uh, I don't know. 40, it was 40-something. Was it? 40, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think yeah, the wind really the wind was what I was Yeah, yeah it was, was super really windy. Bad. But he won't join us anyways, JB. He's not a mountain biker. He just doesn't believe no, it. I, I, I want to do the He'll e-bike go. thing. I really do. I, I want to try it out. If it would have been, like, sunny and nice, I would have brought my stuff. No problem. I'm slacking off, but we were riding, like, two, three times a week. Road biking? Yeah. Yeah, no. I ride every day. Yeah, mountain he biking. He rides every day. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm aware, but mountain biking. He doesn't go on mountain bike. I, I think he go. I want to try the e-bike. I really do. Okay. Wow. Did you learn anything in, in uh, Park City from Kenny and I, Steve, on the uh, e-bike? Uh, yeah, I learned the that I... The silt from 94 and I. I learned that I uh, still am not on the pace of two elite-level motocross athletes that I need to be on. To what, keep up. what about Johnny Tomac? Uh, yeah. Uh, when Riding out of the mist. <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. Um, well, you guys are on... Were you on e-bikes that day? Yeah, yeah. Kenny we was. Yeah, I know Kenny was. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. No, I fell over in those yeah. trees a bunch of times, too. Got all scraped up. You did. Huh? Yeah. You did fall. tight turns, bro. Um, but, yeah, yeah Nick were. and I Nick and I went up there, and we saw John Tomac coming out of the mist. up. A, we were coming down a hill, and he was coming up, and it was amazing. He was out of the saddle, <laughs> JB, and he was, had his bullet nice. helmet on. Like a mythical being. Yeah, and he was just, Full he was legend, just huh? grinding up there. Have uh, you ever seen uh, Legends of the Fall? Yeah, and Brad Pitt, his yeah. hair is just yeah. flowing. That yeah. was Johnny Tomac with no hair climbing. And, and, Nick, <laughs> and Nick is like, Johnny T. And he's like, what's up, boys? And he just kept going. And I'm just like, he's disgusted in us. We got e-bikes and we're going down this hill. <laughs> and he's going up he's on no a regular bike. Yeah, he's exactly. on a regular bike going up. And we're like. <laughs> uh, uh, that's funny. Um, no, JB, uh, well, uh, happy to have you on the show here. We got a special guest calling in here shortly for you. Uh, so we'll keep you on for that. But. Uh, brought to you by Vertex Pistons, sales at PivotWorks.com. Full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons and replica high-compression or GP-style configurations. VertexPistons.com. Um, yeah, JB, I think it's going to be interesting to see the Supercross schedule as far as like... So, obviously in Salt Lake, you guys had a couple spots to go practice. KTM and Husky ran out of track, and you guys had that place up, the ranch and all that. Flying horse. The flying horse. I wonder, like if it's going to be that easy in some of these cities that we're going to be in, which I kind of heard a rumor of the schedule. Like I think some of the, and like one of them is going to be in the winter. Like you're not going to be able to practice anywhere. So how's that going mm-hmm. to go? Is that going to be fine? I mean, get for you, I guess, right? You're, you're, you're all right with it. Yeah. I feel like it's fine. And in, in some of them, I've heard rumors of, you know, some cities and I think it'll work in some where we race 
you know, three races and maybe you go ride, you know, on, I don't know exactly the days, but if there is enough time in between, I think we'll all find some place. You think you'll find, yeah, you think you'll be able to find something? Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. There's so many tracks around these, these stadiums, or we go to such big cities, you know, and it may be an hour or two drive, but, um, yeah, depending on how much time there is, you know, if they do press days or not, I think there's a lot of variables, but. Yeah, if there is four days or something in between some races, I would I would think that we'd find a place to ride at least one of those days. Because, man, I can't imagine. Or maybe you even fly home, right? Like, I was thinking if we race three days a week, I don't know the specific days, but, like, if you if we race during the day on one of them, you could catch a flight out that night and you had four days off, you could still go home for True. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you, you know, know, I didn't so. think about that. I wonder if there'll be day races. I didn't think about that because in the middle of the week, right? Like, no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like. Because they're probably there's no chance of. Attack. I don't think so though. Because if you're if you're racing during the week, you're going to want fans there, and fans are at work. Yeah. So if they're doing yeah, fans true, at yeah. the race, I think they would be at night. And NBC would. The only be time on. they were doing it, yeah. you know, before it was like no fans yeah, anyway. Yeah, so yeah. let's just get these things. Yeah. Done. Who cares, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. You got a good point. Uh, all right, let's get to our our last caller here for JB. Uh, he is uh, from Racer X Online. It's Jason Wygant. What's up, Weege? Yeah. Oh. Weege. Weege. <laughs> oh yeah. JB, this is awesome. It's the only reason I would ever listen to this dumb show, but at least I got a good guess. <laughs> that's right. That's and, right. And, and Weeds, JB's been around all fall now in North Carolina, so you're, you're you feel better. Probably he's not off in Australia. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I gotta I gotta praise the Australians. They've done everything they needed to do uh, for JB. Um, you know, they've they've gifted. I don't know. We'll, we'll just see. But I, they've done great things for JB in his career and his future. So don't worry. We'll always have Australia. It's not over. <laughs> Weege, do you have uh, some sort of, like, emotional, do you get, like, the shakes or anything, thinking about your spending that went on in Australia a year ago? Yeah, it's actually worked out terribly because my wife is like, you know, all that money we spent on a trip, we can't spend on a trip this year, so we should, like, buy furniture and stuff for the house. So she's on to me, man. She's on to me. <laughs> I thought I had it good. Like I'm like, oh, we can't travel. We can't spend the money. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> hey, I, I, I see. Uh, first time I seen Weeds in New Zealand, we show up at this place, and literally within five minutes, he's telling me how expensive the coffee is. <laughs> he's talking about how much money he spent so far. <laughs> it was hilarious. It's, it was hilarious. I think. JB, I think people like on social media like think it's a bit of an act on social media. Like they think that it's a bit of a ha ha ha. Like this is his life. Like he lives this. This is this is real. <laughs> like I, I I do feel like people aren't sh- quite sure with Weege if this is true. Oh, you don't you don't double use coffee packets like single use coffee <laughs> servings twice <laughs> and, like, unless you're the real deal. He's talking about buying furniture. He like walks straight through the showroom, straight back to like the very back of like RC Willie or one of those places yeah. where they close out. Right. It was returned. We had it for two days. Yeah. That type of furniture. Right. Weeds, have you tried to go to ten cycles and return anything that you got for free as as a promo item for Racer X? Have you tried that yet? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't gone there at all because I would be very conflicted. I, I, I would like to support them. I wouldn't want discounts or free stuff, but I obviously would never pay full price for anything. So I don't want to do either. Yeah. I'm really torn. And Max, you nailed it, man. Like I say, Max, all the time on these big purchases, they're really one-time purchases. I mean, you're going to purchase a big item once every eight or ten years. So if you can sneak under the wire that one time every ten years with a significant discount because it was, you know, a returned open box item. 
That's, that's, that's huge. You. That's you. You're going straight to the back, and it's like your wife's like, oh, there's a set that ma- like matching couches as you walk by. You're the guy that's like, no, the brown and yeah. the black one in the back will be just fine. Yeah. We're good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I tried to get a uh, mattress last year at this furniture warehouse. She was not having it. Uh, yeah. Returned return mattresses. Weed, so we think Brayton's, you know, working, working with the Penrite guys. It's going to come together. There may be a third guy on the team. I pitched JB and Yareev on getting Phil as a third guy, Supercross only. Yes, Phil A has a great history with Australia, and most importantly, he is a Supercross champion. Yeah. He is a Supercross champion. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Right. I, I didn't. I didn't know the Penrite deal was known, so that's what I was saying. I'm like, don't worry. Oh. Australia has still done great things, but I didn't want to specify. So now we're good. Now no, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, we're, we're good. We're fine. Yep. We're fine. Phil would make yep. Penrite pen wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if I don't know what we're going to do with Phil. I don't know what we're going to do with Phil. Uh, hold on. Uh, Weege, mean, go ahead. Yeah. What are we going to do with Phil? What if it's over? I'm really worried. I, it, you know, it, it will. I think it is because the Cowie team doesn't have the money. The Cowie Canada yep. team has one spot left, but they don't have Phil's kind of money. There's always Enduro Cross. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we, can get, we can give it a shot. That's yeah. literally Death Cross. <laughs> uh, so, any more uh, any more BMXing with Chad Reed, Weege? Any more of that? Uh, Chad's moved big time. Uh, they spent 10 days in Florida chasing nationals. Uh, the local scene wasn't big enough. I mean, there are big races in our area, and they'll be there for those. But they've had to start chasing it. They they bought a truck and a camper. Uh, it is so on. It is unbelievably on. Uh, I, I cannot keep up. Like as you would imagine, I bought a bike for a hundred dollars on Craigslist, and that's still what we're using. And Connor Field said, "Dude, I'll get you a discount on a new bike." Nope, we're good. We're good. <laughs> hey, J- good. JB, uh, Connor was also in here telling us how Weege's kid was wearing, like, uh, what was it? Uh, the shorts or something? Nobody had shorts on, but Weege's kid, he was dressed like just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. On backwards. yeah. Well, well Connor, yeah, I could, I Connor was that. disappointed. You can see that, right. Connor was disappointed because Connor bought me lunch and then he rode with my kid and I was way more pumped for the free lunch than my kid getting to ride with the greatest <laughs> BMX rider in the world. That's, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. But let, hey, let's, talk, let's talk about me. Let's talk about JB. JB, look, you've always What's come that? into Anaheim with a head of steam. Are we, are we going to be okay without the Australia, Paris, Geneva head of steam? Are we going to be okay? Oh, now we're just going to be rested and ready to roll. All right. That's it. The wallet's going to be lighter, but he's going to come in more. I, I've lived that life that JB's on. I know the toll it takes on you, and I can only speak for myself, of course. But when it came around, like, March, April, I'm like, damn, I've been racing for a long time. I would love to not <laughs> get on an airplane this Friday. So I, I think it'll actually maybe help a little bit, like, the length of a full Supercross season. Yeah, I think you know, the biggest thing I, is just the pre, like the prep. Like I love racing and all that, but JT, you would know as a as a racer. Oh, right here we now go. Is here we go again. Critical here, time. Here we go again. So, <laughs> yeah, you don't get to train right now at all. Critical time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would train starting August first. Typically, is when my program would start for Australia, and I would start racing in the middle of September. And then it's like travel mode. I'm, you know, traveling around. There's, there's decent Supercross tracks to practice on, but you just travel so much over there. And then once I come back to the states usually come back right around Thanksgiving. Then I'm going to Geneva. So then I only have three weeks before Anaheim to really 
get you know, my bike back dialed in yeah. and, and all that. So. You know what I really felt like I suffered with was doing enough enough 20 lap motos or 20 minute motos because you're doing yeah. so much racing. You're you're super sharp, right? Your gate drops and all that. You're yeah. you're ready to sprint, but that time where you're just hammering 20s days on end, you don't you kind of suffer from that. And I guess for you, if you wanted to do those in August, maybe that would carry you through. But that's what I noticed is like, man, I haven't done. I've probably done a quarter of the 20s that I should have done by now, and hopefully I don't get tired, but we're going to find out. Yeah, yeah. But we, the first 450 yeah. gate drop at Anaheim 1 Supercross this year, the very first 450 well, we're, we're not going to Anaheim, but anyways, yeah. No, I'm saying this oh. year, oh, oh, yeah. 2020. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I mean, you remember what happened, right? Oh, oh it was oh, beautiful. God. It was beautiful. Dude, Heat yeah. one. He, Heat he, one. He, 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 he was in the press box. He's just... His pants were off. It was. It was. It was. He, he put all caps and tweets. Oh, it was amazing. God. Yeah, he, that was a bunch of laps led. That was sol- That was a solid amount this, up front. This, I feel it was a solid I, effort up front. I feel like we you've said like in all caps. This is how the season begins, or this is what you're all looking at. Like it was. This is an indication. Yeah. JB. Is well, we were on a high from Oz X. Yeah, we were on yep. a high from Oz X. We we won that. You know. Right. Yep, take yeah. it down the big names. They brought Jason Anderson over. They brought Chad Reed over. But we took the win at OzX. Look, we know that JB is an Anaheim guy. I remember way back in the JGR days, you got you want a heat like early in your yep. JGR year. You, you, and, want a, you want a heat with a skeleton gear and Pirellis. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yep. You want an Anaheim one heat. Yep. But also yep. remember that year you just straight up passed Villapoto and beat him for a heat race win. Anaheim two. Yep, that's right. The almost week won before Phoenix, Phoenix almost and almost won Phoenix. Yep, should have just yeah. taken RV. That was transfer of power, yep. wasn't it? Wasn't that it transfer, was transfer of power? power. That was yeah. transfer of power with Barsha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, with Barsha, which we took Barsha's yeah. feet. Which we've never proven that that transfer of power wasn't correct. We've never proven that. So <laughs> I mean, it's a ridiculous theory, but you can't say it's not <laughs> right, true. Right, right. Show me how it's not true. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, JT. Hey, I'm going to tell everybody here what a great motivational guy Justin Brayton is. So, JT. You mentioned the wallet is going to be lighter for, for, for Justin Brayton because we don't have these international races. So when I was talking to JB at Millville and he said, yeah, it looks like Australia is going to be off. They're all going to be off. That's, of course, the first thing I said. Oh, man, dude, the paycheck. <laughs> but no, Justin Brayton is able to see either scenario as awesome. When you go there, you speak nothing but positive about what it does for your career and getting ready and your profile. Obviously, it pays well. But you've also turned not being able to do it into a positive. I can't do those things. If I buy expensive furniture, I will never, ever see the positive side of that. I am impressed how you are able, and you can speak on this. Maybe you've learned this through the years. But you're able to take whatever situations are in your control and just try to make the best of them and not dwell on it. Absolutely, absolutely. And we, you would not approve of this. So, obviously, the wallet is, you know, a touch lighter. But what do I do? Buy another house in Iowa. How's that, Weege? <laughs> Buy another house in Iowa. <laughs> this summer, the family I'm hope back to Iowa, and, yeah, we purchased the house. So that's not Weege. I'm going to hope uh, the appreciation of that house and the uh, the investment per property purposes. I'm sure that's why. Please say it. Please say that house uh, will double in value in the next 10 see, years. I, I think Weege is into that. I think Weege, if you're going to invest and it's going to make you more money, I think you would sign off on that. Right. And, and I just yeah. got new floors put in the house, which, by the way, oh, uh, Weege, oh, JT said nice-looking floors. Um, when he walked in, you're oh. not a fan of that because that's not an investment. That's not something I'm going to get back in the floor. 
Steve basically purchased a new car in his floors and then told us it's going to raise the value of his house. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like 20% of it, bro. <laughs> I don't know. It's better than nothing. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> he was so angry, Brighton, that I put new flooring in. He was angry. It was the amazing. amount of money and cameras and flooring in this house is astounding. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it, and he probably asked us to pay for all of it. Yeah. Speaking of cars, Steve, uh, Weege and I had ridgeline to ridgeline interaction the other day. Oh, oh God. That's amazing. That's, that's amazing. It was amazing. Uh, where was that? Well, he called me. Phone. I was in a ridgeline, yeah, and he was in a ridgeline. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw that. Yep. And, and Weege, you took your ridgeline all the way to Jersey, rode like a charm, just drove amazingly, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had it loaded up. I was trying to get rid of My mom had given me old furniture uh, for free. <laughs> like 12 years ago, and because we're not going on a trip this year, my wife's finally like, can you give this furniture back to your mom, and can we buy some new furniture? And now I even have a truck, so I had to drive the furniture up, uh, load it up like the clampets, the amount of stuff I can fit in that truck, and it still drove well. It was, can't endorse now, the product enough. Now, JB, yep. have you seen the new Ridgeline? I haven't. They have a new one? Oh, you Google it. Google it after we get up the really? phone. Uh, it, it, it's impressive-looking. I may have Uh-oh. to spring for one. Yeah. Really? You're going to do the upgrade, huh? I think so. It looks pretty good. It looks pretty badass. So, uh, When's I, it coming out? Uh, a couple months, I guess. Oh. Yeah, early early 21. Yeah, yeah early 21. Yeah. How have I not seen this? Have you seen it, Weege? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you can Google it. You'll see it. All I did was change the looks. The rest of the truck's the same. So I, I think I'm going to hold off. But Steve, <laughs> shock is different. I can't Shocker. wait. I can't believe that Weege didn't wait for the new one to come out so he could get a deal on the old one. I don't think he knew. Oh, I'm okay. yeah. I'm mad. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> so, Weege, before we let you go, Weege, how, j- prediction for JB for 2021 Supercross? How many rounds are we going to do? Uh, we're going to do 17, I think. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about 15 wins. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Not I mean, yeah. not perfect season. Let's not get ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's gonna I be, like that. I yeah. think that'll be – I think that's fair. Fair assessment on you know, how it's going to go. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to sound biased and say he's going to win yeah. 17. That'd be ridiculous. Right, right. But yeah. 15, I That'd mean, that's – pretty cocky, yeah. <laughs> right. You need realistic yeah. goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to be realistic. Yeah. doable. Oh, fantastic. Well, Weege, what are you doing? You're in SoCal, Weege. What are you doing to make money? What's going on? How are you making money here? Yeah, so this is uh, – you guys will enjoy this. So tomorrow, KTM is going to have a uh, championship celebration for our buddy Zacco and also Caleb Russell. Um, so I think the way they have to do this with social distancing is we're doing like a YouTube show that they're showing to all of their brass around the world because they can't invite people here to do it. So, uh, you know, since it's got to be on YouTube and it's got to be a video, I guess they're going to need a host, and I guess they have to pay somebody to do it. Fantastic. It we. We guess it yeah. has to be you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. If if yep. you're paying, I'm yeah, saying. Paying. There it is. Yep. Yeah, man. Fantastic. Yep. Uh, so you're just there for the yep. day, and then you're right back out? Yes, and uh, the team intro is uh, mid-November uh, on a Tuesday afternoon. So maybe it's time for some Pulp Show live in studio. Oh, nice. I like it. I like it. We'll have to figure Let's that out. It. Yeah, come yep. on in. Absolutely. Yep. We, should, we yep. should bring JB uh, we'll in. one. We should bring JB up here, too, one time. Be great. Mid December, I might be out there. There we go. Yeah, that'd be that'd, oh. be that'd be fantastic. Come up and uh, you know maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe we can make it again or something. It'd be great, great show. I'll be there. JB's there. I'm there. I'll drive the Ridge Line from North Carolina. <laughs> Perfect ten. <laughs> Perfect ten. Perfect ten. Yeah, exactly. God, and Brayton, you Perfect don't even 10. know. Like, yeah, sitting next to Weege in a press box, like JT, you've been uh, there. 
It's just fuck. Like you, you get a whole shot. You come out first in practice. You jump something before anybody else. He's <laughs> typing as fast as yeah. he can with like smiles and giggles. And he's he's like perfect ten, perfect ten. He's yelling. And it's always in all caps. Oh yeah, no, but he's he's yelling yeah. in the press box yeah, at us. Like if JB gets out first in practice, look who's out front. Yep, here oh, we go. Look, like it's like Brayton. Can <laughs> this you, is our night. Yeah, like this is our night exactly. Like JB, it's just ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. So you never. Yeah, I learned from the best. Again, I learned from the best. The number fifteen. Uh, he really taught me well. Wow, you have a point there. <laughs> I was pretty excited for Timmy at it times. It's a tough act to follow. Right, right. And Dusty Clapp. And Dusty Clapp. Oh no, no, that that went the opposite. Yeah. I, we, yeah, we should just sell J, JT. I got an idea for you how you can make some money. All right. You should sell tickets for fans. Like I have a VIP program where they could hang out with us in the press box to see how ridiculous we are. Now, Mathis, when Marty does well, Mathis gets very excited for Marty. <laughs> I think, JT, you could have a VIP program where fans could witness this in person. Steve would get very upset at this. Yeah, I would. Steve I, would well, not be happy about this. The things we say, we would get fired at times, too. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you could tie it into a team. Maybe the Rocky Mountain ATV, MC, WPS, Fly Racing team. Maybe tie it in to a team and make a true VIP program. JT, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm all for it. I just think Steve would get very unhappy. But these people, why, why are they in the press box? Why are, uh, why are they, why are they bothering? No, nah, JT, I, I think uh, I think Chad has Chad has one. Maybe we'll we'll check that out. I'm unfamiliar. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Is Chad racing? Good. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. He's not riding very much. He right can't now. be racing. We all said I don't he would think be. It's happening. Right. I don't think he's ever retiring. JB. Well, he did send me a text after he saw me riding Supercross a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and he said. You riding Supercross? And I said, yeah. He said, um, I'm getting the itch again. Make him join you. Oh. 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 But huh. I, haven't, I haven't seen him. haven't talked to him since. So what if he rolls that up? Few, that was a few weeks ago. What if he rolls up in a BMX bike? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all Is right. he going to race? Do you guys know? I, I really don't know. I was thinking about that on my mountain bike ride the other day on my intense taser. And um, I was thinking about that. And I'm like, geez, if he's going to do it. He has to get things pretty much locked down by now. Until I am proven wrong, I'm going to assume that he's never going to retire. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just keep on going. Right. Right. Yep. I've been right so far. No, I, I think you're right. Um, all right. J- Weege, thanks for calling in, buddy. Thank you. Well, thanks for having JD on the show, Steve. All right. <laughs> you're welcome. Perfect time. See you, man. Later, Weege. See ya. Uh, and, uh, and JB, quit wearing his T-shirt around. So. You know? Oh, I had it on the other day. I know. It was ridiculous. Did, just, yeah. just ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I love it. Um, all right, JB. Well, hey, thanks for joining us. Wow, we were on for almost an hour. I appreciate that. So, uh, uh, fantastic. And, uh, yeah, man, thanks for coming on. And hopefully we'll hear about that Penrite thing soon. And, and we can get tell your Reeve about Phil for that third spot. We'll get that rolling. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. And, uh, and we'll get it going. Thanks, buddy. Awesome. Thanks for having right. me. See you thanks. guys. See, See you, JB. That's Justin Brayton brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Let's go to commercial break here. We'll come back. Uh, Seth Hamaker will be joining us for the Monster Energy Pro Circuit team. I'm interested to talk to this kid. He seems like a nice nice dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we'll do the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. Dan- Daniel Blair, familiar? Uh, yes. We used to race against each other. We talk racing quite a bit. Okay, fantastic. Uh, we'll come back. Much more of the Pulp of Mech Show brought to you by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing right after this. Fly gear. Best out there, bro. The 
those who love motocross know, Motosport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motosport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work. Or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Verandis, and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems.
formulate solutions and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts riders out there. Go get some this year. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp MX swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp MX stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. 
Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then while the competition has been trying to catch up. Grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up through the pro ranks, their winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams and rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today.
Welcome back, everybody. Paul Mitchell, presented by Motorsport.com and the folks at Fly Racing. Speaking of Fly Racing, we have uh, Jason Thomas and Max Steffens here in studio. Um, you know, I'm trying to get JB that helmet deal. I think that worked pretty well. Yeah, it's a good start. Right? It seemed like it was fine. Good start. I'm all in. It's it's really up to him to decide well, if he wants – I mean, he has an existing – partnership i would not want someone coming in and be like hey you should switch over so we have to be respectful well, i can though of course yeah, yeah, yeah i can you did yeah i did you did, you did. Yeah, i did absolutely <laughs> uh, no coming up did. and coming up later on the show we got ben watson as well as daniel blair seth hamaker is coming up right away here and of course the folks at firepower uh firepower committed to offering superior products for over 50 years of experience in the industry don't waste money when replacing oem batteries or chains when you can get more power and supreme reliability by choosing firepower Wide variety of chains from heavy-duty roller to O and X ring, all made in Japan. Firepower featherweight lithium batteries are backed by a two-year warranty. You want to talk about riders and teams that are using these? A-Ray and Bellrod, uh, Rod Bell, I should say, and uh, <laughs> Chiz. That's his Instagram. And Chiz is using them. Go for Dunes Honda, uh, Ben LeMay, Firepower guys. This is a WPS company that's, from what I understand, taking off. <laughs> the Firepower guys are really doing a good job. Yeah, Kirk and Kirk and the team does a really good. He's doing a really good job. He's obviously super. Yeah, he's super passionate about the racing side, so he mm -hmm. loves everything to do with yeah all things racing. Yeah, the chains are great. Like you know, chains are and JT knows chains are like something tough to recommend for Supercross because I mean that puts a lot of stress on them. And so at first I'm like, hey, how good is this? And and they showed me you know how good it was and who who made it. And uh, we got tons of guys out there in Supercross using them, and they work great. So I think a lot of that too. And, and I will say this for Fly, I would say it for Firepower, say it for all of it is our rep force does an incredible job for us, right? Yeah. We. We sit back and yeah, firepower's killing it, and fly racing's on fire, and those are all true. Yeah, but we are dependent on the reps going out and doing a great job. Yeah, right? they need to go out and push dealers to represent the brand. They need to make sure there's displayed correctly, and there's like a million steps in the process that reps have to execute, and we're all dependent on them. So, I know a lot of them listen to the show, and uh, they don't get enough credit, in my opinion. So, and thank the you brand to... managers as well. Yeah, yep. It's a big. It's a big team to. Uh, to make the whole machine run. Firepowerparts.com for more information. They do a great job, great products. The batteries are one of Chris Kiefer's must-have mods for a lot of bikes. So thanks to those guys as well. Our buddy Randy Richardson, who was once the WPS rep for Michelin. So you guys saw Randy, what, three times a year up there in Boise? More, Four times a year? More than that. Yeah, 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 Randy, coming in hot in Boise. I remember Randy when he was a tire guy at the Michelin truck at Supercross. Yeah. He oh, was, yeah. Well, I was, I mean, I did a lot of the testing for Michelin back then. With yeah, with them. What was um, the driver's name? Scotty. 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 Yeah, that's right. He was Scotty's always in a great mood. Yeah, always never, happy. Never. Scotty. Scotty Reinhardt. Yeah, he was never pissed. No, never, 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 not <laughs> at all. But our buddy Randy there, uh, running Michelin tires and doing a good job. The Starcross Five tire range, the same tire that I took to a fourteen nine for seventh overall, is available for all bikes, fifty cc riders and up as well. Uh, if you've got an enduro bike and you want to go do the Erzberg or whatever else, they got the Michelin Enduro Extreme tire. Uh, we've got the power Michelin Power 5 tires, a choice for performance in wet and dry conditions for the sport bike guys. they got the Commander 3 Cruiser tires, which I understand. I know nothing about cruisers, but I understand that Michelin makes the best tire for the cruiser line, and they crush it with that. So if, you, uh, if your dad has one or you have one or your grandpa has one, Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser tires absolutely offer the best wet grip and the shortest stopping distances in wet conditions among leading competitors. Motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information from all the things at Michelin and also the the mountain bike tires. They have the Wild series of mountain bike tires, which I have on my bike, and then the E Wild 
series uh, just for the e-bikes as well. So Michelin makes great mountain bike tires as well, the official sponsor of their wrap-up show. Uh, thanks to the folks at Michelin. We, uh, we've given away a couple of sets of tires over the, the year, the Pulp Mex Fantasy guys as well. Uh, if you don't have your tire... Stay tuned. They had a little bit of shortages, and the Starcross Fives have been coming in more and more. So we'll get you those uh, right away out to the Michelin, out for the uh, Pulp Mex Fantasy winners. So please check out Michelin when you're in line for a, for a black and rubber thing. They make it. They do. Right. It's, it's black and it's rubber. They'll have it. They'll have it handled. Um, motorsport.com, Fly Racing, of course. Big sponsors of our show, of course. And, uh, again, we got the X-Brand Goggle Tariffs coming up. We have the motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment. Race Tech Rant, I already did. And it's the numbers, and I'm still upset about it. So I just want everybody to know that. So please remember that. Okay. Dylan Ferrandez uh, won a championship using Vortex Racing sprockets. Uh, so have Chad Reed and James Stewart. They use Vortex Racing over the years. Uh, Vortex Racing sprockets right now on the back of the Monster Star Yamaha team. And I guess the 450 team, because now they're the 450 team. So they saw racing. It's using, un- vo- uh, <laughs> using Vortex. I have no answers for the things that are happening over yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre, but they are sponsored so by Vortex riders. Racing. Kyle at VortexRacing.com. If you want to get a, a one of the sprockets or a V3 handlebar, 29% stronger than the competition, you can ride with confidence knowing the Vortex has put years of R&D and testing into the super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. Whether it's the 7 8 bar, whether it's the oversized bar, the folks at Vortex Racing will have you covered. And they welcome you, our next guest on the show, this kid just got the big call that everybody wants from Mitch Payton and moving on up to the pro class for the Monster Energy Pro Circuit team. And uh, we're happy to have him on and talk to him a little bit about that and more. It's Seth Hamaker. Seth, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Pumped. Congrats on the deal, man. That uh, Obviously, look, a lot of us have tabbed you along the way as amateurs getting that spot. But I guess until you finally get the spot, you never quite know, right? That's right, man. It's uh, a lot of hard work leading into this position, and uh, just pumped to pumped to be able to get it. Yeah, so, uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, a tough year for you with the Epstein Bar. Uh, how's what's the status of that? How how are we doing in the recovery? Uh, we're doing good. We're uh, near the end of it. I'm getting ready to get back on the bike here soon, and uh, just doing some gym work now and making sure that my body can handle everything uh, to right. get back on the bike. Um, but. Yeah, we're moving in the right direction. So. Man, I uh, I worked for uh, Tim Ferry in 03, and he got it. And, you know, before that, it was kind of like, ah, oh, he's got Epstein Bar, and everyone would laugh and be like, ah, oh, sure, you know what I mean? You're not yeah, – that yeah, means you don't train or whatever. And, JT, right. you had it too. Yep. I did after um, I stopped racing, yeah. And, and I – I was maybe of the case of, like, I don't know if this is real. And then I saw Red Dog, who worked his balls off, uh, mm-hmm. look drained after a seven-lap heat race. Uh, he was white right. and just sweating like crazy. And eventually he had to take some time off. But can you tell our listeners what it's like to have it? Yeah, it's um, it's not good at all. Like, uh, we train all of, the, all of us athletes, you know, train our bodies to, uh, to a max. And, uh, it, you know, it's too much sometimes. But just it's pretty discouraging you know having it like it you feel good and then all of a sudden you start going downhill and like you said it's not even like a lot that takes it out of you a couple laps and you're just strained and you're kind of like man what's going on and Mm -hmm. um you're just really you know looking for answers and stuff but honestly there's not much you can do you know to get rid of it there's not a magical pill to take or whatever you gotta kind of let it ride out but yeah do you were you feeling just super drained and tired all the time was that what it's like? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, super drained, tired, no motivation really, and just it was tough. Jeez, you know? that's got to be gnarly for a, for a pro racer. 
Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't imagine having it when I raced. I it was bad enough when I was I was working at Fly Racing and I had it. And Max knows. I would come up there and I'm like, I have to find somewhere to go to sleep right now. Like I was so yeah. tired <laughs> all the yeah. time, and I I didn't know that I had something wrong. Yeah. Because I wasn't training. I wasn't putting myself. So I was just like, damn, is this like what it's like to work all day? Like you're this tired. But I <laughs> I, I was yeah. This yeah, is where it started with JT going to bed at eight o'clock. Yeah, this is where <laughs> this is where it started. Did, did, so JT, did you get blood work done? You had to go. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like well, you, you finally how how it got so bad enough where you're like, I hey, was, well, I was dating someone at the time, and they're like, this isn't normal. Like you shouldn't have to take naps, and then you want to go to bed at like eight thirty, and you're nodding mm-hmm. off. Like that's not. And I was like so used to it. Yeah, I was like. You're right. Like I, I didn't wasn't always like this. So I went to the doctor and they're like, uh, yeah, like it's your levels are pretty low now, but you definitely have it. Like you ha- you wow. have had it. Yeah. So I was like, uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense now. Like I need to sleep three or four times a day, and then I'll sleep twelve hours every night. So Seth, for for, for getting rid of it, you just like you said, you don't do anything. That's the that's the cure. Like that's the thing you got to do is just relax and not not train. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's not a whole lot. Like I said, there's not a whole lot you can do, and right. uh, yeah, just rest your body and let it recover. So uh, it's definitely a long process. You know, everyone kind of gets over at a different pace. You know, but uh, it's definitely you know not yeah. fun to have. So D- yeah, damn, dude. So so you're back on the you're training now. You're back on the bike soon. Uh, yeah, training yep. now. Then back on the bike probably uh, hopefully in a week or two and start right. getting ready for Supercross. So. Nice. Well, that'll be good. Yeah, yeah. That, that'll be really nice. Uh, do you know any of your teammates at all? Like Forkner, Jordan Smith, uh, Ramit, McAdoo. Do you know any of them? Um, yeah. I, I mean, I talked to him, you know, a little bit when I was uh, amateur. Yeah. Yeah, amateur a little bit, but um, not. You know, I'll get to know them here soon. Pretty good, but uh, yeah, they all seem like good guys and stuff that I can learn from them too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I bet you it's going to be so awesome for you to have the opportunity. I mean, look, your bike, I'm sure, was good. It was, uh, you know, you're one of the top amateurs in the country, so it's a good bike. But mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what you think about your race bike once you get on that thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm stoked. I haven't ridden a, a race bike yet, so uh, yeah. it's coming up soon, and I'm pumped, yeah. Are you going to work with anybody for training-wise, or what's the plan for your training program, riding coach, or anything like that? Do you have any of that lined up? Uh, Yeah, I'm working with Ivan Tedesco. Oh, you are? Okay, yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, cool. I'm uh, pumped with that. We started working together uh, with off the bike stuff right now. Then, yeah, I think uh, just knowledge from him and experience he's got. Uh, I think it'll be good for me to, especially my first year, like going into Supercross, especially just mm-hmm. learning from him. So, I think it had to be encouraging to see, you know, what he was able to accomplish with March Banks because for us from the outside last year his progression level was really, really impressive, right? To see him, he was okay in, in 19, but uh-huh. then this 2020 season, you're like, oh, wow, like, that was, that's really good. And then he wins Daytona, so I would assume, I yeah, for from the outside for us, looking at it like, oh, man, well, if I follow that same pattern, this guy knows how to bring someone in to, uh, to get him up to that level to win. For sure, yeah, I, I thought the same thing, and it's just cool to see that, and uh, I thought he did a great job with him as well, so uh, I think uh, we'll work good together. And uh, do you feel like you're a better indoor guy or outdoor guy? Because we've seen you at the Monster uh, feel, Cup, you know, and stuff like that, so you can ride it, but, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm a better indoor guy. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, just uh, I feel like a little bit more like technical of a rider, so mm-hmm. I feel like it suits my style a little bit more. And, yeah, I had pretty good success at Monster Cup over the years. Yeah, yeah, I feel like, uh, yeah, it looked like to me. Oh, oh then again. JT, they can all ride indoor stuff, these kids nowadays. Mm-hmm. When you look at them, like, you, you know, you're like Evan Ferry. Like, you're like, oh, shit. Like, look at how good Evan is. Well, there's you so know. much more availability to right. Supercross tracks. Right. And you have futures, and you have all these things right. where, I mean, 
I don't think I ever got to even ride a super crash track until I was like 16. Right. You know, right. that was the first time I ever got to get on one. I was going to say, so. I think they start, I think everybody starts a lot earlier now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, th- I think they're like off an 80, they're under super cross track. Like they're for riding sure. early. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, are you, uh, Seth, for, for yourself? So you'll probably be like, we don't know exactly when the season starts, but you'll probably be the West guy uh, or whatever's later. Is that the plan? Probably. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mitch never tells anybody, but that's what we're guessing. You'll need right. Him. Yeah. Mm. See what uh, how ready I can get and uh, go from there. But. Where, where are you from? Uh, from Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought yeah. you were like a Pacific North, not Pacific Northwest, but like Idaho, Utah, Washington State guy. I don't know why I thought that. Uh, right. I don't know. Yeah. I can I can hear yeah. the Pennsylvania in your voice. So even if I didn't know that already, I would right. I would be able to tell you from yeah. that. Talking. Yeah. Um, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't remember. So, uh, Max, are you still okay with Seth leaving Fly Racing? How do we feel about that all these years later? Are, never, we, are we are we angry? It's or? never okay. It always stings a little. <laughs> right. no, he talked he talked about Monster Cup. I'm not gonna lie. When Mike, our our amateur guy, brought yeah. Seth, he held it down in Monster Cup for us one year because we yeah. we released a gear, yeah. and we did not do good except for Seth. <laughs> he was the only person on TV. Seth Seth won. Yeah. He and McAdoo held it down. Well, McAdoo did the same thing for yeah. us too. And McAdoo, I think the next year did the same thing. Like our amateur force yeah. held it down. Right. So right. Yeah. gotta give a little shout out to Mike and then obviously Seth for keeping us together that round. Yeah, Seth, you were a fly yeah. guy for a lot of years, right? I was, yeah, three years. Uh, yep. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Good group of guys there. Yeah. <laughs> it does sting. It does sting a it little. It does sting a little but bit. That's well, okay. listen, Max, you know what? Just write the check for Mitch Payton. And you're, Some, you can, someday you're, it might be okay. back in the 450 class. Hey, sometimes, you, know. you know, the, know they have they blossom and you have to let them get their wings and fly. Right? Yeah. You let, okay. them, let them go and <laughs> bring, they bring have them back to find later. their way. <laughs> oh, there we yeah. go. Yeah, that, that, that'll work. So you're going to live, Seth, in California? You're going to be based in there, get a place and all that? I do, yeah. I moved out here uh, a couple of weeks ago, or okay. about a month ago now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, Dude. I think it's where I need to be. So yeah, it is. But listen, dude, don't look the chicks and don't don't yeah. fall into that trap, okay? <laughs> like seriously, right. yep. it'll ruin your career. Yeah, I mean, do you have a girlfriend? No. Okay, that's fine. You don't need one right now. You can swipe okay. right here and there when you need to. <laughs> if you okay. if you yeah. run into an issue where someone is hitting you up to go to a Temecula to go party, just text Tedesco and ask him if you should go. He'll say no and then stay home. Okay. <laughs> like I, you, we've seen too many nice kids come in and get sucked in by this SoCal life. But you don't want to right. do what Freezy did and not party in Temecula, and then you <laughs> see what happens. So, you know, Seth. So we're just we just want you to stay on the straight and narrow because I've heard I don't know you at all. I heard nothing but yeah. great things about you from you know mutual people that have worked with you and your family and everything else. So uh-huh. I just want to keep this keep this going straight and narrow. I appreciate it. <laughs> Are you gonna go to? Um, well, I guess I guess you don't ride outdoors right now. You just ride all supercross whenever you get back on the bike, right? Right. I'll probably yep. do maybe like a week a week or two outdoors, like just get everything yep. back going again, and then yeah, hop into supercross. So, so when was the last time? So you missed Loretta's. When was the last time you you raced? What was the what was the date before you kind of before the uh, the the Epstein got bad? Uh, last race was a Loretta Lynn Regional. Okay. Um, that was beginning of June, and then the Epstein Bar was it was I was actually kind of racing through it at that point. Yeah. Like it was all of may it was kind of like lingering and i was just like i had to race the regional just to get my spot in and then uh we mm-hmm. just kind of waited to you know see if i yep. could race loretta's but ended up missing that wasn't in really anyone's best interest for me to go out there and no. do more damage so now was there a, now forgive me because i don't follow the amateurs that closely so this could be a really stupid question the chances are mm-hmm. it could be but were you, i was hurt i heard or i thought i heard 
that you were maybe not going to go pro this year? Or was that never an option? Was it always that way for you and everybody else? Um, there was an option okay. like after, after Loretta's, but, um, you know, and that's kind of what the plan was to get a couple outdoor races in yep. before, just kind of before Supercross. I think that's like how a lot of guys are doing it now, get their feet wet mm-hmm. instead of jumping right into Supercross. So that was the plan, but, um, you know, just kind of got to do what we got to do at this point. So, yeah, I mean, you only get one shot at a ride or you get one shot where, where Cowie and Mitch are aligned and, and there's a spot Absolutely. open, right? Like, yeah, you kind of, yep. you know, yeah, you got to take call, advantage go. of it and yeah. What's that? Yeah. What's that, Matt? Get the call. You got to go. Yeah. Yeah, I think gotta so. Got to go. Right, JT? I mean, you've missed your window. and you know. I mean, he's on one of the most storied teams in racing. Right. right? So, yeah, that's that's a pretty awesome opportunity, regardless yeah. of the situation. Sure. And, and I don't yeah. know how well you know Mitch. Obviously, you've worked with him over the years as an amateur and everything else. But when he's when he puts his runs his hand through his hair, it means he's uh-huh. very angry. It means okay. Yeah, it means he's frustrated or angry. And if you get running shoes shipped to you, yeah, that's not uh-huh. not good. Yeah, it's not a good thing. Yeah. It's not like oh, he, that guy he wrote awesome. Let's send him some shoes as an appreciation. Yeah, it's not right. a good, not a good sign. Yeah, so just okay. just remember all remember all those things. And if you see the hair through the the hand through the hair, just just walk the other way. And if way. he stops coming to the races, <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. that's also bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now hopefully hopefully everything will go good. I'm sure it will. Uh, I, I, so, I, yeah. I I think uh, like Forkner obviously got hurt last year, but I think he's going to be one of if he can stay healthy. You know, indoor title. He's a heavy favorite for an indoor title. Outdoor title, uh, you know, not as probably on the market as as J Mark. But and Jordan right. Smith's great, and McAdoo is McAdoo sends it. Seth, it's great. He's he he's exciting yep. to watch. It is, yeah, for sure. And all those guys have a, uh, you know, they're good good riders, and I'm excited to ride with them and kind of learn some stuff from them. And yeah. like you said, Forkner's a heavy favorite coming in. So yeah. Now, when you were growing up in PA, did you go to High Point like every single year as a young kid? Was that the race? Uh, I actually had never been to High Point for oh. a pro national. Okay. Yeah. All right. So not, not really any reason for it. Just like, yeah, just never really went. So So did you go to any pro races as a young kid? Um, I went to Bud's Creek a few times, but oh, okay. that, was, that, was, that was about it. That Bud's Creek is actually a little bit closer than High Point because oh, okay. like, I live on the east, of yep. the, east yep. side of Pennsylvania. But, um, but yeah, I, don't, I haven't really went to a lot of pro races like when I was a kid, just um, did, you know, there wasn't too much around. What year is it, Buds? Do you remember? Do you have any idea? Um, I don't. <laughs> okay. Was Tim Ferry still racing? <laughs> I don't think so. Damn it. No. Was, yeah. Was Stu there on 125 coming from dead last? <laughs> that was 03. <laughs> I know. I know. It was a long time ago. Um, uh, like, he was like four years old. I know. Probably. Yeah. What year were you born, Seth? 2000. Whew, that's, a, that's a tough. <laughs> I am old. That's a tough deal for us right here in this show. I am to old. hear that you were born in 2000, like yeah. that. Yeah, that's that's depressing. All right, we gotta go. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> what what race are you looking to, forward to most, Seth? Like, what is there is there uh, a race in mind that you you know grow up dreaming of, or, or something that you, like what's what kind of pro moment are you looking forward to? Um, man, I think. There's a lot of outdoor tracks that like I'm excited to go to and uh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And obviously Supercross, not really sure where the venues are going to be at this year. But um, you know, I think it's I enjoy traveling and stuff. You know, and yep. just like seeing a couple you know different places and stuff. But you know, I don't I don't really have like a special spot or anything. Right, right. But, yeah, I think uh, 
JT, I think it'd be pretty cool to be a kid and get a Monster Energy Pro Circuit ride. Like, it'd be pretty. Yeah, I mean, that's phenomenal. I, I, I know firsthand that I what I would have done, unforgivable things to get <laughs> a shot like that. And I, I didn't deserve it. You know, I, I completely get it. Um, but to go into the race knowing that your bike is that good and you're like. Yeah. You're working, yeah. With, you're working with Tedesco. You're, you know, everything's lined up. Like, well, yeah. And I remember, you know, like when I raced showing up and I had a YZ125, but I was racing against like Ernesto and Roncada and those guys and their Yamaha Troy yeah. YZ125. I was like, dude, yeah, they're jumping the triples and stuff. And there was not a chance, a snowball's chance in hell I was making the triple. <laughs> I would have needed to come through the tunnel. Like when I'm doing a transfer, <laughs> get a running start. To jump the triple on that bike. Yeah. And yeah. those guys are just like, yeah, grab third gear. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, what? In they I don't have the same engine. Like yeah. the even the same CCs that they do, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, it's a great opportunity for Seth Hamaker on the show here. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email Kyle at vortexracing.com to uh, get a deal on anything from Vortex. We've got a question for you here, Seth, from uh, from Tyler. Tyler, what's going on? What's your question for uh, Seth Hamaker? Hey, what's up? What's going on, guys? I just want to talk to Seth a little bit about uh, the mental side of his transition for him turning pro. You know, Seth, I know you've had a lot of setbacks in your career, especially towards the end of your amateur career. And just tell us, listeners, a little bit more about how have you kind of gained your mental strength or have you have you worked with a mental coach? I mean, I know you, know, you had Epstein Barr and stuff like that, but how have you kind of kept yourself to stay positive and keep your head held high? Yeah, I never worked with, like, a mental coach at all, but um, through all this, like, even the year before this year, I had my uh, – shoulders i had double shoulder surgery and that was tough too so like the mental side the past two years has been um pretty key to me you know keeping keeping my confidence up and i would just say like mainly like surrounding myself with like good people um that you know believe in me and my team's been super supportive and backing and my family and um just kind of like looking towards the future not like you know dwelling on what's happening right now and uh you know i definitely think the mental side of it's huge so um i try to work on that as much as possible yeah awesome yeah just to let you know us fans are still you know rooting for you and we can't wait to see what you have in store for your you know, upcoming pro career so we're looking forward to it i appreciate it thank you cool. thanks tyler thank you Yeah, no problem yeah you look you know seth like you mentioned you had the double shoulder stuff and i know injuries have been a bit of your bugaboo but i always yep. think to myself like and I was talking to Bogle about this. Like Justin, mm -hmm. Justin's had some rough times, like with concussions and everything. And he has come back and he won a moto and he won a heat races. Uh, and now he's you know kind of in another lull right now, although he rode better at the end of the year. Look at Adam Cincirillo, two shoulder surgeries, uh, a, a knee injury. Uh, you know yeah. the wonder kid of amateurs like yourself. It didn't go that smoothly. He never gave up. He worked his balls off. He's got talent, of course. And next thing you know, he's you know a two fifty champion. And like I told him. I remember one one of the times where he, well, when he hit the wall in Geneva, the shoulder mm -hmm. in the wall in Geneva, he was oh yeah, he was so bummed. I said, dude, I know it feels like the world's going to end right now, but nobody's going to know about this in two years when you're back. I know, you know, like on top, yeah, and, he, yep. and, he, and whatever we just laugh about it now, but like literally, like none of that matters. Like whatever you do from here on out, like it's it's not the it's not earth shattering. You can control whatever it's not you a career do. Yeah, it's not moment, a career defining right? moment. You yeah. know, so um, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Like I, I always feel like. Like, you know, obviously you hear these guys who have injuries and stuff, but you're like, man, you can fight through this. Like, it's not, yeah. Yep, so. you can. Yeah, it's uh, 
and he's a perfect example. And I know he even went through the Epstein bar there at one point too. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, like you said, he went through all that stuff. And even for me, like I'm 20 now and like, you know, just turning pro, like, I feel like, yeah, you know, it's a little bit older than normal, but I feel like, you know, for me to have a little bit more experience and be a little bit older and like, you know, have that maturity level, I think it's going to help me in the long run. And, uh, like you said, like, from what happens here on out, no one's going to remember two years ago from now. No, so. no, and, and I and I feel and I say that because yeah, I do. I don't know if amateur stuff that well, but I've been hearing about you for a long time, right? And it's just the injuries have been like, yep. oh, he's down again or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's fine. Like now you got a chance to to write all of that, and no one's going to give a shit that you had Epstein Barr or shoulder surgeries Absolutely. or whatever, you know. So yeah. Um. Well, hey man, thanks for coming on. I appreciate. it. I look forward to talking to you some more. Um, yep. at, at the races or, or back on the uh, on the Pulp MX show. Good luck with everything, man, and uh, thanks for the time. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. All right, thank you. Seth Hamaker, everybody, on the Pulp MX show, brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Kyle at Vortex Racing. It's the first time I ever talked to him. Seemed yeah. like a nice guy. Is he going to be, I think it'll be 5'10", number? Yeah, right? That, that's I don't that's know his number, right? Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. If he's, is, it, is it even available? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Good point. Um, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, the Vertex Piston Sky, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA Pro Filter, Skosh, Atlas Neck Brace, uh, Chase Sexton wearing an Atlas Neck Brace to win the final round at Paula. Crazy, like, just like, so Osborne wins Salt Lake final round. Mm-hmm. Anderson's seat falls off. And we kind of talk about it, but we move on. Yep. And with Paula, like, we just talk about Osborne's title, and we kind of move on that Chase Sexton won the friggin' Yeah. Overall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like just, I mean. Same for Jet, too. Yeah, Jet, Jet too. winning. Yeah. Right? It's like two first-time winners, but yeah. they were overshadowed by these titles. And I think yeah. everybody was just like, we got to get this series done. Yeah, yeah. It's Every- October. Yeah, I think everyone's like, let's, uh, let's <laughs> go October, home, right? Yeah. So, atlasbrace.com, if you want to get the same brace that Chase Sexton wears. FMF, Guts Racing. The Guts Racing guys on the uh, Pulp Mex uh, wrap-up show as well. I just put a Guts Racing on my... Uh, Blue Crew this week. I love it. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, Get Data, OGO Power Sports. We're going to give away an OGO here on a show. We're going to do a little social media contest, so stay tuned for that. Art of Sport, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, Works Chassis Lab, WUSA, Ride Engineering, all on board with us. Uh, Before we get to the X-Brand Goggle tear-offs, Mike has a question for Fly Racing guys. Uh, Do you know anybody at Fly Racing, either one of you? Yes. Uh, Okay. A couple people. Okay. All right, Mike, go ahead. Hey, I'm a big guy, and I'm trying to find some patrol pants in a 46. Is that something you guys make, or is that something that has to be special ordered? Uh, yes, um, we do. I will, uh, if you guys will talk, I will get you some information right now. Okay, and then my other question is, I ride mostly like off-road and dual sport. Mm-hmm. Are you guys going to make the formula helmet in like a visored helmet, or is it just going to stay moto pretty much? Uh, sorry, I was looking up. The okay, we'll already get it. to the, fo- and we'll also have a question about the Formula Street helmet. When are you guys going to do that? So yeah. we, we want Formula Street helmets, and we want formulas in the, some new in things, the duels. Yeah. We're working on some new things now that are more of dual sport based. Um, we're a ways away from releasing it still, but we're we're working on some things now. Okay, uh, part number for you, sir. Well, hold on. Does he have a pen? Well, I'm okay. giving giving him a little oh, notice. Okay. Right. Uh, Go ahead. Three seven three. Uh-huh. Dash six four zero four six. It's black. Okay. Those are black size forty six patrol pants. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. There you Thanks, go. Guys. Of course. Right. Thank you, man. What was All the right. question he asked after that before the street helmet? I was looking No, he wanted to do are you gonna make dual a formula sport. in the no visor dual thing? We are working with Rion to apply to lots of things. So 
long term, yes, all those things are coming. They just, I mean, the formula, original formula, took five years, right? So, um, well, yeah, but that, that's those things are coming. Right. They are. They're coming. Right. Yep. All right, everybody. X brand goggle tear offs. Uh, let's do this. It's the X brand tear off segment. Fifteen second rapid fire Q and A. Rapid fire. EKS twenty is the code to save at motorsport.com on X brand goggles. The choice of champions everywhere. Sweeping the XC two podium. Josh Strang wearing X brand to a the MX. What the hell is it called? XC one. XC one win. Beating that, beating that, uh, Minity. beating that Baylor guy, beating him bad, beating the Baylor guy, um, and Russell raced too. I thought he had a jacked up deal, but he just wanted to race one more race. I guess uh, or he had bike problems. Oh, did he? Yeah, okay. he had he well, had issues like two laps in or something. Maybe he had goggle problems. He's retiring, that's, that's, right? Yeah, Caleb? he's done. Yeah, yeah he's done. done. Yeah, X Brand goggles, uh, great company, great guys. Rapid fire questions. These questions are submitted by Jason Wygant. They're going to be good. I think I'm excited. Better than the other guy. I, no, because I don't want to. I don't want to poop on Mose. Okay. Mose is awesome, okay. but it's going to be interesting. I think. All right, here we go. Thirty seconds on the clock for myself, Max Steffens, and uh, Jason Thomas. Steve. Yes. We are not sure of JGR's team plans for 2021, so that currently leaves Alex Martin without a landing spot. Is it time for A Mart to bet on himself and move to the 450 class, as you advocate so many others to do? Yeah. If A Mart can't get a ride in 250s, if he's just going to be a privateer. Then 100% get up to 450s. Yes, better purse money, uh, better uh, closer closer in bike bikes from the factory guys to privateer bikes. So, yes, he should do that. JT, was there any particular argument that made you think perhaps this friendship with Steve will not work out? And do you believe you will still be friends next Wednesday? What's next Wednesday? Not really sure. Day after the election. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh... No, you know what? With me, I'm never really that angry. Like, I'm like, ah, whatever. We're just arguing. But I think Steve gets so mad sometimes, I think he's going to tell me never talk talk to him again. So if it was... Quiet down. If it ever happened, it would be from him being so mad, not me. I'm over in like 30 seconds. Quiet down. All right. Off to. Max is going to like... Max is going to like... We'll we'll, we'll see. (laughs) I got a prediction here for Max and these questions. Right. Oh, I'm sure they're going to go back. Yeah. 2.2 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> all right. All right, Max. Fly Racing hosts an event with all 700 of its sponsored athletes. <laughs> Steve lights the building on fire because Fly does not offer a deal to sponsor Alex Martin in the 450 class for 2021. <laughs> you can save 699 of your riders. Who do you leave and replace with Amart? Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Wow, that's pretty morbid. Like, I, I actually didn't think Weed would come in with something like that. I don't know. I don't even know who to pick. I I don't know. I I, I couldn't even tell you in Ryder right now that I, I I have no idea. That's a hard question. I don't know. He would save Shorty. You would leave Shorty? No. He would save Shorty. No, no, save Shorty. no matter what. I'd save Shorty no matter what. No, the question is which He's one would he leave? Down. I know. Oh, yeah. But yeah. he would. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. All I know is he would save Shorty. Right. The rest of it right. would have to just sort itself yeah. out. Well, the rest of it would have to fall into place. As which, I've said, there isn't a better human being on earth than Shorty. I'd save him too. Yeah. Short, Shorty's going down with the ship. Right. He's going to be there. He's going to be right on the front of it. Right. I feel like we got nowhere with that one. I, yeah. It's a hard answer. <laughs> your, your prediction came true. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, it was worth a shot. Yeah. All right. Steven. Yep. Jeremy Martin did not get along with the Star Racing Yamaha team the last time he was there. How do you envision it going this time? Yeah. Well, J. Martin doesn't like any of his teammates ever. 
And he's already, he's still mad at Justin Cooper for the move over at Muddy Creek that he thinks was on purpose that broke J-Mart's back that was not on purpose, I'm pretty sure. It was the opening lap. So I think J-Mart and Justin Cooper need to have a conversation at some point. Otherwise, it could get ugly. Uh, I think it goes okay. I do. Jeremy's probably a little bit older. The team wants to win. He's a heavy favorite. So I think it goes okay. After the uh, question, after the conversation between Cooper and J-Mart. Right. Okay. Good talk. JT. Yo. If you were to break rank and eat a quesadilla, would your body reject it? No waffling, please, both li- literally and figuratively. I don't think so because I know lots of keto people that will go in and out, and they don't seem to have a lot of problems. Like it's, I think, if you're trying to stay as lean as possible, it's not ideal. But there are a lot of people that jump in and jump out, and they don't have big problems. So I, I think if I tried to eat, go eat like an ice cream sundae with a lot of sugar in it, maybe, but not a quesadilla. I think it'd be okay. All right. For the record, I tried to get JT to eat some uh, mac and cheese with his steak, and he was not having it. So. it it's 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 the stupidest <laughs> diet. Just one <laughs> macaroni. Just one it, little noodle. It is the dumbest thing I've ever seen a human being do is what JT's doing with keto. It as, is, it as is, you were complaining earlier that you've gained like 10 pounds back that you're not happy about. Yeah. Like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but, not complaining about that. JT made a statement not too long ago that he will never be fat again. I'm still trying to figure like, out exactly yeah, when he, he was yeah, fat. Yeah, when was he fat, ever? It, I gained like 20 pounds when I stopped racing. You also don't get to mac and cheese, though. I lost 20 pounds and I'm still fat. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, like, it's, it's, it's insane. It's all relative. That oh, no. <laughs> he, he literally, he's like Jesus on the cross. He's doing it for everyone else, I guess, and he's in pain every single moment, and he's just sacrificing himself. It's the only one in pain is you. Uh, no, you're in pain. You're in pain about my keto. Yeah, like, I am. It's the only I thing am. you have empathy because about. Because you're my friend. Because you're, because you're my friend. It's like and, you're I, and I care only, about you. It's like the only thing you have empathy about is I, my keto. I, I care about you, and I, I wanted to see you. Success, succeed and be happy. He is succeeding. He's not. He's not. <laughs> I'm not. Damn. No, it is that not. Took a turn. It's terrible. Yeah. All that's right. terrible. I'm sorry for derailing that. That's my fault. No, that's Weege. That's Weege. He's poking the bear. Uh, Max, what's the most panicked moment you've ever had getting someone's gear ready for a race weekend or a race day? Um, I'm trying to think. You didn't probably, have, you didn't probably, have, probably Zacho's championship won this last time was trying to make sure that we had what he wanted, what we wanted, what everybody wanted, what Rockstar wanted, what Husky wanted. <laughs> really? The most yeah. panicked I've ever hurt, and he was not working there yet, and I was still racing, So it's but Terry, for Brett Metcalf's Motocross of Nations in England in 09, whenever it was, okay. 06 or 09, whichever year, he had to, they couldn't get the gear there. Like Everything went sideways. He had to fly it over himself, like last minute. Just jump on a plane. Oh, like he wasn't even supposed to go. No, I'm going to England because it's the only way I can get gear to him. Like Australia gear, right? It's like custom made. Like I don't know if it showed up last minute. I don't know the details. But he had to go jump on a plane. Like I'm going to London like right now. Like straight from the office. Like I'll I'll buy a ticket on the way. I'm going. You got to understand how paranoid I am because like I'll literally put gear for the same guy in two different gear bags. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll literally have two here, two there, two like – it, yeah, I try and prepare. Uh, uh, <laughs> but there has to be a time, Max, when you were gear guy and you were washing boots or washing a neck brace or getting the gear ready or helmet cleaning a helmet and you like you couldn't find one cheek pad or something or your. I forgot the eject device. Okay, before see, on, I did that to Pike. 
Right. So I can't remember. It's been probably three years ago. Yeah. He was down at the line yeah. for a heat race, and right. Thule came by, and he's like, yeah. off the line. And I, I remember somebody yelling at me in the bullpen, and I – Truffle shuffled as fast as I could back to the truck to get an eject device. Yeah. Now I now Dalton I think carries one in his pocket. The most yeah. chaotic, <laughs> the most chaotic thing I've ever witnessed, and this could happen to anybody. So it's not specific brands or anything. And I won't even mention the brand. But Chad Reed, when he was on Suzuki in '09, he had a mechanical malfunction with his apparel, and I remember Goose wrapping him in duct tape around his waist. Oh be- yeah. Before the race, that. yeah. It yeah. was like the only yeah. thing they could do. I'm like, yeah. That's full panic. Like when you're wrapping him up with duct tape like a mummy, like that's like the that's worst case scenario. Yeah. And that yeah. could happen to anybody. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. Things break. That's what All happens. Right. All right. Steve. Marty Davalos now yeah. has a two year extension with Team Tedder. What? Is that two years? I didn't read that press release. It was oh, wow. two years? Wow. Mm, I guess so. I like the commitment. Ted Tedder yeah. coming in hot. Uh, can he get a 450 Supercross win before his 40th birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't think he can get a win. I mean, he had a second at whatever race that was for 20 Atlanta. minutes. Yeah. I don't think he can get a win. No, I don't. But but I am very happy that I have been vindicated yet again. Another win for you. Another win for Steve Mathis. And Marty should have jumped up way before. Look at him. Look how good he is. He's like a little Ecuadorian rabbit out there. And he's <laughs> phenomenal. And he's a great 450 rider. Thank you. Remember I was telling you how much money he made this year? Wasn't a lot. It was probably 150k. Less. How do you know? I know people. Oh, you know people. Yeah. You know Marty's. I know people in Ecuador involved. You know Marty's. No, but I know I know where he trains. He probably made 150. I mean, you got to look at his show. He got 25 for Geneva. You know. That was that was not this year. Oh, okay. Sorry, it was December, mid December. I mean, right. All right. Kind of an abrupt. He got seventeen there. races and he made 150k. I don't great, think so. It's great work. I don't think he made that much. All right, JT. After skipping the motocross campaign, do you foresee any drop off in performance from Ken Roxon in 2021? From well, you didn't write the question. I guess. Oh boy. From what level? Which I guess would be battling for the title down the stretch. I don't know. I would say yes. I don't think he is tied for the points lead with a couple rounds to go, which would be the 2020 level. So I'll say yes. All right. All right. This is the last one. Max, how much has Steve's gear sizes changed throughout this e-bike life process? A lot. A lot. I think we went down, like, we're down, like, four gear sizes, probably three gear sizes. A I, lot. I don't know. I, yeah, probably. I mean, I couldn't, you fit, are into a, the, I couldn't fit into the... You're uh, not you even were, eligible for some of the... Yeah, you're yeah. in a 2X. <laughs> you're lines. in a 2X, sometimes extra large. Extra large, yeah. Yeah. And I think a 36 or 38 pant. 38 pant. Yeah. Like, we're, he's doing real good. You lost like a whole person. I don't know. Uh, no, yeah. because I uh, know. Yes. Well, yeah, what's you, a person? 150 pounds is a, is a person. I didn't lose that much. Uh, so I, emails are usually like less than that. If you don't care that I tell people, he started at a 44 and like a 3X. Yeah. Maybe even yeah. a 4X. You like, lost a small person. He's down into. Like, like a little person? No. Not, not like a. Little person, air quotes. Yeah, just a smaller person. Okay. Yeah, you 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 <laughs> try so hard to not, yes, <laughs> correct. To not offend anybody. Yes, right you're, there. you're you're doing a good job. Yeah, you're yeah, going a long no, ways yeah. down. Yeah, e-bikes. It's great. It's fantastic. He's a great boss too. Try keto. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> right. Is that it? That's it. That's last. All one. right. That's the X brand goggle tear-offs. Eksbrand.com for more information. Daniel Blair still coming up, as well as Ben Watson too. The MX2 
Lomo winner. I was so surprised to see him win that. Uh, yeah. finally, well, you were surprised? I, I, in the sand? In the yeah. Sa- oh, I, he, no, that's what they do. The, the you fucking, didn't see his brother? Fucking, yeah. The brother brother raced at Dis Nations. Yeah. Um, uh, Moose Dick. Good, Ro- great sand rider. Van de Moosdijk. Yes. Yeah. Great rider. Yeah. Um, if you're the if you're Dutch, yeah, it's like genetic. Right. You just are born into the sand. Um. All right. So hey, uh, 2021 Supercross schedule. I, I got a little rabbit that sent me uh sent me one. I don't know if it's totally true, but uh, can we put it up on the screen a little bit? So this here's what we're hearing right now. The schedule will be released tomorrow. So this could be uh totally off or um. Bang on. I'm not exactly sure, but I think it'll be close to this. Uh, January 16th, 19th, and 23rd in Houston, all East Coast. January 30th and 2nd in Indy, East Coast. February 20, 23rd, 27th in Glendale is the West. We go to Daytona. We know that's for, they already announced that officially. March 6th, Daytona. Uh, three rounds in Dallas, March 20th, 23rd, and 27th. Uh, West Coast rounds. And then four rounds TBA. And wrapping up in Salt Lake City. Um, how close is this? Do you think to the real schedule, Max or JT? I have not been told anything, so okay. I can I can say Max gets more information seem, than I do. Does this seem? I have not seen it. But does this seem rel- seem like close or it could I work? Don't know. I just saw it on the internet. I saw people floating it around on the internet. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. All right. I've heard the same rumors as you. So. Um. Okay. So we know this from everybody we talked to, not officially, but off the record stuff. They want fans. Yes, and and the way they're going, Houston, Indy, Glendale, down. These seem like venues with fans. Right? We're not going racing without fans. Yeah, right. So for you guys, as Fly Racing, the presenting sponsor of Supercross, you want fans there. Mm-hmm. You want a fan fest of some sort, right? Yep. Very, how, how does that important. work for you guys? How does that? It depends on. It, it honestly depends on what the regulations are. We yeah. don't. We don't know. Like, because I think I think that they're still trying to work all that out, which is why it's taken so yeah. long. If it's a percentage of the stadium, if it's, you know, I I think the percentage of the stadium is about what they normally get in the pits, if I had to guess. But I I don't know. It depends on the state. It depends on what we can touch, what we can't touch. Can you hand this out? Can you not hand this out? Who knows? For for you guys, though, like we did the Fly Racing Paul Bamek show in the pits. Yep. Yep. I was waiting for that. Fly Racing Radio. (laughs) Waiting for that. I was giving you your moment. Are we going to do that again? Yes. Do we know? That's the plan. So yeah. they want they want to be have people there to watch us. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think once again, depending on being able to social distance and all those yep. things, there's so many things I think still up in the air. Uh, but I we have every intention of being able to put the show back in yeah. pits. Yeah, yeah. So that would be me and all the vendors, Monster and everybody else that sponsors Supercross, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm I, from everything I've heard, which I have not had direct conversation with them. I think FanFest is a very important part of their dynamic for sponsors yeah. and. Without that, you have to rewrite or relook at everything. I think long term, right. um, and they don't. I don't think they would want to do that. Uh, two at Indy, January thirtieth, February second. Bring your winter coat, <laughs> right? Bring the winter coat. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I mean, if that's the if that's the case, and we're in Indy, when does that say? February, January thirtieth, and February second. Fanfest is going to be cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the other races, as we were talking about with Brayton a little bit. Stay there probably all week, right? Everybody, oh, for the most think, part, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know how you if could. that if that happens, that yeah. schedule yeah. for me. Yeah, this is all theoretical on this schedule being close to what they're going to release. Yeah, for me, I 
can be very productive going out and seeing dealers that mm-hmm. week. So yep. it's it's great for me. I, I don't have any issue with it at all. I spend you know eight or nine days in that city. I get a lot of work done. I attend three races. We see a lot of fans, engage a lot of spectators and customers. Great. Yeah. I think it's interesting that if this schedule holds up, there's 18-day break between the fifth round and the sixth round at Glendale. 18 days off. That's a long time. Yeah. And then you look again, there's 14 days off after Daytona before the Dallas rounds pick up. So, yeah. that's. I guess you kind of have like, to, knocking out three rounds well, in seven days. That'll be breaks. so weird to be like, go, 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 go. Yep. Oh, we're off for a couple weeks. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, I'm, I don't know. You know, obviously 2020 is so weird, but I wonder if we're going to, like like Salt Lake and like the Nationals, I wonder if we're going to learn something about our sport and that changes going forward. Are we stuck to a grind of 17 supercrosses in 18 weeks that, that we know wears everybody out, right? Can we maybe in the future, if these work and we're past the COVID things, can we have more time? Like, I think if you were to pull it, we're going to do the schedule. Mm-hmm. We're going to have 18 days off between rounds five and six. I guarantee you, if you go to poll everybody after the rounds five and six, they're going to say, that's awesome. I think, having the 18 days off, sorry, having the 18 days off and then three in a week is great. Yeah, I agree. But I think I think you have a problem there because long term, you want to go back to normalcy, right? You want to go back to what makes money and what mm-hmm. you want to sell out. You want to sell 45,000, yeah. 50,000 yeah. tickets. Yeah. Going to a city three times in a week, you're not going to be able to do that. We're not even going to be able to be allowed to sell 45,000. So now you're talking about yeah. selling like 20,000. Yeah. If that. Right. Yeah. I don't think long-term that's good for them. I think they're going to want to go back to, hey, we need to be in this city once, yeah. get all the people, all the money, and then move on to that city yeah. and move on to that city. So well, I, you got to factor in Monster Jam too because a lot of the stuff they do coincides yeah. with that. So it's like yeah. you know, trying to pack that, that, then that, and now the fans are exhausted there, and then you're like, oh, hey, there's a Monster Jam next Wednesday yeah. too. Yeah. Like You're just packing a lot. I, I think you're, we're going to find out a lot about <clears throat> revenue exhaustion mm-hmm. in a particular city. Let's see how much people are willing to spend and how many right. people are willing to go over um, the course of a week. I feel like Houston, Indy, Glendale, Daytona, Dallas are all good cities for our sport. Yeah, I don't, is, I, don't, I don't pick – like if this was just a regular year. Yep. I don't pick any of those venues and be like, ah, you know what I mean? Like that. But are they going to – you know, I have questions which I don't have answers to. Are they going to do dynamic pricing? So if it's like 20,000 t- seats only, are those seats going to be really expensive now? Oh, I can't see that. Can, I don't know. Can you? I, Not, I don't I don't know. think that's our crowd. <laughs> But right. they're already pretty expensive. But are yeah. they going to try to make them more expensive to yeah. make up for lost revenue? Right. Because I, they're such such at a premium to get. I don't know. I, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard. Max I, weighs in with the hot well, take. You got, you got it, it's hard because you got to. I mean, first of all, we got to be honest and thank Feld because if they do be able to pull any of this off, like, yeah, they could just throw in the towel and be like, yeah, we're out. Yeah, they could. Like, well, they, they shouldn't, but. They yeah. could, you know, they're trying right. their best to make anything yep. they can happen. Yeah. So, I, I would assume if whatever the percentage is, if it's fifty, twenty, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I, I would assume that they're not going to change anything. But you also got to th- factor in that if it is only twenty five percent of the stadium, you're only filling the bottom, which is the most expensive seats already. Yeah. So do they do they go back? Do they you know? Yes. Yeah. Hard. To how say. many how many cities are on there already without the TBAs? Five. Six, sorry, six. So let's say it's probably a eight round series. Guess what do you mean? Or eight city series? Oh, oh eight, eight or city. nine? Um, 
I don't know. Don't I, there's four rounds TBA. I mean, don't you think that? But they, I think they would get a twofer in there or a threefer in there. I don't know. I was thinking Vegas, San Diego, Anaheim. If there's vaccine, right? But that's if, three. But if you figure if they got to go to California and they got to go to Anaheim, you know they're getting at least two in in Anaheim. Yeah. That's what they've always done. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, so yeah. now you're talking that's three cities. eight cities, nine cities at the yeah. most. So I would it would be interesting to be in on the math because you're thinking about, okay, now you're down to nine cities, but you're also cutting down your expenses because yeah. nine stadium rentals, nine dirt moves in and out, which is a big part of the expense. Yep. So where does that math fall in? Because, yes, you're getting less spectator revenue because you can only sell mm -hmm. x amount of tickets but your expenses are also down too yep. so you hope maybe it equals out yeah less and, total dollars and, but less expense also and you got to think 100 percent chance that there's futures at all these yeah oh i would you know every I mean? like, place yeah. they could possibly yeah. put them in yeah 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 there'll be futures all over the Those place are profit centers yes and, yes and people love them so yeah, yeah, good yeah. for them no, for sure um well maybe not daytona that's a that might be the rca's rc thing or whatever but um yeah it'll be interesting to see and so rounds 13, 14, 15, 16 are TBA. That's four rounds. It's four weeks from the last Dallas race to May 1st in Salt Lake City. So they have so, to be in succession. So they have to be in succession or three a week and one oh, week yeah. off right, or whatever. Right, right, you know right. what I mean? So Which would be maybe more likely. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. If, if, you got, if you got into one city and knocked them out, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the... They're, I would say it's more likely they did two cities over four weeks yep. and, and got those in. So for you guys at Fly Racing, does this affect, and, and you don't have to tell us as much as you want, but does this affect the, the amount you pay for felt? I mean, like how does that work? You know what I mean? Like you're like, hey, we're not quite getting everything we need. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. Uh, you could say. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. Max is very hesitant. You think I don't yeah, answer I mean, you directly. Right. We're just asking the tough questions on the Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Right. <laughs> you can ask them all you want. Marks, if you were Fly Racing and you pay $8 bajillion to be the presenting sponsor of Supercross, and then you're presented with a schedule that has limited fans and three of them in a week, would you want some of your $8 bajillion back or would you just take it as a, you know, like, hey, this is the deal and we're happy to have races? Uh, that's, it's, I mean, from a business standpoint, I feel like you'd want a little bit back because that's less eyeballs for your money, right? Thank you. There's added commercials. There's all kinds of things that they can do. Yeah. Okay. See, I don't so, know. I don't know that stuff. There's so. added commercial value. There's well, other things. At any do. point, you could have said there's added value well, commercials. I'm thinking about it. The, what he wanted to say was they can get creative on how to that's present what, more value. You, that's all right? you need the to say. The fly fan right. zone they did yeah. at Salt Lake. Right. Like, there are ways. Right. Yeah. right. The fly racing radio show. Yeah. And I'm not coming back. For my normal wage, less, more. Oh, I mean, there's, there's, there's. <laughs> you want to run that? <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Weej and I got this. Yep, Weej ain't going to all these rounds. No, no chance. Um, that's probably an action. I'll get, I'll get Hansel. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> Hansel and I'll do it. All right, that'd be great. Um, so yeah, we got to discuss that because uh, you know, what? I mean, I'm performing like you know in front of fans and we're going to be the only thing going on in this fan fest people are going to be very excited we're going to be packing them in there you should be talking to feld about that chances of covid are higher if, if your value is so much higher you should reach out to feld i'm sure they got i'm sure they'd write you a check <laughs> all right well we'll see so i think supercross is in a really good place to expand the expenses right now yeah, so yeah. you should hit them up um <laughs> so for people who want to know we're going to do an afternoon pitch show at some point just like we've done in the last couple of years it's the plan maybe expanded hopefully wow can you imagine that feld 
embracing my type of radio. Not really. <laughs> well, it's an interesting schedule. We should name it, rename it Hot Take do, Radio. Do you Hot Take. <laughs> do you have any... Like, so there's four rounds TBA, right? And the teams all have this list or, or something like this anyways. There's four rounds TBA. I'm perfectly okay with not having these rounds announced. You guys too, right? They just don't know. Things can change. Like, like that, you're, like, you're yeah, not like, like... seven months away. I know. Right now. But you're not like WTF at not having four rounds announced, no. right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not either. I'm just saying like... No, I don't care. Yeah. I think they... You know, the teams will know enough time ahead of time. I think right? they're they're waiting on state laws. Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole thing. I wonder if the, if the California thing doesn't work if we end up going back to uh some of these still some of these same same cities. You I don't know, know what I mean? Like I don't like know. hey Dallas, what's up? I, I would bet. <laughs> I mean, you have a you have a call with Feld tomorrow, right? Media? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would yeah. I would bet they covered that. Like yeah. if we don't get the cities we want. This is where we might go. I yeah. that that's a fair thing for them. They have to have worked through that. Yeah. You know, they, it's not like they were like, well, we don't know what we're going to do. Like, they have <laughs> yeah. to have a contingency yeah. plan. Yeah. So, Well, it'd be interesting to see. I I'm mean, excited. I, I, I can't You're excited. For, for Supercross? Oh, I, I, I thought you meant the schedule. Like, I think it'll be cool to be different. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm good with it. I, I really enjoyed um, not having dinner with you and Weege and stuff during the week. Mm -hmm. Like when you guys yeah, are like, like, no, we're just, I'll yeah. just stay in my room by myself. Yep. I'm, I'm cool. So I, I look forward to more <laughs> of that. Is someone going to cover Pulpamex's expenses for being higher at these rounds? For Yeah, Pulpamex. For being, at, you know, I mean, is, is Fly Racing going to step up here? Isn't it going to be about the same because less flights? I don't know. I got to do the math How many on that. times do we have to step up? I mean, just keep it coming. <laughs> you didn't You didn't pay for the lights of the no, cameras. No, no, no. We've negotiated on this. We're, we've worked this out, remember? We've worked out the camera situation. Yeah. I mean, the man I, deserves it. I kind of, you know, I kind of talked about at the beginning of the show, I was going to hash up my 21 deal with Fly. But in truth, in truth, you know, it's been done. It's been done. I got a little bit of a race. You did. Yeah. Probably not what you but wanted. I, and even if it wasn't, it, you it wasn't what I wanted. It. it wasn't what I wanted. I needed to go back and get retroactive 2020 money. But I didn't. I didn't even go after you guys that's, for that. That's pretty much the entire world needs to go back to 2020 and get, <laughs> get retroactive money. money. <laughs> It'd be fantastic. Um, and once they were up, have you actually done anything with the cameras, or is it all? I just want to know if some of this pulp, like this fly money, trickles down to your employees or not. Since yeah, you're such a great it, boss. It does trickle down. They just okay. if my employees just stop insulting me, maybe they would see bonuses. They'd see. They'd <laughs> we're see back stuff, to this. You, know? <laughs> you deserve every penny. Um. All right. Uh, ask. Did you have to pay extra with those cameras for the toilet paper over the lights? It's not toilet paper. Oh. It's just uh, it's tissue paper. Tissue paper. Okay. It helps soften the light. Got it. That was a pancake move. I, I don't know. It actually works. It's it's All really right. nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and we added a TV here with these graphics. I like that. These, these are fly racing graphics come up here every once in a while. And if you pay me a little bit more, I'll get it, I'll get it to stay on longer. The fly racing. I logo. think we're good. That's a, there was a good amount of time it was up there. Oh, it was? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Should I take the graphic off the video on YouTube right now then? Or yeah. The there's, a, there's a graphic on the YouTube right now. Do you want right less money? Show. Right now. Do you want less money? No. Okay, then no. We don't You're want not less. Helping any we don't of want less graphic. Turn my mic off now. You're not helping any of your future <laughs> orders. None of them. Mark doesn't have future orders. He only rides a 2007 once, in a, once a, like a year. Like future headlines? Yeah. We have future headlines tonight. Future headlines. Um, Dark Side. What's up? All right, fly racing uh, radio show. I'll do it for half, Max. See? What's what's his, what the pony wants the other half? <laughs> the pony. No, no. <laughs> yeah, the pony wants the other half. Listen, Darkside, um, uh, good news. The folks at Guts Racing have renewed 
their deal for the wrap-up show for another year. Congratulations. Ah, Andy Gregg is the best. You are you are back on. You are are, are coming back. Uh, we're working on the Michelin folks and uh, Seal Savers, okay. and you know so. Good to know. Good to know. I got uh, Kellen Brower and um, Connor Connor Olson again this week. Okay. All right. What do you think of that schedule, Dark Side? <laughs> I like the Houston Dallas rounds. I like it a lot. It's just going to be all fucking Dark Side all the time. Yeah, I'm gonna have to I hit up Hal and make sure I can stay at his house in Houston for a week. Who? Hal. Oh, Hal. You know, fan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hal yeah. Simpson. I thought you said Howell. I was like, huh? Um, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, no, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see for sure. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. I was at uh, Monster Jam at Arlington this week, and they, you guys were talking about ticket prices, and I don't know if it's the same for Supercross, but the Monster Jam tickets, I believe, were like thirty bucks a pop. They didn't seem to raise them. Oh, okay, yeah, at least for that event, you know, yeah, yeah, right. that may be different. But right. but yeah, there's people seem to be enjoying it, and you know, it's it's kind of weird having half. Not even half full stadium, but concession stand, concession lines are short. The it's funny the football games I've watched seem like a lot of fans. I guess just because the stadiums are so damn big. But the yeah. the football games I'm watching, I'm like, oh shit, there's a lot of people there. Yep, you know. So depends on what you watch. If you watch college, it's not. Oh, it's not. No, I, I don't watch college. But no. um, BYU game had a lot of people. Did it? Yeah. Dark side, are you are you happy with your fly deal? Uh, do you want to hash it out right here on the show or try to get hey. you know try to. You know, I believe I'm getting a 2021 race too. I think. I mean, I don't know if that's confirmed, but uh, it sounds like I'm. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm always happy. Okay. All right. Well, Dark Side's on board with fly racing. That's simple. Absolutely. And Daniel Blair coming up here. He's a fly racing rider as well, or athlete, right? Whole or family representative, or whatever the hell Daniel Blair is. Also uh, sponsors yeah. Man Event Motopod. I'm not familiar with that show. What about <laughs> What about Moto X Pod? Not familiar. Okay. Nope. Not allowed. Fair enough. Yeah, too much Moto X Pod talk on the wrap-up show. By the way, Dark Side, too much. Yeah, you say it's too much if I'm, if it gets mentioned once in the in the. Well, it's not opening. a it's not a it's not a place for you to promote your damn show. It's just keep it keep it straight, keep it. You know, keep, That's not what you said in the beginning. Keep on focus, Dark Side. Keep focus. Dark Side, we've been focus. over this probably. You're never gonna make him happy. Nah, I've been nah. living this for well, 20, you know what? twenty plus years. He, I guess, the week after I was in studio, I called in, of course. He made he gave me a compliment after I hung up, which I didn't hear it until I listened to the replay. But yeah, I, I'm using that one compliment like it's never let it go. Only, yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely gonna be on the wrap up show you every think, week. You think Jeannie gave Ricky a lot of compliments? I doubt it. She just she did pushed not. She, she did just, not. She just pushed him to be the greatest. <laughs> Dark side is gonna be like the for, the one and only and I'm gonna say year because it could be years before Steve ever just says, Yeah, that sounds like a great deal. It's never going to happen. Absolutely. Never going to happen. Yeah, you're, you're 100% is there, right. Is there another media company that you guys deal with that promotes Fly better than I do? No. I mean, it is just – I mean, we just crush it. We have our great numbers. Marks, we did that thing this week on Instagram with all those numbers. Yeah, they look good, don't right? they? Right? Feld, yeah, Feld, uh, Feld Entertainment. Feld Entertainment? Yeah. Is, uh, there, is there any other sponsor on your show that's bigger than us? No. No, rest my, I rest my case. Right, it's spelled entertainment <laughs> than you. Okay, yeah. So, like, just give me all the money. You know, I mean, we do such a great easy, job. Spelled entertainment than you. Okay, thank you, <laughs> thank you. So, um, what else, Darkside? Uh, Max, I got a question for you. Yep. With uh, when you were doing the when you were the gear guy for the riders and, uh, and rider support, you know, and you give all these guys they have their jerseys allotted, and they give them away. Like, how how do you figure for? When do you get upset? How many do they have to give away before it's like, okay, you can't give any more away? How do you work that out? 
to be completely honest, they get a set amount of gear. All of our top elite guys get a set amount of gear every week. We it's gone. We don't we don't anticipate. You know what? Honestly, and I'm jumping on Max's question, but a lot of times they're not even given away. It's it's usually promised out to charity events. The team has something going on with it. A sponsor needs it for some sort of uh, VIP interaction, whatever. Right there, it's almost like they don't even give them away most of the time. It's like, hey, where's that jersey? We need that jersey. We need all your gear from this weekend, and they give it away most of the time. And a lot of the times, like if it does need to be kept, I tell them or. You know, at that time, I would tell them like, "Hey, don't give this stuff away." Yep. And they keep it for me. But we bring the set amount of gear per week, and it's gone. We we anticipate right up front that we're not getting any back. And then, uh, how okay. many times did Weston Pike almost cause chaos at dealer signings, where you had to tell them, you know, hey, like, you can't say that, Weston. Maybe <laughs> once or twice with oh, okay. me, like, right. and that's I was going to a lot of the signings back when I was doing it yep. because I had nothing else to do. Yeah. So, but now we don't attend as many as we used to. Um, but maybe once or twice, okay. like he's, I think he's learned a lot Yeah, between his owning his furniture store yep. and dealing with retail customers. Yep. And then, you know, he's really involved with WPS now, whether it's on hard drive or, you know, Shinko Sedona side, whatever, right. Going to Sturgis, obviously all the Supercross events. I think he's matured quite a bit. Of course, inside, I'm sure he's thinking things he wants to say, Yep. but he's, he's learned he has to be really patient with people. All right. Yeah, the reason I ask is, I don't know, Max, you may remember, like, in 19 at Houston, Zacho did this little meet-and-greet thing for me where he was just going to meet a random fan, and there was no deal of him giving this kid, this kid a jersey, but he ended up giving three jerseys away that day. He's like, oh, Max is going to be mad. Nah. But then he walks in, and you're like, ah, no big deal. So I was yeah. kind of curious. That was excessive, and that just shows Zach's heart. But uh, I was wondering how that worked. I mean, we have the luxury, luckily, with, like, Zacho and a few of those guys, like J.B., you know who was on earlier brayton is probably the yeah. biggest gear hoarder i've ever met in my life that dude literally will tell me at like round six or seven stop bringing me gear like he yeah, has nice. so much he's like stop bringing me gear i don't want anymore <laughs> like he, he literally will just and then he'll go like into the locker he'll have like eight sets brand new in the bag and i'm like don't you change yeah. he's like no most yeah. of the time no like right yeah why so in the supercross you really is don't. the same way yeah zach we look under his bus and there's I mean, JT, when you race, would you put new gear on that they brought you? Like all the yeah, stuff? Yeah, I would you, wear it, but I didn't stuff? give it away either. When I moved <laughs> JT from... JT was hoarder, too. Yeah, when <laughs> I moved from Florida to Idaho, I had about 150 sets of gear that I had to dispose of. <laughs> exactly yeah. the same way. Yeah. They had just accumulated. They right. were a few years old, right. but I just I didn't know what to do with them. I didn't want to throw them away. I remember when I would wait all year to get a new set of gear. I didn't want to throw it away. Isn't right. crazy? We give... I mean, I could be pretty honest we give three sets of gear a week yeah to all of our elite guys and that that's one for practice one for heat like in supercross one for heat one for main like it's because we want them to look the best yeah. all the time and the yeah. cleanest and some guys wear one set all day and some guys wear three sets some guys wear one jersey or, or three pairs of pants and two jerseys like right. it just depends on the guy yep <clears throat> hey one more thing before i go the the yellow and black kinetic stuff that's back there in the corner with the number one on it any chance that that color scheme will come back as a non-Rockstar logo? Just that, that black and yellow? Which one was it? I missed the... It's back there behind you in the corner. The Zacco stuff. Back there. That's the black the, and yellow the Rockstar collab. Uh, black and yellow. I can't really speak to what's going on with Rockstar. Max maybe can. Um, but with Pepsi buying Rockstar, I think they're kind of rethinking everything. So we'll see. We'll see well, what direction they go. He just wants go. that color away in a non-Rockstar stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow's been tough for us, uh, and it's tough for everybody, I think. 
Um, yellow, I don't want to say never. It's it's likely because we did like mustard this year in Kinetic, but just a straight yellow, it would probably make it into a Kinetic line because we do eight of them. But is, it's it's always going to be tough. Yellow and green are tough. Is there any plans to on the back of a jersey make a little holder for the pony, like you, you, just a little like pocket where no. a guy if he had a pony could tuck it is in? This, we're back to the jersey pocket thing. What, no, that, you want, you want a, inside. You want a pocket in the, the jersey again? Oh no, I want a pocket in a mountain bike shirt. Yeah, I okay. Yeah, I was yeah. like, no, yeah. I'm just saying for 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 the I guy, got a razor blade for the humans out there that have ponies, and there's a lot of them. I mean, let's face it, everywhere, every second guy out there has a pony these days. Tuck it in somewhere. No? It, it tucks in inside the Rebel Chest Pro, which goes under the jersey. Now we're gonna go ahead and cut that off. That yeah. pony. Take it clean no, off. No, that we're not. I need to. Uh, I need to get a Rebel Chest Pro. By the way, okay. I'm, I've been wearing Chest Pros lately. So, you've been wearing Chest Pros lately. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> a, a Chest Pro <laughs> underneath my jersey. Okay. That you cannot see. Okay. But a Rebel would be much nicer. Okay. And more. Just thought. Just thought I'd see what more, we could get out of you right there. And more. Uh, well, I didn't. You know, I'm not gonna. Um. All right. Anything I else? Just ask the tough questions yeah. here, Paul. You did. That's I, it, man. <laughs> All right, so wrap-up show this week, everybody. Take a listen to it if you can. Uh, it's going great, and uh, it's always fantastic. So, Always. Thanks, man. All right, thanks, Darkside. See you. Uh, all right, everybody, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. If, uh, if you need a job in the industry, this is a really good place to start. Number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities. It's the first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Job of the week this week is uh, Marketing Director at Fly. <laughs> oh, that's 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 <laughs> awkward. manager. Yeah, marketing manager. Is you some with Rip? No, marketing manager okay. actually it says, yeah. Okay. No, that's awkward. Not really. They're replacing the new the old guy. It says he sucks. Uh they're looking <laughs> for, Oh wow, there's a lot of detail here. <laughs> MIJ right. really has a scoop. <laughs> yeah, they really do. First, I... first order business for new guy, cut Pulp MX. Yeah. <laughs> first <laughs> order business. No, it doesn't say that here. No. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. The job of the week is Dunlop, a full-time job in Rancho Cucamonga, California. It is a uh, consumer affairs rep, so you provide technical service and professional advice to consumers, dealers, motorcycle department personnel, distributors regarding all motorcycle tire products and related technical programs. So, yeah, it's a full-time job. It's in uh, California. It's uh, with Dunlop Tires. Good guys. Good company. And uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free today. Please check that out if you can. Uh, still down, coming, still coming up with Daniel Blair, Ben Watson as well. Maxima Racing. Adam Cincerillo will be in shortly in studio using Maxima Oils out there to uh, uh, almost win the uh, 450 Motocross Championship. MaximaUSA.com. Pulp20 is the code to save. Eli Tomac, Geico Honda. Oh, I guess I shouldn't say Geico Honda anymore. Yeah. I just reading the copy. They mm-hmm. used they used Maxima. Uh, Mitch Payton using Maxima as well under the most severe in MX and off road conditions. Maxima Oil uh, has recently developed a new oil technology, and it's available uh, right now in the four stroke engine oil. It's called Peak. It's unique and exclusive to Maxima. The reformulation was designed to make significant improvements in se- several critical areas, plus the two stroke stuff. What's your favorite Maxima oil, Max? Is it the five thirty MX? Yeah, they have. They have yeah, five thirty MX. You're literally the only guy that said motor oil was their favorite Maximum product. <laughs> like, like there's SC1, there's MBPL. I love SC1 too. Like oh, no, you know what? There's Probably contact clean. cleaner. Contact cleaner. The yeah. blue label contact yeah. cleaner. I use tons. You can stuff. stick with your motor oil answer. No. It's just never been said. Right, Marks? Has it ever been said? Favorite oil ever? No, I don't it's think so. It's a good product. It is. It's good stuff. But it's just motor oil. I'm That's personally why. a Blenzol guy, but I like 
I like that Maxima does that 927 day. Yeah. Like September 27th. That's a cool idea. Right. But I'm a, I'm, I'm a Blenzel guy. MaximaUSA.com for more information on that. ProFilter as well. If you haven't heard of ProFilter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. They, uh, they've been active in the industry for the last decade and manufactures top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. So through Power Sports dealers nationwide, pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service. I grab my filter out of my Yamaha. I throw it away. I grab a new one that's oiled, and I put it in. It's amazing. No cleaning filters. I don't clean filters anymore. I, I haven't cleaned filters. At Yamaha, we had to clean our own filters because Uni would only Uni would send, I don't know, 100 for the year. So we had to reclean them. So I hated chewing wheels. So Gothic J chewed my wheels because I don't have the filters. And I did the filters. So I cleaned eight. Good trade off. In three and a half years at Yamaha, I probably cleaned 200 filters, 300 filters. That sucks. That's a lot. Whatever that it was. That's a lot. But Jay chewed my wheels, which I don't have the patience for. So. Did you use gasoline? No. Solvent. Uh, profilter.com for more information on that. Nah, there's a, a real option for riders to avoid cleaning an air filter ever again from those folks. All right. Uh, coming up with Ben Watson here shortly, but before we, before we go to that interview, uh, so the reward on the street is, and we don't know for sure, but we uh, think, just like with the Supercar schedule, one spot at Moto Concepts, uh, Smart Top Honda, it is Savachi, it is McElrath, and it is Benny Bloss. Am I missing anybody that we know of for that, that has tried the bike, thought about it, been there for that spot? Don't know. No. Anybody past that. So, Supercross only deal. Who would you pick, Max? All right. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking because there's... Money's the same for everybody? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Like, yeah. Probably Savachi. Yeah. Yeah, probably Savachi. JT? Maybe McElroy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm t- I don't know. Maybe Benny. Nah. I mean... They're all. They all have their own. I know, like, but that's why this is great for bench racing. Yeah, like who? Who? Those three. I go McElrath. Not even a question. You? Who would you pick? Well, hold on. Not even a question. No. Really? No. Coming off last year racing, you know he's going to get good starts and put your bike at the front. Maybe he doesn't get podiums on a 450. That's mm-hmm. asking a mm-hmm. lot. But you know his starting prowess and you know his skills in Supercross. Yeah. He's Supercross only deal. But never ridden a 450 before. No big deal? No. No. Not worried? He's he's no a adapt. bigger guy. His skill set is really good, like blitzing whoops, all those things. Yep. He's a really good jumper, um, really good starter. I like his skill set. It's just a really tough class. But between those three, I, yeah, I would pick Shane. I but feel, I, the I, tough part of that is the money. I don't think the money's. you know, me. I always think the money is a factor with yeah. those guys. Yeah. I don't think that those guys would be willing to take the same deal. Like if you're Shane coming off of winning races, almost winning a Tavidi title, and then you look at Benny who crazy amount of potential, but he's had a tough go, doesn't have a ride. I can't imagine they're willing to sign for the same amount of money. Yeah. So that it's gotta be a part of it. Um, man, I just, Savachi's Cowie year was so good. It was. And it was just like, just, it was just, yeah. I mean, his bike broke a couple times when he was up there. Mm hmm. He got good starts. He led laps. And then he hurt himself. And he's, you know, a tough year at JGR. But can you write that off to like an, a year off with the injury and maybe not the greatest bike? And now you're getting on a bike that, you know, we saw Hill. I, just, and, I worry Mookie. about, and I don't know him. So I'm 100% speculating, which is always a bad idea. But it doesn't seem like Joey's the easiest rider to work with. So does that come into play somewhere? Right, that has yeah. If all things are equal, 
he I just it seems like he has a strong personality, has strong opinions, and if things aren't going really well, maybe that's tougher than another rider would be. So I don't know. Yeah. Because this is a tough a tough blow for JGR, but is the MCR Honda better than the JGR Suzuki? I don't think the Suzuki is bad. I don't either. I mean, you look I don't at, think it's you bad. Look at Freddie's starts. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I haven't ridden either bike. Yeah, um, it doesn't sound like those guys are even going to race twenty ones. Sounds like they're going to race twenties. Yeah, I think Vince is going to ride a twenty one. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. They always have. They always kind of march the beater their own drum over there. Um, I don't know. I guess. I guess how much better is the production Honda versus the production Suzuki? That, that's really, I guess, the difference. Right. Because if you don't think that JGR is capable of building a really good bike, I would disagree with that. Yeah, yeah. But are they so far behind on, at a stock level that they can't catch yeah. up? I don't know. I look at what Hill and Mookie did on their MCR bike, and mm-hmm. I'm like, that thing wasn't holding those guys back at all. Yeah. They could do anything they wanted. You know what I mean? No problems. They look great. So put but Joey... Chad, Chad looked really good on JGR Suzuki, right? Like, I thought yeah. he rode it really yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. They I mean, def- that's the same bike yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the same yeah. bike. Yeah. I mean, I don't really feel like they've been given. I think the JGR can obviously build an extremely competitive bike. I don't feel like they've had a good opportunity to get too far going with any rider because yeah. it seems like they're always hindered. Yeah, there's yeah. always something. Yeah. You yeah. know, with like Mookie. Mookie was killing it on that bike, on the on the MCR bike, and he was doing really good. He was also healthy, no issues, no like. I feel like JGR is always kind of yeah. They've always kind of had Something's a little bit going of a setback. On. Yeah, like, yeah, always I know. Something. White Weston was going to be their guy and got hurt. Like yeah, he was like, going to be their podium guy, right? And he got hurt. And Joey like, was going to be their guy and he got hurt. I feel like they've never came in like, okay, we're we're all there, we're ready. Like it's always been something. It's been one blow after another for those guys. It really has been. So, um, so that'd be an interesting call. What to see what they do with that? Uh, JGR, I Suzuki is not the Suzuki JGR negotiations are not going well. There's a chance they don't go racing. God, I hope not. But I really see Shane under that tent. I just see him there. It just makes so much more sense on every he's level. He's a good fit there. Yeah. The, you know, he's from there. You know, team will like him. He'll like the team. Like, yeah, I just, that makes total perfect sense. So, but I heard that thing's rocky between Suzuki and JGR. God, I hope they mm-hmm. go racing, you know. So, we can't lose Geico and no, JGR. We can't, we can't lose another team. That, that would be that'd be bad news. Uh, let's go to Jason on three. Jason, what's going on? <laughs> Hey, how's it going, Steve? Good. Um, so this kind of stems from all your rants and all kinds of things. But, like, I listened to a Craig interview, right, and he's saying he's got to get this 250 title before he moves up and all these things. But, like, there's not a ton of 250 titles, and there's a lot of good guys. Like, at some point, like, th- doesn't this run out? I mean. What do you mean? What does ru- what run out? You gotta you gotta make it happen, or you gotta get up. If he you know he wants to get on the four fifty, but wow. I mean, there's not like unlimited two fifty titles. No, no, and, and Christian's won one Supercross. So with all due respect to him and his great style and his speed, he's won one career race. You know, you look at you look at uh, RJ and you look at J Mart and Cooper and you know whoever else you put in that class. J Mart, you know all those guys. There, there's a lot more guys that have Forkner. There's a lot of guys that have won more races than him. All right. Yeah, I mean, how do you see him doing this year, too, as well? Like, Yeah, I, I, I don't see anything changing with Christian. Max, uh, start with you. I don't see anything. I, I see – I mean, the bike's good. 
But you know what? His speed hasn't been the problem. The bike hasn't held him back. No. He's crashed or made mental errors. Yeah, I think I think he's just had mistakes. Right. Yeah. So why, uh, you know? The, the bike was obviously good. Good. Yeah, he didn't have any bike setbacks. No. Jet Lawrence looked fantastic in winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. J Mart looked Jay fantastic Mart, in like, winning. Yeah, right. The bike, the bike was well proven. Yeah. I think it's always been. I think it's just been mental with yeah. Christian yeah. always. And so. I think Connor has tried really hard and made a lot of progress with with Christian. It's just going to be when the lights get bright in Supercross, can he utilize you know the talents that he has? That's yeah. it. That's what it's always been. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. He, only he can do it, right? right? Connor and his wife and his team and his mechanic and everybody can get him as prepared as possible and give him the best bike on the track. Yeah. But when the gate drops, can he mentally and, do what he knows how to do? And maybe like RJ, who, who went from Geico to Rockstar. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're making good feedback there. Or uh, Osborne going from Geico to Rockstar. Just a change in that front fender and the yeah. atmosphere of the team. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, and he's getting it, right? out, you know, his – his father-in-law was the owner of the yeah. team. Like it, it was. Yeah. It seemed like a great situation, yeah. but sometimes yeah. changing everything. Yeah. And there's going to be no doubt when he goes to the starting line, he has the best lo- yeah. bike on the starting line. Yeah. So you have this rider with all his talent. He's won. I don't know if he won races that year, but when he was battling with Webb for the yeah. title, he won one. Everything's yeah. there. I I think the uh, I think his 450 motocross outdoor season was great. It was awesome. Yeah, he, yeah, it was he great. finished awesome. strong. It was great. It was good. Uh, Nick, you there? Nick. All right. Nick's been a hole for an hour, and that's what I got. Uh, so, hey, MX2 class over in Europe is getting uh, interesting. There's uh, how many rounds are left? Three rounds are left, JT? Yep. Three rounds are left in that series. Arco. Uh, Arco de Trento in mm-hmm. Italy. Hard pack, hilly, kind of crappy track, but really cool scenery. Beautiful. Yes. Just, yeah, it doesn't right. look like very much fun. Um. Ben Watson, though, is England's next great hope. Next great hope in uh, in GP motocross. He absolutely uh, uh, won, uh, has been doing really well lately. Won his first GP this past weekend at Lomo. Won some motos earlier this year. It was announced he's going to 450 Yamaha class, which is awesome uh, for him. He's going to be a factory rider alongside Sewer. And I found it interesting, JT. They didn't mention Paul Lynn. They just said one yeah, other rider. I'm curious. I wonder if he's got to be getting close to hanging this up, Paul Lynn. Yeah, I don't He's been know. Around yeah. forever, right, right? So maybe there's something there. I don't. With, I don't uh, know. Desal announced his retirement. The but P- MX Panda, again, you know, Paul Ends riding great. He just won a moto. Uh, I know, unbelievable. Less than a week yeah, ago. Right. So who knows? So we talked to Ben Watson earlier about his uh, about his Lomo, about his next year, about the GP format, three races in a week. God, I'd never want to race Lomo three times in a week. No, <laughs> I thought it was interesting, and. In, in, the listeners will hear this listening to him describe how his body felt after some of these mm-hmm. races that yeah because I, I wouldn't think those guys are so fit that they would not be all that sore um but yeah yeah it, it's a that's a tougher track than i've probably ever raced on yeah no absolutely uh so we talked to ben watson here brought to you by skosh pulp 2020 is the code to save with the folks at skosh and uh, here's ben watson talking about his win his next year his 450 program and more so take a listen to this and we'll be right back after that all right, next up on the Pulp MX show tonight, it's a recorded interview, of course, because uh, we are so many hours apart, but brought to you by the folks at Skosh Engineering. Uh, Pulp 2020 is a code to say with Skosh, uh, a Scotsman slash Englishman, Dean Wilson, using uh, Skosh stuff. Uh, 40 years in business by visiting Skosh.com to get a discount on lineup of phone mounts, chargers, and cables, power sports, clamps, and mounts, and a brand new base links modular charging system and more. A Rockstar Energy Husky, of course, using Skosh, and uh, Pulp 2020 is a code to save 
with the guys at Skosh. Uh, welcome on the latest winner in the MX2 class from Lomo this weekend and a big deal just announced going to the Yamaha 450 factory effort for next year. It is the Englishman Ben Watson. Ben, what's up, man? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Everything good here, thanks. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations on the win. You've been you've been coming around, winning some motos, getting better, huh? Uh it's been a it's been a climb this year to the top. Yeah, exactly. It's been uh not an easy journey. I mean last year was filled with some injuries, but then twenty eighteen was obviously my first year mm-hmm. with the Yamaha and I showed some potential then, but you know, never really yeah, just had one podium throughout the season, so this year, yeah, in the beginning, like through the winter, I was feeling really good. But then just before the season, I had the, the small injury with the metacarpal on my hand. And uh, yeah, just set me back a bit. And mm-hmm. then obviously all the stuff with COVID, it's just, yeah, it's been it's been strange. But now, like with all the racing, you know, a lot packed into one, we've been really getting stuck in. And yeah, I just started to feel real good. What was it like on the weekend? Uh, you won the first moto and the second moto. I think you got fourth. Did you get fourth in the second moto, I think? Um, and, yeah. Yeah, and so were you kind of doing the math in your head and kind of figuring out where you'd be for the overall? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the first <laughs> moto I rode, I rode like good. I felt all the way through the moto, just like kept putting my laps in. And mm-hmm. yeah, my speed was good. And then in the second one, yeah, I was thinking way too much because I had a real bad start. And um yeah, I was outside the top 10 in the beginning and I just was coming through some guys but riding real tense and and uh, the guy who finished second to me in the first one, Renault, yep. he was behind me and then I could see the guy who was leading was uh, Van der Moosdijk and he was, you know, sixth place in the first race and then yep. I was going through it in my head with a few, you know, like it was 15 minutes to go and yeah, it was it was completely the wrong thing to do but you know, when you've never won a, <laughs> when yeah. you've never won a GP, I just... It was just natural. I couldn't help but do it. And yeah. actually, now that it's happened, like I feel a bit of a weight lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. And, you know, if I was in that situation again, it's, yeah, I've, I've won a GP. So just be relaxed now and just, just go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, JT, I couldn't imagine three GPs at Lommel. Yeah. So close together. Well, <laughs> Good God. My only experience yeah. there was in the summer. And uh, I just remember how it was, it was pretty warm comparatively yeah. to the U.S., maybe not so much, but the track was. The dirt was pretty white, yeah. it's sandy, and bottomless, as they always talk about. But it was much different than what I'm watching now. Now it looks like it's wintertime Wommel. It's really thick and right. deep and soft. Um, so, yeah, it, it doesn't look like a very fun track to ride on, let alone three times in seven days. So Yeah. How'd the body feel, Ben? Like, how was that? I mean, the the first the first Lommel was the toughest one for me because it was the driest. Okay. And then the, the track developed more like a, a real sand track with, with some flowing bumps and the speed was a little bit higher. And then throughout the week, like for the second race, it rained quite a lot in the qualifying and then stopped throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So the track had a little bit more moisture. The ground was a little bit harder. But then the, the final Sunday, this last one, it was it was not really you know you didn't ride it like it was a sand track it was just like deep wet lines and a little bit like assen in in uh there's nations 19 yeah. yeah yeah i mean it was just just like yeah a bit of a slog and honestly like i didn't really enjoy the track especially the new layout for the for the final sunday but yeah the the body was the worst after the first one and then gradually throughout the week <laughs> surprisingly it was yeah like the last the, the final sunday honestly it was just Try to yeah. get around without making too many mistakes. 
the the speed was not high. It was right. yeah, a little bit a little bit more trial style. So what 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 do you guys typically do? Like Womel is probably the most difficult track on earth that I can think of. So yeah. recovery is everything for a race like that. What was your normal day, or what were a lot of the riders around you doing? Was it a lot of massage and a lot of recovery? Were you completely staying off anything, or were you guys bicycling some? Like, what does that uh, week like that consist of? Yeah, for me, like I did the race, the first one, and then Monday I just did one hour cycling, and then Tuesday, the day before the race, I didn't do anything, and I just had to do the the GoPro lap. So it was Tuesday afternoon after the EMX races, and I and I got on the bike. Just I had to do like four laps at the end of the day, and uh, oh, like just putting my leg over the bike and stuff, and my lower back, everything. <laughs> I felt yeah. just just so battered. And uh, I did the GoPro lap, and and the track was yeah real naughty already. And I just thought, oh, this week's going to be a real slog. And then. The, the Wednesday morning when I woke up, I actually felt, you know, a little bit better. But it was, yeah, I mean, still, you know, like my legs and stuff, I was I was feeling it. Yeah. And then Thursday, again, after the race, I just did a one-hour cycle and, and then had the two days completely off again before the, the final race. So I did almost no no training at all. It was just two days of recovery and, yeah. and the rest just resting. It's kind of like what our guys were doing for Supercross a little bit. You know, when we were all in Salt Lake City, there wasn't a whole lot going on. Maybe a light day of riding on Friday, but the guys were really just resting. They were just trying to rest. Yeah, I think that's one yeah, mis- yeah. one misconception is people think that guys just train, 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 and they do. But if you're not at 100% or as close to it on race day, it's you're going the wrong direction. You're doing more harm than good if you don't allow yourself to recover and be 100% on race day. Yeah, exactly. And especially like at this point in the season, I mean, you, you can't physically gain anything now. It's way too yeah. late. Yeah. Everything has to be done in the winter. You have to be fully prepared before the season. And then, you know, especially when you've got triple headers like this of three GPs in one week, it's just, for me, it's, it's just a matter of recovery. You, you can't physically, you know, gain anything from going out riding. Okay. Unless you need to test some parts that you think you can improve the bike with, but Otherwise, yeah. So I mean, we, you need to be at this point ready. Yeah. So will you ride any this week before Italy or no? Um, yeah, I'm going to go just a little bit on uh, Wednesday, just because we're going to go from the deep sand and then to to Arco. It's going to be a, a hard, slippery track. Yep. I mean, I don't know what the weather's going to be like there, but I think uh, it's going to be complete different conditions to to long. So just going to have one one day loosen up and just yeah get on the hard track again so i've heard things i've read ben a little bit is uh a lot of of course due to covid you guys are down to that one day format and you're trying to get this series finished of course i've read that a lot of guys kind of like the one day thing we do it over here in the u.s we had two days for a long time and jt when you race it was two days forever but Mm -hmm. uh what are your thoughts on that do you you think they could go to one day uh permanently for you guys and have the emx on the other days or do you like the two practices and qualifiers on Saturdays and all that? No, I think the one-day format works really well. I mean, the only strange thing for us is is after the EMX, they just leave the track completely. They just reface the jumps. And sometimes when you go to a track like Lommel, I mean, you, yeah. you go from doing nothing to riding a, a real brutal, deep, horrible track. And it can be a little bit difficult to get into it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, straight away you have to, to bang lap times in so it can be a little bit sketchy sometimes like that but 
otherwise I like the one day format you especially when you're doing 20 races you know all over the world it, it's a lot of traveling and, yeah 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 it, I mean it's one, a, the one day can work it's a lot of racing for you guys over a weekend especially when you compare it to our guys over here I mean we you know you've heard it many times I'm sure Ben when when guys come over to here Max was just talking about this the other day even though he'd been here before you get about two laps of practice, and then it is green flag, and now it is go time on on you know on a track that maybe you don't quite have down yet, or you don't quite see it yet, and it's completely opposite in the uh, MXGP series. So yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, completely opposite. I mean, our normal schedule we have just a free practice, like twenty minutes. Then we have a twenty-five minutes time practice, yeah. and that that time practice is just for your start grid for the qualifying race. Yep. And then you have a twenty plus two qualifying race, and that's your Saturday. Then Sunday morning you get up, you do a, a twenty-minute warm-up, and then obviously your two thirty plus two races. Yeah. So we have like a lot of track time, and some people think it's too much, but you know the teams and and a few people who you know like to try and change a few bits mm-hmm. when they get to the track. They like that kind of format, but yeah, I mean when you've just got you've just got to go out there and and put fast laps in. There's no time to right. start messing with the bike or anything. You just need to focus on getting dialed in straight away so when you took the overall lomo uh this past weekend was lewis phillips just did he faint did he pass out did he was he did you soak him in champagne how was lewis after the race <laughs> lewis wow i mean no he didn't have any words yeah he's he speechless was, right he was pretty quiet yeah <laughs> I mean, I could... normally normally fills me with all these positives and yeah tells me you know all the the fine little details that no one else even has a clue about he's <laughs> he's got it all logged in there yeah but now this time he was just like yeah ah uh, i'm finally probably the only guy more excited than you lewis phillips yeah I, I would, I would oh think. yeah he was yeah he was more excited than me um was, so we saw, it. we saw the press release uh, obviously you're aging out of the mx2 uh and yamaha has taken you up to the 450 class of the factory ride alongside sewer and and uh one other guy we read in the press release um was that in the works for a while? Did you sort of your recent uh, uh, results lately seal the deal? Uh, when did when did you start talking to, to Yamaha guys about moving up and, and all of that? How did it come together for you? Well, yeah, it's it's quite a long story to be honest. I mean, there were so many rumors going around the paddock, and and as you know, when it comes to silly season, it just gets completely out of hand. And and I feel like I was one of the main topics of mm-hmm. of the rumors and. Uh, some of the things I was listening to, I was like, man, I, d- I don't honestly know where that's even come from. <laughs> you know, the, the whole time I was speaking with Yamaha, but it wasn't to be on the factory team. Okay. Because the situation with COVID and as you know, it's made everything so difficult and, and delayed a lot of stuff. So it was understandable that I had to wait so long to, you know, find out really where I was going to be placed. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, yeah, I think lately the the good riding and i've showed a a little bit of you know speed mm-hmm. more than usual and yeah i think it did just seal the deal i mean they came over to me after after the win on sunday evening just as i came down from the podium and i was already so emotional and and uh alex kowalski the mm-hmm. the yamaha uh, guy and and uh, louis the, the team manager the team owner they came over to me literally as as I came down from the podium and, and told me the news and yeah wow I just broke down it was <laughs> it was a crazy day that's crazy that's 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 a yeah. that's a really neat way to to find out right I mean wow that's, yeah yeah, that's yeah pretty sweet it's a pretty good day yeah I mean they had it in the pipeline for 
a couple of weeks obviously they were working things out but yeah yeah you never know what could happen and yeah i think i think the good results definitely helped <laughs> right right do you have an agent do you have a guy helping you out no no i yeah. do it all myself oh okay i had a little bit of uh, a little bit of bad history with an agent and yeah yeah kind of scarred me a little bit <laughs> right right <laughs> Um, of course, over here, Ben, we, the star Yamahas, I mean, look, Ferrandis and, and, and Nichols and, 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 you know, all the, and McElrath, they're all great riders. So I'm not taking that away from them. But when you watch these star bikes over here in Supercross and Motocross, I mean, they are the fastest. Yamaha's got the engine design down and they, they, yeah. they, they do a great job. But over there, I feel, in what I watch, your bikes are good. You guys are up off the start. Um, but that KTM of Vial looks really good. Now, obviously, he's also a great rider, so it is not all bike. But when you watch the Vial and, and um, um, uh, who's his teammate? It was Renee Hoffer, but he's hurt. Hoffer. Yeah, but uh, who's this uh, the guy on the other? Uh, oh, Olsen, TKO. Same kind of bike. On the Husky. Yeah, on the Husky. Uh, I feel like I'm like, oh, those things look pretty good. So how do you feel about your bike compared to theirs over there? I think there's like advantages and disadvantages as a package. I absolutely love my bike. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the, the handling and a gem as a general all round bike. I think it's, it's up there with the best, but I mean, the, the rules with the like production yeah. is, is completely different here. There's not really any limits. I mean, we have the fuel and that's about it. So yep, yep. we can, just make the full bike, you know, completely custom if you wanted to. And, mm -hmm. and I guess it's with budgets and stuff, some people have more availability than, than other brands, but as a package, like I, I do love my, like my setup. And I think Yago also, I mean, he's, he's had some issues in the last few races with crashing, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's just racing. It is what it is, but yeah. no, as, as a, as a general you know, rule of thumb, I, I think the Yamaha as a, as a, a package is definitely one of the best. Also, maybe two Vial. Vial JT probably weighs 120 pounds. <laughs> he's, pretty he's pretty small. Yeah. He's a pretty small guy. Yeah. But I reckon I've got probably 20 kilos over him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, that could have I'm something 80, to do with I'm 80 plus. Right. So. right. Yeah, we don't know so. kilos over here, Ben. Okay. Like, listen, we're, we're, Amer I'm, well, I'm Canadian, uh, but, you know, we've been living here a long time. So I couldn't tell you how many pounds I weigh, if I'm honest. Okay. I really don't know. How many stones? <laughs> stone i also don't know i'm kilos right, right. so i have a question uh as you move into mxgp next year uh just watching you know calvin blunderin moved up and you've gotten to watch that class and as we know yeah. it's really really competitive um what where do you see yourself kind of what do you need to work on right as you're assessing your abilities and your strengths and weaknesses and moving into that class with so much depth and so much talent What's going to be your focus in this, I guess, shorter off-season than we're used to? What are you going to try to work on throughout the winter? I mean, there's, there's obviously a lot. And I'm going to, when I get in the class, I'm obviously going to get a surprise and f find things that I need to work on. But that is like one massive advantage I'm going to have with, with joining the, the factory Yamaha MHGP team is they've got the experience. And I'm going to have two you know, experienced teammates Yep. And I think as a package to have those guys around me for my first year is going to be you know, really helpful and quite a big advantage. But yeah, when you speak to, to everybody who's, you know, a few years older than me and, and have made this step like I had to from the age rule, there's, there's so many different stories. Like some people say it's, oh, it's like a 
complete different ball game in the MXGP. Yeah. And, but then, you know, like you have my brother who, who didn't race MXGP since 15 or 16 when he was with Ice One. And yeah, he got an 11th in the first race. So it's like you have your fours and against. I mean, I don't know really what to expect. And I'm just going to have to go in there open-minded and just just see what happens and that's what the first year is is all about gaining as much experience as i can and just yeah trying to do my best every weekend and just learn yeah to me it from looking from the outside it seems that the starts are so critical and, and that's a very easy thing to say oh starts are important everybody knows that but when you look at you know Jorge's success this season and even dylan walsh running around at the front you can see what you know the pace is fast of course but he was able to go with those guys at the beginning but if you start 15th it's it looks like a very difficult challenge to to even get into inside the top 10 because uh, everybody seems like they're going the same speed on for the most part yeah especially this season the racing's been real strange like normally when i've done my first heat i i sort my goggles out and then i go and and i watch the second uh the mxgp heat and this year, like sometimes I've been watching the racing and I get 10 minutes into the race and I've, I've walked back to the van, like I'm just bored. I'm not even interested in watching it because it's just been like follow the leader at so many races. And I don't know if it's down to the tracks or if the speed and everyone is actually that close, but the racing just seems to have been boring. I mean, I feel like Lommel this weekend, obviously with how the track played out and with the weather and stuff. Yeah. There was a there was actually a difference between the riders, and it was it was nice that it wasn't all down to the start for once. Like I I gated outside the top ten and three or four of the races, and I managed to finish on on the box at all three. So it was yeah, you could tell that that one wasn't all about the start. Mm -hmm. But honestly, like this year, it's been like seventy percent of the race minimum, and yeah, sometimes I'm I'm just not good enough on the start. Ben Watson on the Pulp MX Show, uh, brought to you by Skosh Industries. Pulp 2020 is a code to save with Skosh. Uh, please check them out. The Rockstar Energy Husky team using using them and their award-winning consumer technology, power sports, car audio products, and more uh, from the guys at Skosh. Um, well, Ben, uh, thanks for joining us, man, tonight. I, I really appreciate it. It's uh, it's it's late there even still, uh, and uh, I appreciate you taking the phone call and everything else. Congratulations on the new deal. Congratulations on the overall and and and. It's really cool to see, man. Uh, as a member of Blue Crew, I'm stoked for you, and uh, I think we're going to do big things next year. So thanks, man. No problem. Thank you for having me on the show. All right. Thanks, yeah, man. Thanks, man. Been a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Next up on the Pulp MX Show tonight, it's a recorded interview, of course, because uh, we are so many hours apart. Those who love motocross know, motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com.
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. It's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin Motorcycle Tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulpmation section on the website. Get your Pulpamex swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulpamex stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis, and run a Vortex sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. 
Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, fork, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blows uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts Riders out there. Go get some this year. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, GasGas, and TM. 
from the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, their winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams and rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mac Show brought to you by Motorsport.com and the folks at Fly Racing. We've got a couple of heavy hitters from Fly Racing here in studio with uh, Max Steffens and uh, Jason Thomas. And uh, Max Steffens absolutely uh, um, granting my 2021, all my 2021 wishes, number one media outlet for Fly Racing uh, through and through. Right, Max? Like, that's it? That's you're gonna, I heard you're going to divert all media spend to Pulp Mac for 2021 and beyond. That is untrue. 
That is but fake, you do a good job. That is fake news. That is fake news. <laughs> fake news. Uh, Ride Engineering, they've uh, been reevaluating and redesigned the line of triple clamps to make them more compliant with the modern motocross chassis. They started with the 18 RMZ, and uh, they in 2019, they made major revisions to the KX450 clamps to flex light stock to lightly flex stock while improving handling. For 2020, they set their sights on KTM and Honda since both manufacturers increased the rigidity of their frames last year. We spoke about the KTM clamps a couple of shows back. Uh, Kiefer's going to review those things pretty soon. Here's the first glimpse of Ride's new CRF4 split clamps. The, the, shet, the set shown fits 2013 to 2020 models and will be in stock this week in red or black with a revised version coming at the end of the year for the 2021 bike. Uh, the retail price is $599, but only $480 to Pulp Show listeners. I'll put this on our Instagram as well so you can see them. So the ride-engineering.com. Use the code PULPFAN20 to save at ride-engineering.com. Uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. And Phil Nicoletti uses Ride Engineering products, or did, to clinch the uh, Canadian titles. Art of Sport as well. Let me tell you about Art of Sport, one of the fastest growing new body and skincare brands on the planet. Kenny Roxon's involved as a partner, along with guys like uh, James James Harden uh, from the NBA. I've been using their deodorant. I've been using their body wash. Uh, their products are formulated with natural botanical ingredients to keep you smelling fresh all day. JT, you've been using some Art of Sport I have. Stuff. I love that stuff. Max, I've got some stuff t- for you to take home. Let's try it out. Yep. Going to smell a little better, feel a little better, clean a little better up. You know, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Artisport.com, under $10 for all their products. You can find them at Target. Uh, you can order them online. Uh, everything under 10 bucks. The face wash, the anti-dander shampoo, all of it under 10 bucks. Artisport.com. Bringing you our next guest on the Pulp Mech Show. Uh, this man is a former uh, regional Arena Cross Lights champion. He is the pit reporter for NBC Sports Supercross. He's Daniel Blair. What's up, DB? Hey, boys. How we doing? We're pretty good. Uh, Max just told me he's diverting all other podcast money for fly racing into the Pulp Show. So I think uh, I think that means your show. Oh, okay. Sounds good news to me. Nice to, see, uh, <laughs> nice to hear from you, Max. Fake, fake news. <laughs> welcome to the show. Fake news. Yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> Uh, wow, I get on in 30 seconds. It's already fake news. All right. Yeah, yeah. Go figure, right? Um, how's it going, Go man? Everything, What's up? Everything I, good? It's, it's good. How you guys doing there? I'm glad Max is in there. Um, yeah. JT, how you been? No, good Good to talk to you guys. I, I'm assuming having me on like this means that it's time to start talking about Supercross, no? Well, we can talk racing, you and I, Daniel. Yeah. Oh, perfect. I mean, if you, I mean, I, I'm assuming you've gone through the entire show and saved all that stuff for me since there's no review show this week. So, JT, let's yeah, you let's got, go. What you guys know, you, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We we yeah. race so we can uh, we can really talk the intricacies of the sport. Right. That's right. That's right. Um, so, Daniel, let's talk about your Dallas Cowboys. I mean, seriously. Oh my god. You love the Cowboys, and I honestly, I I I'm I'm glad I don't. Uh, bet on football really anymore because I really would have thought they were going to have a good season for reals. Well, they probably, they might have if they didn't lose their star quarterback. But they were terrible before the star quarterback. That's not true. They were one oh. and five with him. No, they were not one and five with him. Well, two whatever. And three with him, I think. They're terrible. It doesn't. It they doesn't were two matter. and two. I mean, it doesn't. Game. It doesn't matter. It was look. They are. I, I I can't even come up with the word to describe how much of a letdown they are. I mean, again, you get McCarthy in there. He's a Super Bowl coach. The roster looked good. They went and got some good free agents. And it is so embarrassingly bad that I, I, I haven't committed yet, but I'm thinking of committing to never watching another game until Jerry Jones hires a GM. I'm not kidding. I, it's We're talking decades of this, man, and I'm over it, all the way over they, it. They closed the roof because God doesn't want to watch anymore. It's bad. 
Dog, it's, God's over him. It, He's way over him. Listen, I they just weren't, want to hit a motocross. They weren't playing well with Dak either, though. They they did not look good. Uh, it, it's no. did you you didn't watch on Sunday? There no, was a no. Distinct difference no. between what went on on Sunday and what Dak was doing. It it's phenomenal that the Redskins, uh, Redskins the Washington Football Club, mm-hmm. can go in there and beat them. Uh, just wow, Un- unbelievable. It, I mean, Washington is terrible. Uh, you know what? You would think that just because of like the names and the skill players, but man, there's a culture problem over there. That I mean, honestly, that yeah. You know, I, our, our TV coach for Supercross, his name's Tony Martinez. He's the guy we've worked with the last couple of years. He's from Dallas. He's way intermixed with the Dallas uh, Cowboys community. He knows all their reporters. He's he says there's a major culture problem because everything is so. It's it's almost like a, a big fake empire of just everything is so nice and glossy and all this, but there's not really any like yeah you know like real like diehard football mentality in the area and in the building. It's all for show. And I and honestly, if you look at their players, even Zeke, I love Zeke, but man, these, these guys, I think they like the the spotlight of being a Dallas Cowboy, but right. they're, they're not real football players, man. They don't grind. They don't. They have well, no heart. They're pathetic. They all got paid. All their skill guys got paid, yeah. right? And so maybe that was part of it. I don't know. But um, it's it's tough. It's a tough beat right now. I think Dak it's is a- brutal. And you know what? Well, I would just say, Steve, you, I, nothing bothers me more than the group text. When all of a sudden it's you, and it's been a day or two, and it just says, Daniel, and then there's a long pause, and I already know what the hell it is <laughs> on Sunday. Like, I know. And I, and then there it is. Daniel, what about these Cowboys? But, it's like, what do you want me to but say? But all it's, you got – It's the same. All you got to go back with is Leafs, Raiders, Blue Jays. Just just keep peppering him back. That's what you do That's because he has subject. nothing to push That's back on. the subject. The subject is Raiders. the Cowboys. Raiders are okay. I, Raiders are – they're a 500 team. They'll be 500 team. It's fine. They're, anyway, not, they're not bad. Just stop doing that. I'm not watching anymore, so I don't even well, care. In fact, just watch the responses that come in your way from I, here on out. I, I, I think that you have a, a zero chance of Jerry hiring a GM until he uh, passes away, and then his kid will be it. So Facts. you might not watch Dallas football, football for a long time. Might not. Might not. <laughs> might, might not. Yeah, I might have to pick a new team. Just I don't know. Panthers are sounding like a team I might want to get involved with. Oh, okay. Uh, Daniel Blair on the show brought to you by artofsport.com. Uh, all products under 10 bucks are available on Target at Target. Uh, Daniel, the Supercross schedule comes up tomorrow. We're pretty sure uh, we've got an idea of what it is. Multiple rounds in one city. How are you going to feel about that? Uh, is that a, are you going to look forward to that? You, you yourself, are you going to be a bit bummed because it's not going to be like every Saturday night? Uh, personally, for you, what's your thoughts? I mean, personally, if I'm just looking at it from my schedule and the way that I yeah. like things, I, I I think it'll be good for me. I, I mean, it's if we can travel, I don't know how many. I don't know what it's going to end up being in the final count on locations, but I mean, if I could travel half as much as I do now, I would love that. It's the only part of the job I don't like. So if, if I'm being honest, if I could get into a city and end up being there for a week and knock out a couple. I, Man, I, I mean, it's attractive to me. I don't know what the riders are all going to think, and yeah. like everybody's angle is going to be different. But me personally, just with the family at home, you know, I, I, I would love to maybe get sneak in a few more weekends during the season. So I don't know how it's going to turn out when it's all done. I'll be straight up honest with you. I don't even know the final one yet. I know it's been tossed around a little bit. And right. I know it's the day before. I, I should probably just reach out and get it. But if I'm being honest with you, I'm looking forward to finding out like I used to when I raced. I, my favorite thing ever when I raced was like, where are we going? Like, when's the schedule coming out? And then, of course, I always like when the track maps come out. That was like my two favorite right, things. Right. So 
I could call right now and get the exact schedule if I wanted, but I'm kind of like ready to refresh on the phone and just wait for it to drop and kind of get that, you know, that little feeling again. But well, you if and it turns out like I think it's gonna. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm honestly pretty stoked, man. Well, you and JT, so yeah, you guys. JT's very excited too for the multiple rounds in one city and hanging out there, and he'll visit dealers and and work with reps, and you'll. Yeah. You know, you'll hang out and do whatever you do. I mean, Salt Lake was cool, though, right? Like, Salt Lake was cool. It did get a little it – got, it got long. But, like, the first week was, like – I felt like it was, like, a boys' summer camp kind of thing. You know, like, yeah. we were all there. And if we – if it ends up being where there's a few of those, and, and especially if it's in cool spots, which I think that's going to be the case. Yep. It's going to be pretty cool to be stuck in a place for a week when we're all kind of there, yeah. especially, like I said, where they where I think they're going. So – I mean, obviously, traditionally, get back to 17 would be great and just run all the cities that we like to go to. But if this is if this is the middle ground, dude, sign me up. Right, right. Well, it'll be well, Feb- January 30th and February 2nd in Indy might not be ideal. But <laughs> but other than that, yeah, maybe, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, every, each one will have its own right, thing. Right. But you know what I mean? Like, I it just it, – it's it, – it creates an opportunity to have some kind of fun little tr- like mini trips. It's almost Do like I... going on some mini vacations. But right now, man, you know we don't we don't feel that way. We get in, we knock it out, we get out. Yeah. And it's like a blur where if we can get into a place and stay there for a while, like I don't know, it, there's there's some positive vibes. And like JT said, he can be able to do some some things while he's there for work too. And I, I just I think it'll be cool to end up being in a spot for a little over a week and 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 knock out a few, especially in the cool stadiums that I think look, we're going to. Look for the uh, podcast from undisclosed locations deep in the heart of these cities, otherwise known as oh, the yeah. lobbies of hotels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, otherwise known as whatever lobby Steve ends up being at that ends up being found out by many people. Hey, you right guys, away. you yeah. guys make sure you social distance and don't get anywhere near anybody until you get to the hotel and you guys all hang out together. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, not. Right. Not if you're Zach Osborne, then you never reveal right. no. your location no. to anyone. No, ever. we are a, a hidden KOA that has been removed. Right. Um, now it'll be interesting to see Daniel for sure. Uh, do I bring my e-bike? Do I ship my e-bike? Do I ride at these places? Drive. Well, I can't. Uh, drive this. Dep- I mean, we're you talking winter hours. months and some, so yeah. I would say maybe not all of them. Probably, probably right. not in January. But right, right. <laughs> um, Daniel, a couple things before we let you uh, before well not before I let you go, but a couple things to talk about uh, on the show. So we think the Bullfrog Spas MCR guys spot is going to come down to Savachi, McElrath, or Bloss. I asked Tony about this earlier. Tony Alessi, he said he would call me. He never did. But uh, who do you pick, Daniel? If uh, Supercross only deal, uh, they're all making the same amount of money. What's your choice for that third spot? Wow. Wait. So fill me in then. So Freebie and Hill are they? That's done. Yeah. So free sea hill does. So this would be the third. This would be Buki spot. Yeah, fill me in on that third spot. Daniel. Wow, wow, wow. Um, what do you? Who do you like? Bloss, Savachi, uh, and McElrath I, have all ridden the bike. I, I, I think I go Shane, um, just because I'd like to see what he does and give him a shot. Uh, at the same time, I think. I mean, I, I I like all three, but if it's me, I probably give Shane a shot. Um, I think he'll be. I think he would be good there. I think Joey would be good there too. Um, yeah, I mean, it's close. I'll be honest. I, I know that's not fun, but right. I, it's pretty close. But I'd go Shane a little bit over the other two. Well, JT said Shane. Max and I think Savachi. But it's close. Yeah. 
I want. I mean, it's a good spot for Tony to be in, right? Because he's going to be like, eh, whichever one he likes, he's still going to be like, yeah, eh, right. You're not the main one. We, you know, you might have to come down on your price down to a big old zero, which is kind of <laughs> sucks. But I mean, they could kind of play it that way. If yeah. they, I mean, they could kind of do whatever they want. Because I mean, if you got one good landing spot, which that's a that's a good spot. I would, yeah. man, that's a really good spot. So. Yep. I mean, it's a bidding war to the bottom, to be honest, because I think they couldn't. They'd go good with all three of those guys. But I, I would love to see Shane um, get that spot. I, I think it would fit him well, and I, I think he would be good there. What uh, what did end, what did end up happening with Hayes? What's going on with Jacob Hayes and his gloves and Mertz and you and all that? What's happening? Oh man, um, yeah. So I, I don't even. I hope he doesn't get mad at me for saying this because I just said it on my show too. But. Uh, he actually had some somewhat minor complications um, with oh his recovery. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys know he broke his femur. Yeah. And it was compound. It was pretty brutal. Um, but he actually had um, a little complication this week where uh, an x-ray showed that there were some screws and pins from the plate that may have broken off the plate. Oh, boy. Uh, and maybe in the bone, just sitting there. So um, he's actually kind of got a really uh, unique situation going on this week where he's got to do some blood work to find out some things that are going on. Um, and I guess for the most part, it doesn't change his timeline all the way. This is just kind of like a little hiccup. Mm-hmm. But he's going to have to go in there and get some things kind of modified and fixed. So overall, the recovery's been good, but yeah, kind of got a scare this week on that. So wow. it'll it'll set him back, I think, an extra week or two than what he had hoped. But right. Kind of a bum deal, man. I mean, poor guy. He's like family to me, and it's, it's it's been hard to kind of go through this whole thing with him. But I even told him the other day, I said, you know, this this whole thing about getting a ride and what your 2021 looks like, I mean, man, there's a lot of guys out there. I mean, I was looking at the numbers today. Hartraff, 28. Shimoda, 30. Drake, 33. And as far as I know, these guys aren't signed yet. Mumford, like, yeah. Man, Mumford, what, a rough, yeah. what a rough time to be a really good 250 rider. And uh, I just, I, again, Jacob falls into that category. He's more of a uh, Supercross specialist. So he'd be a perfect kind of guy to be a Supercross only, maybe a fill-in guy, but it's all just kind of dependent on um, on the healing and then what happens with all these other guys because there's just really good dudes that don't have anything yet. And it's it's yeah. usually the 450 class we talk about, but, man, now yeah. it's 250. It's really weird. Yep. Yeah. I was just saying, do you have anything for Daniel? Do you, uh, do you have how how is uh how's the kids racing going? Uh, well, this, this sounds nice. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. sounds well, nice already. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> well, I just gotta look out in the living room and see if he's out. No, he's not. He's in bed. All right, I can talk. Okay, uh, <laughs> we, had a great, we had a um, we had a big race this weekend planned Saturday, Sunday, uh-huh. and Friday was practice, and um, he laid up pretty big egg on friday and didn't ride up to even half of his capabilities so i pulled him didn't let him race and he's pretty pissed off at me oh wow but i kind of yeah i kind of needed it to happen he come on Tony. Got this thing i no, no that's not fair it's not you know it's not like that um but honestly i i have a, i have an effort thing you give it your all that's the only rule i really have and when you go the day before the race and you put around and screw around and you're running around the pits and almost miss practice well you don't get to race Wow. So, uh, yeah, it was Ooh. needed. I needed to do this for a while. So I told him, didn't let him race, and he's not pumped. Uh, I, I can assume bad, not. So. Yeah. could assume he's quite mad. Jesus. Oh, he's frustrated. And uh, unfortunately for Fly, I'm sorry he wasn't able to represent this weekend. We'll make up for it. Unacceptable. Um, sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's one of those things. That, for me, again, the racing thing is more about character than anything. And I, I have one rule, which is you give it your all when you're on the track. And then he didn't, so he didn't get to race this weekend. So, uh, will you be bringing him to Futures? 
this this 2021? Um, well, I don't know the schedule on that, and I don't know what they're doing with that all the way. I hope so because uh, I have companion pass with Southwest, and I God, I would love to bring him to a bunch of them, but I, I, do, I honestly do not know that schedule and what they're doing with that. I have no idea. Right. Like, not even I haven't even asked. So I, I imagine I no they're clue. at every round, but yeah, we'll see. Um, well, so I'm, I'm hoping right. with you, you're seeing these with these open days in the middle. I'm thinking they might want to try to get the most out of each stadium. So I, I'm hoping so, and when I get that, I'll look at it. But right. Hey, if he if he tries hard in practice, I'll let him. But otherwise, jeez, man, you're, wow. I, I had no idea. That's the hard. Yeah. That's a tough subject. <laughs> well, it's just fresh. It just happened over the weekend. I mean, ask me in a week, and it's probably all fine again. But it's just uh, it's just one of those weekends. So. Um, so Justin Barsh is going to Gas Gas, as we all know. And I heard actually he had some transmission problems on this first ride on the bike and blew it up. But um, hmm. is this going to? I don't think this changes Bam Bam. Like I just think he's a podium contender on some nights. Maybe in a mighty Supercross, he pulls a win. Like I, I, there'll be these. I don't see this, and I know the Yamaha 450 gets some flack, but JT, I'll start with you. I don't see this changing Bam into, you know, better. I see the same. The one thing I'll be curious to see is if uh, he can get good starts consistently. Because if you look at whether it's the Husky with Zacco, the KTMs with Baggett and Webb, and you just go through everybody who rides that bike, Bogle, that bike seems to whole shot a lot in Supercross. So maybe that gets ju- – and, and we know Barsha used to be one of the best starters in the sport, and he's kind of lost that consistency on the start. So I don't think there's anybody in that class that if you said, hey, we're thinking about for next year that Barsha's going to whole shot a lot. How do you feel about that? They're going to be like – uh, that's not good. Because now we have to pass Barsha. Now we yeah. have to deal with Barsha. Right. Um, so that'll be one thing I will be looking for. As far as his riding, as far as everything else in his racing, yeah, probably the same. Yeah. I just look for if, if he starts up front every single time, there's going to be fireworks. Max? Does – I wonder if the team has any influence on just how he rides. Like I wonder if he calms down or uh, – yeah. I mean, if, if he does – if he does get starts, and if let's say he does calm down and he's not nearly as aggressive and tries to get a little more fluid, a little less, right. you know, he he could be he could be a problem for right, a lot of right, people. Right. If he, I see there being an ability to change him a little bit. I, I don't know that it'll happen, but Daniel, what do you think? I mean, I think from a fit. Um, standpoint, I think it's pretty good. The bike, I think, is will be good for him. I think obviously he'll be good for the team. It's a good debut for Gas Gas to come out with him. He's a, I mean, he's a proven race winner. Does it change him? Oh, I mean, I, I want to take the bait and say yeah because I, I mean, I think he's motivated. I think that that bike, obviously, it's a red version of another one, is a pretty good bike. So I think everything is kind of like aligned to be really good, but. I'm kind of with you guys on. I, I, I mean, if it quacks like a duck, usually a duck. So I, I, I don't know if it changes him all the way. I mean, look how he rode this year at that. What was it? Uh, Ironman on that Yamaha. I mean, he rode that bike like it was a pit bike. So I know it's not the perfect bike everywhere, but I mean, we've seen him be so good and then so kind of average. And I don't want to put it all on the bike that that was the only reason why there was average night. So I, I could see him being great, but I mean, he's been great the last couple of years. I mean, just a little off, a little off the title, you know. Yeah. You know, ends up and what do you end up? Three, four, four, five, six, somewhere in that range. The guy's good. I think he's going to be good, but I don't know if the bike in the program gives him a lift into like the title. Right. I, I think it's probably just like JT said, maybe a little bit more of it because he might be up there more. 
But um, but I think the fit is. I mean, I think he'll probably love the bike, and I think they'll love him. I think they obviously from last year having a young team full of kids on two fifties. I gotta imagine TK's probably over there just so stoked to have a four fifty race winner guy. So I think it'll be great for everybody. But I don't. I don't know if I see a list. That it'll be sense. it'll be weird to see him in TLD. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, that'll and be I, weird. Really weird. Yeah. One of uh, really Steve's weird. most notorious uh, descriptions: zebras don't generally change their stripes. Zebras and stripes. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I think you'll see the same Barsha. Yeah. Aggressive. Yeah. yeah. And, and once in a while, a really good ride. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Guy. Oh yeah. Right. Um. Uh. Daniel J. Mart back to star. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, it's funny. Is like. The PC thing made so much sense. It, when I heard that, I was like, oh, my gosh, really? That's such a good Perfect, fit. right? Like, yeah. Character-wise, you know, because Mitch isn't like – Mitch doesn't run his program where they all do this. Like, he lets the guys do their thing. Like, Jordan Smith, go do your thing. Fortner, go do your thing. And Jeremy does his thing. So it's perfect on that level. I think the bike would have been good for him. And then I hear Star, and I'm just like – God, those guys, it's like the Wild West over there. They're literally going to sign everybody. Um, but at the same time, I I don't know if it moves the needle for me in, indoors. I, I think I think Jeremy is pretty much what he is indoors no matter what. I think he'll be good. Might win one or two. And I don't know if he's got – I don't know if that bike, like, lifts him to a Supercross title all of a sudden. But I think everyone's screwed outdoors. I mean, I I think he walks that series next summer. Like, I don't even think it's close. Like that, that he was so good this summer. Yeah, and he didn't. I mean, how many horsepower was he down? Honestly, JT, how much? Oh, you racers, how many seven? Horse? Yeah, seven, dude. <laughs> and yeah, fifteen. Hey, fifteen. Hey, but honestly, that's probably what it seven. felt like for him out there sometimes. And you know how good he was this summer on outdoor. You, dude, give him a, give him a few more horsepower on that bike. They're in well, trouble. But indoors, I, I don't. I see him just kind of being the same. I think I, that's just kind of how I, I don't. I don't we see need, a change there at all. Some of the Barsha just. We need to get. Uh, we need to get JT different. to do the Tony Alessi uh, theory, pit bike theory, where he or pit pit theory uh, before he signed uh, with Factory Honda. He rode their Factory Honda around the pits at Millville, and then he rode his own bike <laughs> around the pits, and he came back and told the Honda guys that this bike is not a nine. My bike's a nine. <laughs> And he was just going oh through the gears, gosh, just yeah. going through the gears up and down in, in in the pits, and they're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so yeah, we get JT on the star bike and the Geico bike. I I think uh, I think you're right, yeah. but I fully expect in the month of December to hear, "Oh my God, oh, Jeremy Martin is going so fast at the Yamaha track. You have no idea." That's what I expect to hear. Yeah, that's what we always hear yeah. because it's, we hear that. Every year, and, yep. and hey, and to your point, it's not even just that you hear it. I've seen videos of him. I forget; it must have been two years ago, riding the Honda track, and I there, there was no way a human being could go any faster than he was going on that practice track. And I was like, "Yeah, he's going to win every race." There's just there's you can't stop this guy. And then I think round one he crashed. Yeah, I don't know, like but I know what you're saying is yeah. every December he is doing things on a motorcycle, and usually it ends up on Instagram that you're just like. Dude, he's going to win the 450 class on a 250. Flying he's, in the test. Can't track. be yes. stopped. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Always. Yeah. I'm look, I look forward to the Justin Cooper, Jeremy Martin beef. Uh, 100% that is happening. Yeah. I'm ready. How, I'm many, how many rounds are we going to be in before he's out of the back Zero. of the truck again? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's okay. driving his truck to Anaheim. Can they, be, can they be on the same coast? No. Can they no. be on no. the same absolutely coast? No. no chance. No. No chance. Will won't let it happen? No. 
Not unless injuries happen, but no, I don't think so. Oh, man. Could you imagine how great that would be? Because, I, I mean, is there any word on whether they ever talked that out? Or is it still I think it was, in the, it was in the contract negotiation. That no, they haven't talked it out yet. I talked to somebody the other day that said they haven't, they haven't talked yet, but they, they're going to have to. So, yeah. Uh, at some point. You can't prove at that. At some point. That'll be good. Yeah. That'll be good. Uh, have, have, you told any, have they told you anything about TV for next year, Daniel? I assume you're all good to go. Same, same role? Everything? Uh, I think everything is the same from what I've heard. I, yep. I, I don't know. I've been told different. Well, um, so. let me call Ricky. I'll let me call Ricky up and see. Oh, call your boy up, which, by the way, yeah, it went pretty good, huh? I call think Ricky so. Great. Yeah. Uh, did you listen? Of course I did. I, I listened to my guy. I, dude, he's my idol. I told you that. I, the first race I ever raced in my life, I got last place, and he won. He's been my favorite rider ever since. So <laughs> this, is going, this is going back to night. It is going back to 1987, and now I work with the guy. Yeah, I love it. But right. uh, no, he was really, he was really good. Yeah. You guys had a good combo. And yeah. You behaved. You did good. I was proud of you, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. I behaved. <laughs> thank you. That's Steve, this I'm, is one of Steve's shining moments. Big victory he's won here. Yep. Yep. Getting him on the I show. I just felt like there, I was just worried at one point you were going to do or say something to just ruin everything. Like, I was mm. almost like a little edgy. Like, ah, uh, he's going to say you, something super offensive and ruin all this. You and Pookie both. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. not call him. And you didn't. You were like, good. question his goatness. His goatness, with sir, yeah. I stand by that. Yeah. I will stand by that. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will 100% stand by that. You cannot be called the goat when you are 25 or more wins off of the record. You just can't. You can't. <laughs> it's not possible. It's impossible. What if you're like 100 more in outdoors? It doesn't matter. You rather, yeah, it doesn't matter. You're just not even close. It's not even close. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you enjoyed him the one time you had him. Right? Good job. Ah, no, <laughs> the listen, one time. Listen, I'm not going to shit on Jeremy's legacy like JT. Oh yeah. You didn't even put him on your Mount Rushmore. What? What? Yeah, I did. You said Jeremy. You said Ricky, Stu, and a European, and Jeremy. Ah, uh, let's go back and check the tape. <laughs> what do you mean? Check the tape. He has 72 Supercross wins. Of course, he's on it. I, I don't know. I felt like you disrespected him. Um, <laughs> okay. Don't let the facts get in the way. No. Uh, and Daniel, everything's good at Main Event Moto, your podcast. Yeah, it's all good. Um, just doing our thing. We we don't uh, we don't do as many in the off season. Obviously, we do all the supercrosses, and then three quarters of the outdoors, and then every couple of weekends, and from now till uh, right. the end of the year. So, right. no, it's all going good. I mean, we we have fun. We do our thing over there. I just got home from doing an episode, so uh, gotta get no, you. It was, uh, um, it's get, fun. Get you back in studio here at some point. Oh, I know, I know. I mean, when we get a little closer, when it's time to preview the sucker, okay. bring me in because I'm nobody I'm wants ready. to come. Like, nobody wants to come in the dead of November, but get in before Anaheim. I'm here or before Houston. Yeah, I'm well, here. get me in before before the first one. But I mean, that's I mean, that's the thing too. Is like it, for me, it's like when the when it starts cooling off. Like I'm wearing a sweatshirt right now. It's mm-hmm. finally it's cooling off. That for me is usually like a like a it's like a warning sign that Supercross is coming. You know, so. Right. It's it's cool and and obviously everybody else has got done with their season so they're all probably st- still trying to like take a breath but I'm like ready to go I've I've been off enough so let's uh, let's start getting into this thing and I'm just I'm excited that they're going to obviously pull it off and then we're going to be back racing and it's going to be creative in ways and again it's just I mean going back to the track like on track it's going to be great there's so many more guys going to the 450 class it was already stacked and now you're going to get Marv back and Sabachi back and then these three rookies and. Maybe even another one. There's a certain 250 rider out there that I think might be moving to the 450 class way early because of ride opportunities. Well, I think you might guys might know what I'm talking about, but I just I'm just excited for for the series. It's stacked. The sport's in a good spot at the pro level, I think. And um, let's go. Let's, yeah, let's get it going. No, I agree. It's going to be exciting for sure, and uh, and lots to talk about when when we get to there. Um, 
All right, man. Well, hey, thank you for coming on. Appreciate the the chance to uh, call you up and bench race with you a little bit. And uh, you know, um, yeah, with Supercross series uh, dropping tomorrow, so you'll be you'll be all over that. Uh, I can't wait, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. One last thing I'll say before I go, Max, you are the man. I just want to let you know. Okay. Um, you do scare me sometimes because I'll email you an order. And I don't hear anything back like a, hey, got it, like a That's reply, standard. like nothing. And I'm like, That's standard. Do I, did he did he get it or what? And then, dude, the next day, boom. Yeah. That's what I porch. do. I just, I yeah. either get nothing or you get an email back in all caps. Yeah. There's no in between. I'm always yelling. There's no in between. I've literally, I have not heard back from Max in over a year. Every order, it just, it, was, it ends up being a box on my porch with no comment wow. no nothing just, just guy the machine right yeah that's what he does it's a marketing manager right. well thanks manager, guys yeah. manager all right thanks db later have a good show all right later, see that's daniel blair brought to you by artofsport.com go there check him out please uh max uh, stefan's gonna take some stuff home hey have you ever been in a motorcycle or car accident yes yes did somebody or some idiot take you out yes you need to call attorney or well, you can't you can't get an attorney for the u.s open if that's what you're thinking <laughs> I, I, there's several times I would, I would right. sue. I would rather just take it in my own hands. You need honestly. to call attorney Arthur Draper. He's a friend of the show. He's a former mechanic for a couple of privateer riders. He's a slow moto guy turned attorney. In fact, ambulances chase him now. Arthur takes the time to know his clients and will take the time to talk to you personally. Consultations are free. You just need to call. More importantly, Arthur only gets paid if you get paid. There's no risk to you. Help is only a call away, and Arthur's got your back. Visit ArthurDraper.com, A-R-T-H-U-R, Draper.com for more information on that. So please, if you've been in a motorcycle car accident and you want to talk to somebody, call up Arthur Draper. Um, all right, future headlines. Let's do this. Let's do some future headlines. JT's favorite segment. Take me to your future headlines. Oh, that's a good intro. All right, so Max, do you know this segment? No. Is He's, it is it possible for something to be overrated that nobody likes? No. Okay. Okay. So these are four headlines from Cycle News. Okay. You have to pick one or the other for your choice for future headlines. So headlines that you will see in Cycle News down the road. Okay. All right. Number one. Pulp MX and Fly Racing soar together for years to come. B. <laughs> or Fly Racing grounds Pulp MX. B. <laughs> All right. I, don't, I, I think you guys are assholes, but, you know. Fuck you. All right. Uh, sup- future headline. What are we going to see? You got to pick one or the other. Supercross is super in SoCal in 21. Southern California. Or where do you think we meant? Where did you? Where would you have thought we? When you said SoCal, where else would you have thought we were going? I don't you had know. To throw in the I, I just wanted to make sure that that made sense to Max. Here <laughs> he was looking at me. Max looked at me a little bit weird. Here we go. Okay, Supercross is super in SoCal, California, in twenty one. Or it's a crime. There's no Anaheim in twenty one. Ooh, that's I like, that's actually. A, that's nice work. Thank whoever you. wrote that. I did. That's nice. B. I wrote that. So no no Southern California rounds. B. Yeah. Crime in Anaheim. Crime in Anaheim? Yeah. We just don't go. Gavin Newsom's problem? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big Gavin Newsom fan. I just think it's going to be really challenging to uh to pull it off. Right. Okay. All right. Future headlines. Max Stephens, Jason Thomas. 
Ferrandis fantastic in four fifties, or Ferrandis pulls up Plessinger in four fifties. Hey, I'll go a two. Okay, a two. Nope, crime in Anaheim. How do you feel about how do you feel about, about future headline segments so far? Pretty good so far. Yeah, you like it? <laughs> Pretty funny. Okay, all right. Last one. Hurlings hurls himself to a 2022 title, or Hurlings hurt again. Hey, okay. Title time. Title time. Yeah. Okay. I do not like what my friend Paul Parabinos would go through if yeah, Hurlings yeah, got yeah. hurt again. You got it. Record your answers on that laptop? No. Or? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are you working during the show? No. Okay. Yeah. I was. Yeah. yeah. Hurlings? So yeah. Hurlings, Hurlings gets title. Yeah. Does not Hurlings get hurt wins again. title okay. next year. I don't think so. I think he's You getting, think he gets hurt again? I, I do. I just, he's such a wreck. He's, he's, we're now at the point where he's been hurt more than he's been made it through the season in the last five years. But he's the best rider. Yes. Okay. But. Title time. What the hell is it to Future headlines. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. Great segment. That is open for sponsorship, by the way. From Future Shink headlines? Yeah. From Shinko or Fly Racing. Remember that first question? What? Remember that first question? No. Fly Racing and Pulpamex. So oh, yeah. Or yeah. B. Yeah, that's okay. that's where that sponsorship is going for Future Headlines. Future Headlines is available, Max. You can lock that thing down for a title. B. We, we can do it every week. All right. Motorsport.com. Tweet at Talon. Let's do this. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from Motorsport.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. You're looking confused, but... Well, I'm looking confused because you couldn't get it recorded with a different name. Do you think that Arthur Draper would be the title sponsor if Fly backed out? Of the whole show? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Or... He does not want an intro. He wants it to stay that way. We've offered him an intro... He just likes it with tits in it. I, don't, I actually I, asked for an intro like a month or two ago. You did? Yeah. It should be a Post Malone song. I didn't yeah. know that. Mark, did you? Did he? Is this? Yeah, I think he did. Oh. Well, then I mean, I, there I, was that idea where uh, it would be blank, where it says either tits or talent. And I just say like talent, talent, And, and it would be, oh. it says talent and tits says tits, but he didn't like that idea. He oh. said he'd mess it up. I, I have like faith it. in you. Lone Wolf. I didn't like it? No, talent. Oh, oh, oh. I think we should try it next time, though. Just not tell them. How much... Listen, you can. Get, I'll let you get in future headlines. Title segment for future headlines. Cheap. We'll do it every Cheaper show than now? to JT. Cheaper than now. Because he hates it. So how much is you it worth like it? You like it? I, how much, I've how, come around. Oh. He used to put me in really bad situations. Oh, you mean like he does to me all show? Yeah, because he Got would... It. There is no middle ground. And That's you what cycling those headlines you are. You either say a guy's going to suck or he's going to win the championship, and you have to pick one. And I'm like, he's probably not doing either of those. He's probably going to be okay, but not going to be the champion. Now I have to be the asshole that says he's not going to win. So I'm going to lose headlines. All right. Ryan Villapoto, myself, we are motorsport.com athletes. We are also Blue Crew te teammates as well. Those who ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs know Motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket parts. Riding gear and accessories, their dedicated team of gearheads have the knowledge and expertise to help keep your ride working at peak performance. And I'd be looking good too, whether you race on the track, ride on the trails, or commute on the street. Make your next ride your best ride at motorsport.com. Motorsport.com, big fly guys. Yep. They do well with fly. Yeah, great partner. Fly. And firepower yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's always good. dicey. We have lots of great partners. but No, you don't. Motorsport's the Motorsport only. is certainly one of the, them. The yes. best one. The only one. 
All right. Motorsport.com. <laughs> you can tweet at Pulp MX Show uh, and uh, post to post Talone over there. We'll uh, read the best ones and uh, and we, let's go. What let's did you this. just call him? Post Talone. Post Talone. Okay. Malone Wolf. Talone Wolf. I don't know what okay. you are this week. I mean, you came in with tattoos, face tattoos one week. Halloween's coming up. I could do it again. Okay. Please don't. From uh, Jesse318. Who is the most marketable rider in SXMX right now? Has AC overtaken KR? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, we've always said rocks and JT. You and I have always said it. Uh, where Still are we Kenny. at? Still Kenny. Yeah. But could change. Or. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, Kenny, he's not in a precarious position. That's not it. He's multimillionaire and set for life financially and whatever. But it's going to be interesting to see the next year or two. Um, he hasn't been able to shake these health issues that have plagued him. So we'll see what happens. Do you feel like – I feel like Adam has a a 98% approval rating. Like, do you think – like, does it – okay, if you may not be an Adam Cincerillo fan, mm-hmm. but you don't like him or you don't, no, no, no. don't like but him. They're, like, they're a little you know what different, I mean? though. Like, Kenny is, like, the good looks and the, like, guys want to be him, girls want to be with him guy. I don't think Adam's more that. Adam's more the likable guy that, like, everybody cheers for. Right. Kenny's, like – Tom Brady of Supercross, to me, that's what I see him. Maybe not the winning as yeah, much, yeah. but, like, the face of the sport out front, wearing a suit to the press conference, debonair. Like, that's who I see Kenny. They're different in that aspect. Also, if you're a worldwide brand like Fly Racing, you know, he's obviously a foreigner, and he's huge over there. Yeah, I, do. I mean, yeah. I think Kenny has been the number one draft pick for a lot of brands for a very long time, and I think Adam is right behind that now. Right. D- different reasons, maybe, yeah, but yeah. still. Out of sport, Kenny Roxon. Yep, it's all they're all together. Are you guys ever going to make some retro gear? I know you haven't been around that long. We did. So is that the problem? We did. Nashville, two years ago. Yeah, I don't like that. We did the white. white. Okay, good, white. good talk. It was just white. It was that's as retro I as mean, we that get. That was a retro logo. Like that's the problem. That was the gear from two thousand four. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the problem. Is everybody like, oh, you're going to build retro? Where am I going to go? Oh three, oh four. Like that was that's what we did. That's where the white stuff came from. Fox does a really good job with their stuff. They're retro stuff. They do. They, they do do a good yeah. job. So why don't you guys make a retro, like you don't got to make a retro fly stuff, make retro colors. Like a, you know, like a, like do the flow stuff, do the, you know, the 90s looking gear. So this is a debate because I feel like if you're doing a retro gear, you have to be retro to who you are, to the company. Okay. Not just building a retro gear to build a retro gear. Okay. I'm open to the argument. Is JT but on the side of... It doesn't even... You it's not it. even retro then. It's just neon colors. Yeah. We weren't... Not, a, the company wasn't around. I'm aware. But yeah, like yeah. if... It, that's that's why we did the white gears because that is yeah. a yeah, racing yeah, yeah, gear yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. I got that. But like, you know, the 80s were flow pink and flow green and, you know, just like that image stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just can you build that? No. Not that's... But, you know, those kind of <laughs> colors and that kind of look. Yeah, Seven, I'm sure, will do that too. Seven will have their retro 80s gear from when they weren't around either i don't know i'm trying to get you guys a you know a step ahead of everybody if we it's a comp- i don't know it's a completely different okay, concept listen, okay if we had gear in 1992 we could bring that back come out with just the colors of like classic jt white blue red lettering you know what i mean like just your solids so we're going to be retro of a different brand no but i'm saying those colors that look so you're, you're shying away from the retro pink and all that i get all that but i feel like now you're just going to use normal colors so red white and blue gear but in the cut of a classic set of gear 
whether it was MSR or JT, they all did it. Fox, they all did it back then in the 80s. Okay. You know, they all kind of had the same kind of look. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. We just, for us, it would be like faking it. That's not who we are. That's what Pookie does all the time. It's fun. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I don't know. Fakes I, it? I, I think, yeah. I think on, on one hand, it would be like a cool look, but on the other hand, it would be very easy for anyone who wanted to just be like, what are you guys doing? You, you weren't even around then, and you're trying to pretend like uh, you were? No, uh, that, that's a fair criticism. That's, you know, that's fair, but. Great radio. Marks, where are you at? What, what, what should they do? Uh, yeah, I don't know if they can do like stuff from All when right. they weren't around. You're fired. <laughs> Thank you. Max, I'm going to email you tomorrow for some stuff. Boot, boots are back on. <laughs> <laughs> See how I, played that? I play both sides. Really Next well. question. From Reflexes of a Cat. Steve, if you could grab a 2003 stew from the past and bring him to 2020 on a Mitch Payton KX125, could he beat the 250Fs of today? Fuck. I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Right? The bikes are better. The EFI, the 250Fs, uh, they're power. better than the bikes were then. And he could barely do it back then. It wasn't like he fucking crushed those dudes. Sometimes he did, but I don't think so. And it's fucking stew though. He's good. I don't think so. I think the bikes are better. I do. Those the two fifty Fs. They've got it figured out. They're not carbureted anymore. They got more horsepower. Yeah, that's a big gap. I don't think he can. And I hate myself for saying that. I would go situationally. Yeah, you give him the whole shot on a track that's like not at altitude and it's got gnarly whoops. I think there's a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Next one from T Hall seven sixty seven. How much can a guy make in one off season from overseas races? A lot. Depends well, on the guy. Yeah, it depends on the guy and how he does. But it's it's fifty K for a decent guy to go to Geneva and Paris. So that's a hundred. And then you do find some race in Greece like JT did, or you find some fucking Dude, races. Finland, there's yeah. yeah, but those are small. Yeah, money. They, they don't pay, but yeah. but I'm saying you could string together few right but 100 200k is, is 150k all day those are good guys though yeah that's like bar show level. yeah 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 all right from the voice of the drunken people how much does a gear company pay for a team deal when it's a big team like star or rocky mountain i'm out anywhere between <laughs> i mean it's a it's a big spectrum once again it depends on the guy it's hey. 300 to 500k oh uh, it's three to six Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. Three to, seven. three to six. Three to seven. It depends on, on average. It, it depends on the guy. <laughs> I mean, it's hard yeah, because yeah. there's yeah. like star, but you have fourteen here's, guys. Here's the I thing. Don't that, know. Here's the thing that I don't understand is you guys, you gear companies write a check for these big teams like Mitch or or, or Geico or whoever, like you know the the premier teams, and then there's side deals with the riders also, to like almost to be like. Hey, we're gonna do a side deal with you just so that when you that's move up, that's not normal though. But it's happened. It has happened, but that's and not. No, we, have net, we don't do that. No, we I'm, don't do I'm, that. I'm, we you don't guys do don't that. sponsor that kind of team. You know that kind of team. We don't do that. I don't think we would do that. I would hope not. We if if. But I would doing, also hope. What are you paying for? Like, I don't I, know, I don't, bro. But you know what happens if we're doing our job. It, well, if I'm doing my job and our guys are doing our job, they're gonna stay with us anyway. But I, like, I don't we, even understand the job. concept. Like, I'm not even sure what it's for. What are you doing? Why? I, that's what my first question would be is why? I don't know. So I, think, I assume so you that... You sponsor the team, but you should give more to this guy because... I think he's the star, and when he moves up, he will and? remember that. I don't know, bro. I know what's happened. I know what happened, us. too. Right. I just don't think right. that... I don't think that's... 
standard business practice. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I'm with you, but uh, and, I, and if I was a gear company, and the agent or dad came to me and said, "Hey, we need a little bit extra," I'd be like, "Why?" And then you no, never, and, and then for. and then they would motherfuck you. That's what, and we would say, okay, if it's about you and your next deal, let's negotiate that in your next deal. Like right now, this is the deal. And if you're worried about staying here, you're and we're like trying to fluff you for the next deal, yeah. then we would just pay you more in the next deal. And then you're still, yeah, it's yeah. black oh, and I don't, I don't know. know. It doesn't make so, any sense. So to me. 300 to 600 K for like a four man team ish top level. I think some of it like that side side deal dynamic i think some of it was like to do extra stuff that wasn't in his contract like or were casual or something whatever you can do we need yeah. you for extra photo shoots extra video extra social extra right. ads extra extra right and that's how they make make it work all right next one from sc351 if a rider has a clause in their contract for an auto renewal for finishing top three or so is it still up to the rider's discretion whether they want to change teams or stay where they are? What? Like, like the if they have an deal? auto renewal contract, does yeah the rider have an option to go to another team if he chooses or? Oh no. Um, no. I would guess you would agree no, with that. If, if you win the championship, you'll stay with whoever you won the championship at this rate. If he does have an option to switch teams, whoever wrote the contract did a terrible yeah, job. Yeah. And why would <laughs> like, you? No. Why would you switch anyways? You're yeah, getting a raise, yeah. and you just won on this team, no. right? So yeah, if you win a title and yeah. you have the option to leave, what was the point? Right. From Kai Corbin, if a random rich guy wanted to replace the Geico sponsorship money, how much would it cost to keep them going? Millions. Yeah. Millions. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Million a year. It's not my two, place two to say how many millions, but it's in the millions. It's over a million. For the year. For one year. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that's probably the low end. I would say. It had there's six zeros, whatever the number is. There's six zeros Don't involved. Don't drop your fancy math on us. <laughs> I'm just saying it's over a million dollars, very easily, and that would be just to keep the lights on. That's not like right. fulfilling their budget. Yeah. From Frank Frank's 144, JT, if you could ride any factory bike on a motocross track tomorrow, what would it be and why? I saw this tweet come through my Twitter feed too, so I thought about it a little bit. I think it would be one of the factory KTMs on a motocross track. I have no interest in riding supercross suspension or a supercross track. Um, so I would say one of the factory KTMs on an outdoor track. Last week on the show, two weeks ago on the show, Ricky told us that he would only ride supercross now and he does not want to ride outdoors. I'm like, huh? Remember? He was like, yeah, no, if I'm going to ride, I'm just going to ride Supercross. It's just like, I guess, slower? Is that what he said? Nah, I think it's easier, easier. Slower, whatever, yeah. As long as you have your timing. He mentioned the really speeds. Basic. You know, the speeds yeah. is down, so. Yeah. It's not hot. It's not dirty. Right. You go ride some laps and you're done. It's, just, it's odd to see a guy do that. You know, yeah. most guys are like, hey. But if you're not going to try to blitz the whoops at race pace, Supercross isn't that hard. Right. It's really not. Supercross scares the shit out of me. Well, yeah. you didn't. You weren't so, a. You didn't win fifty Supercross no, races no, either. You know? No, but not seventy-two. <laughs> Lords of the Black Berm Sock Mafia. Excuse oh, me. God, <laughs> what is it? Lords of the what? Lords of the Black Berm Sock Mafia. Wow. Dark side. It's dark side. Dark side's got this fucking graphic company called a. Uh, uh, what is it? Black Ber Berm Lords. Berm Lords. Berm Lords is his graphic company. And then Black company. Sock Mafia. And then he's in a group of guys that are 45, 50 years old, and they call themselves Black Sock Mafia. Do they all have ponytails? 
I don't know, bro. But it might be part of the like it, part of it to get in. It, it's a berm lord. Is graphic. this like part of the Illuminati? <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> but he, I mean, we made a, plenty of fun of him. So, all right. If a prime Michael Essie and Jorge Prado line up for a gate drop, who gets oh. the whole shot? Oh shit! That's a good question. That's a I, I, Tom Vial was approaching that as well. Yeah, got whole shots every time. Flip a coin, man. I don't know. Put you could put Emig in there too. Emig was a great starter. Yeah, he was. Um, I like uh, God, Prime. Yeah, they're they're both. They were both much better than everybody else. They're up against. And a Prime Tim Ferry. No. <laughs> Just no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, from Brop All Day 886. In Steve's anonymous What People Are Saying article, mm-hmm. the industry guy mentions that in Europe, the bike you're on makes a lot of difference, but the bikes are more equal in the U.S. Why is that? What do U.S. teams have or don't have that makes the bikes more equal? Well, there's no production rule here in America, so the European guys can change crankcases, they can change a frame, they can do anything swing they arms. want. Swing arms. Literally anything outside of a CC rule, they can do anything. So hey, KTM has different frames for different tracks. Yeah. Like the sand tracks, they'll run a longer frame. Right. So, um, yeah, in America, you got to use a stock swing arm, stock cases, uh, stock cylinder head, stock frame, tank, in order to keep the cost down is what they did years ago. And Herlings rode that bike at Ironman. He was not a fan of that frame. Right. Not, yeah. not pumped. From retired Bubba. I'm surprised people don't know that, right? Like that question. Like I'm surprised people don't know that. Right? Isn't it just common knowledge? No. No, clearly. Retired Bubba for Max. What is the main reason why we don't see head-to-toe fly guys in the main events, and how long until we do? Oh, goggles, right on the spot again. Uh, We're working on everything. Uh, (laughs) You think you might put someone in an FR5 boot? I don't know that boots. I don't know that boots is any time in the near future. Right. We we got a lot of things in the works. We're working on things. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you. I'll send you an email. That's what he's going to say. No, I mean, we're, we have a few other <laughs> so things going right will now. There, will, will there be a goggle guy? Like Craig's a, not like listening right goggle now. Goggle guy in the – Craig will never listen, hopefully. For fucking I hope. goggles now. I hope he never listens. To, especially to that. Yeah. It, will there be a guy in a goggle next year? Yes. A high-end guy? Yes. Not like A-Ray? No. Okay. Yes, there will be a high-end guy in the goggle. Really? Yeah. Well, who? I'm not going to tell you. Why? Because. Will you tell me off the show? Maybe. So now you got to have a goggle guy? Nope. Oh, same guy. Dalton's going to do the goggles? Dude, you can't be go- No. You can for you one. You were a goggle guy. You can for I one know. guy. You can for oh, one guy. Oh, yeah, one guy you can, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can't put it on him to control. build. Control. Got to control it, Steve. Got to keep got to keep it tight. <laughs> Boots, we're a ways away, I think. Who, who could it be? Goggle guy. You have to speculate. Nothing you can do. I, I'm not going to tell it's you. It's not Braden. It's not Osborne. It's not Baggett team. I mean, you can't you can't say it's Curran Thurman and tell me, oh yeah, no, it's Curran Thurman. I'm not no offense you. against Curran Thurman. I'm not but, gonna tell you, but that can't be the guy. It's not the guy. It's bullshit. Hold on, hold on. He's looking for it. <laughs> no, he's looking. Yeah. yeah, he's looking for his yeah. right. sound. From random and, and boots might be like, no, dude, like no, that's no, a we're long even, way to do that, yeah, right? We're not, like, we're not even working on a boot right now. Right. From Ranham eighty four, but. Chris Blos did win Australian Supercross Championship with FR5 he boots. Did. I mean, it's did. the boot I wear. Yeah, yeah. It is not. It is a. It is a fine boot for ninety-five percent of the population. Sure. I wear it. I. I mean, I. But you don't ride. When I ride, I wear it. Yeah. I wore it. Yeah, I liked it. It's fine. It's like it. it's a retail two hundred fifty dollar boot. Right. It's, Why don't you wear it now? Because Alpine Star lets me design my own Tech Sevens. Ooh. Fair yeah, white and blue. 
Way to step I, out. I put flow flow yellow on that. <laughs> Way to go for it. <laughs> Stick it up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Show's over. <laughs> All right. In terms of securing There's a also the thing about the future. Too. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Who needs a championship more next year, Forkner or J-Mart? In terms of securing a 450 ride in the future, Forkner. I would say Forkner. Well, to, well hold on. As, as far as securing a 450 ride, J-Mart. But I think Forkner just on the injury side to uh, ascend to the levels that Forkner has. I think the goals and pe- where people think Forkner is going, he needs to stay healthy and, and finally win that title. Because let's be real. In 19, he should have won that East Coast title that Sexton ended up winning. He was the best guy. I'm happy to argue that with anybody. But um, J-Mart, if he wants to get a good 450 ride for 22, uh, a title would go a long way for that. Is Forkner close to pointing out after next year? No. No. Because he can't – he's not staying Somebody's taking my social media. Somebody's telling Forkner to stay off social media. Someone close to him. Someone in his camp. He's He's – gone through a lot like personally and right. i mean injuries you know you i don't know his status relationship but it seems like they're not together anymore he was engaged right. like there's just a lot happening right, right. for a young kid um if living th- living through that you want to just say forget all that all of it kid. get forget all that just worry about your dirt bike and in 10 years you'll thank yourself yep. right but 100%. it's hard when you're in the moment from not important jt does Steve sell more intense bicycles than Ken Roxon sells Honda dirt bikes? No. Hmm. Hmm. From this Phil White, 192. Steve, what will happen first? Dark side cutting his pony or JT eating ketchup? <laughs> the fucking... I, I, got, <laughs> I got 30 minutes on JT, but I'm not going to do it. Oh I'm not going to do it, but... I, well, okay, Darkseid does say he trims his pony. Like, he cuts the loose ends off. You know what I mean? He keeps it in shape. Keeps yeah. that thing looking sharp. So does that count? Get as, those split ends dialed. Yeah. Does, it count, does that count as cutting? I'm going to say JT eats ketchup. Before. I could have a little ketchup. Like, there's just Can, a little sugar in it. It's not a huge deal. Does anybody want to just pull Darkseid aside and tell him to cut? Like, bro, it's time. I think you Haven't do every you Monday. Yet? I think Kiefer tried that, too. I think you already have. He says his chick likes it. I think I think there's a lot yeah, of females hair. in this world that like long hair, dudes. Ponies though? Ponies? Long hair is one thing. If you're like a rocker chick like that, I I bet he takes that all the rubber bands out yeah. and just gets loose <laughs> on the weekends. <laughs> loose. Ah, uh, I mean Like have you not seen 80s hair bands? Yeah, like, but they're only, that they're moment, only shoulder length. Not no. Have you seen like you know Nels- I mean? Nelson and those guys? Ah, oh, those guys don't count. But why? You, no. Typically the crew guys, Judas Priest crew, those guys. I'm that's, talking that's, hair bands. That's shoulder not, length, I'm not dude. talking Judas Priest. I'm talking hair bands. Warrant. Those Nelson. are shoulder. That's shoulder length. It's just down here. It's not that hair. Would you take that thing out of the pony? You're, I bet you. That like on a on a weekend where they have no plans and yeah. like babe just clear the schedule <laughs> they get like an old Firebird wheel it up in the driveway she's like rolling around on yeah. it and he's just with the hair yeah. and there's eighties here I go eighties music in the background own. and it's just yeah. hair and she's flopping around on the hood of a Firebird I could see it right now someone's got to we got to have an intervention I think it's fine just like my ketchup it's fine yeah okay all right. I think there should be like a listen. 
there should be a, a, a rubber band limit on ponies. <laughs> and if you are three rubber bands, you're okay. And if you got five, which I think he's got, got he's got five or six going on. Got to trim we it got up. we got to trim that thing up, bro. I think it's fine. It's majestic. It's majestic. It's majestic. Did you call it majestic? It is. Yeah. When I wow. see him walk through the press box, I'm like, dear God, look at look at the the length and the girth on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I just I I don't know. Like I I I get the long hair and the head banging and the hair going everywhere. Especially Max. I mean, you know, I haven't you're, had hair you're follically ha- challenged. I haven't had hair since I was 18. Right. <laughs> So I get that. Like, I sometimes think it'd be fucking cool to have long hair. And, like, you know, especially, like, yeah, it's hanging on the back of your helmet. Yeah. You're fucking whipping it. Yep. And, and Michelle Monty. Yeah, and you're, and you're banging your head <laughs> at a concert. Like, it's fucking everywhere. And you're, yeah. I get that. But that's too long. That's too much. Too far. I could grow I could grow the long hair and just only be in this shape. There would be nothing yeah. here. <laughs> Listen, if you, if you can grow it like that, Max, you did the right thing. Don't run the fucking donut. No, like the cul-de-sac. Like, yeah, yeah, no. Cut that shit off. If no. you're a, if you're a grown man, and you have that thing on the top, cut it off. But do what Max did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, can't, you, you can't. You can't do that. But but you see people who don't, and you're just like, yeah, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, no. Paul Feinbaum, you know that is. Yeah, sports person. Yeah, yeah. what are you doing? Right. Come on. Yeah. All right. I think it's. I think for to commit to hair that long. It shows to me it's like a, a loyalty thing. If you're that committed to your hair, you're gonna probably commit to everything. Like you're gonna be all in on most things, which I think fits yeah. his personality. Yeah. I'm I'm good with it. I think it's awesome. All right. Last one from Fiveless. How much does it cost to go all in at a facility such as Club MX for say a fifteen year old with accommodation, schooling, bikes, mechanic, etc.? Just I a ballpark. Twelve million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ballpark. Maybe take no the schooling idea. out of there, but I think it's thirty k. I've heard it's thirty k for a year. No, I have no 20, idea. Twenty k, yeah. yeah, twenty to thirty k. I've heard that year. That maybe maybe that's a GPF thing, which is a little different. But I've heard that that's what it is. So school and everything. Oh, I don't know about that. Just oh, okay. just hey, ride our tracks. We'll groom it. Here's this place to stay. That sounds like a lot. Yeah, These places are printing money, right? Yeah, I guess. I didn't know it was that much. If you think about the. Uh, Think about the amount of riding facilities that are popping up. It's because they're making money, right? Like they're not, they're money making things. So. Where's the threshold? Like, where do we have too many? I don't know, man. Coming soon. So many people are like, oh, I'm at this facility. You're like, huh? Stay, in, sc- stay in school, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, exactly. So, uh, all right. That's it. That's old news, right? Motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment. Thanks to Motorsport.com. If you go to buy something from Motorsport, if you're going to buy a fly racing uh, Formula helmet or the Formula CC or the light pant or the, uh, Evo pant or or kinetic or whatever it is the FR5 boot. What's the goggle called? Zone Pro. Zone, Zone Pro. Pro goggle. You just go to Motorsport. You go won't to... be able to miss it next year. Oh god, here we go. Go to the Motorsport uh, banner on pulpamex.com and uh, make a purchase. And uh, yeah, we get a small slice of that, and you can experience the great Motorsport.com uh, pricing and everything else. I ordered a gas can. I went riding. Came back from riding. Couldn't find my gas can anywhere. I assumed it blew out on the road, or or I left it at the track. Ordered up a brand new one, you know, the VP jug for Motorsport. Got it, like, next day. It was perfect. Get a Fly LC2 one. You guys have gas cans? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a Fly logo on it, but we do own LC2. Should I have called, maybe, and looked? I need a, lo- I need a new loading ramp. Now. How are we doing with loading ramps over at Fly? We do pretty well. I need one. Okay. Anyways. Order it with Mark's boots. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyways. Put it in the pile. Ordered a gas can from Motorsport, came up right away. It was fantastic. And then when I was cleaning my garage, I found my old gas can down in the middle of some tires. So good job to me. And now I have two gas cans. 
You know you can't say gas can like you can't advertise gas can. Yeah, I know, right? Stupid. Utility utility container. jug. Utility, utility jug? container. Yeah, yeah, That's what LC is. Liquid container. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the stupidest thing ever. I know. It's it's thanks ridiculous. California. Right. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, that was the show for tonight. Uh, ben Watson, Seth Hamaker, Justin Brayton on Daniel Blair. Which interview did you like the best, Max? Daniel Blair. JB was good too. Okay, I like Daniel Blair. All right. Weege. Weege. Weege was the best. <laughs> Weege did call in. That's right. We did have a, a the Weege kid call story in. got me. The kids, the kids story. Daniel Blair. Got oh me. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I pulled I him. It. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're gonna uh, I'm gonna name off my sponsors here, and the first thing that comes to your mind with both of these companies. All right, first thing that comes to your mind. We Ryan, both have both to do this. No, no, I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna, I'm okay, gonna okay. go back and forth. Okay, all right, you ready? Yep. Motorsport.com. Gas cans. Fly racing. Max. Race tech suspension and engines. Engines. Vortex racing. Dan Gebberth. <laughs> started it. He started it. Roost MX. Graphics. Vertex Pistons. All those OEMs that you said it comes stock in. I didn't know any yeah. of that. KTM, Husqvarna, TM, Gas Gas. Okay. Uh, X-Brand Goggles. Rich Taylor. Michelin. Randy. That's a terrible answer. I should have said Bobindum. 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 Firepower, batteries, and chains. Awesome. Oh, boy. That's all I got. Maxima <laughs> USA. <laughs> 927 day. Skosh. Uh, boom boxes. Couldn't think of what it's called. Well, this works. Yeah, too. that's fine. <laughs> Pro filter. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> FMF. Exhaust. Atlas neck, neck brace. He's not good at this. Oh, no, no, I'm terrible not, at this. Atlas neck brace. The new. Works connection. Eric. OGO Power Sports. Andy Bell. Get data. Dan Truman. Guts Racing. We're not playing this game. I'm not going Andy Gregg. <laughs> you uh, have to. Greg's Ultra Trick Seats. Pardon? <laughs> That's what GUT stands for. Greg's Ultra Trick Seats. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, um, I didn't know that either. Andy keeps hitting me up to try to push through doing a GUT's Fly Racing collab seat cover, and I don't know that we have any plans of doing it, so I'll just bring that up because I know he, he wants it. He's like, we should, we should do this. I'm like... I know, but have you looked at our catalog? We have like 17,000 items that we can't manage already, so. Okay. Yeah. Art of Sport. Kenny. WUSA. We shipped all of our 21 mannequins for the launch this past year to WUSA, and John and Kristen handled everything for us, like amazingly, so I owe them a big thanks. Why did you do that? We needed to send it somewhere in California so I could fly down. Oh. We had to send a pallet. Oh with all, all the stuff in there and they were like so hospitable so thank you okay. to them right. com. I got nothing I mean any literally even, anything you could say anything it anything. would work <laughs> <laughs> ride engineering uh Paul Perbinos works chassis lab engine mounts in 10 cycles specialized Right. You know, it's not the worst we've had. It's not the worst we've had, but it's not far off. Yeah, it was, it's it was, not far off. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. More sponsors. It might have gotten there. Yeah, it was getting. It was getting worse, wasn't it? As we were going, it was. We're headed down. It, was, it started strong. And the Parabinos one was my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you like that? 
Okay, everybody. Uh, uh, well, Max, uh, thanks for coming in. Yeah, Always thank you. fun time. Thank you for everything. I appreciate it. Um, good times uh, here, and we'll see you. Um, are we doing a fly racing summer camp here in Vegas? That's what I heard. It's not in Vegas. That's what I heard. I uh, no. heard it was Vegas. No, it's 146 degrees here. I still heard it was Vegas. No. Okay. Uh, we'll see you at the first round of Supercross, I'm sure, right? Yes. That's probably the next time we'll see you. Yeah. Uh, Jace, JT, always fun. Thank you for stopping by. We'll try to get you in before at some point. Uh, we're we're gonna we're, we're gonna record a podcast tomorrow too. For keep, keep an eye on that. People, yep. schedule drops and then a couple other things we got an idea on. So, stay tuned to the uh, Steve Mathis feed for that. Marks, thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Post Malone. Thank I you. Don't, yeah, I don't have any Malone. We gotta go get we gotta get you an intro. We need one. It's time. Thanks to Tits Legendary. Thank He's not here, was, but but awesome. but chef, he, chef Tits, chef tits. Tomahawk tits. tits, Tomahawk Tits. Really he made up. He us. made up for his Tomahawk. Uh, gift yeah. before yeah. that he didn't do anything wrong nothing except texting you that's the only thing yeah. wrong he did yeah. was on a bicycle you. and I almost I almost crashed my bicycle I was so angry All right. uh, but thanks to our guests thanks to Pookie of course thanks to Swiss Corps thanks to Moser no no not thanks to Moser no Moser this week no fuck you Moser no I'm out on that Moser's awesome yeah he didn't provide the questions this week he didn't care. do anything I, I'm not giving him an FU oh okay well I am <laughs> alright and uh, that's about it everybody we'll be back next week he with gives the- you a Warren Moon football and you, you yeah, tell him to sign, F you? Signed incorrectly. What? Your name's not Steve? No. It, I told him what to put on, and he didn't do it. <laughs> he didn't get Warren to put it on. Sorry. Is he one of your best friend or something? No. He gave me – I, I sent him a CFL ball, okay. not an NFL ball. Okay. And he was the most outstanding player in the CFL for like six years, right? Yep. M-O-P. Edmonton? Who do you yes, play for? Edmonton. Edmonton. Most outstanding player, MOP. Yeah. He's also a Hall of Famer in the NFL. Okay. But that is a Canadian ball. So I said, put MOP on the ball because that applies to your Canadian career. Okay. And he put Hall of Fame. You know that nobody cares about Canadian football. It doesn't matter. Moser had one instruction, MOP. He did the right thing. That ball is worth a lot now. If you find anybody else with the name Steve, you could sell that ball to them for a lot. Why? It's Hall of Fame. It says Hall of Fame on it. They he, a Hall of Famer signed a football. Yeah, but what's what's it really worth? Like seriously, what's it worth? I don't know. Eighty bucks. <laughs> 80 <laughs> Did you not say a lot? <laughs> That's a lot. Maybe a hundred if you find someone named 80 Steve. Bucks. <laughs> That's like four Chipotle's. Okay, Warren Moon signed football. Here we go. Oh boy. Three hundred and fifty bucks. Two twenty nine. Two eighty five. Two eighty. You're right on the eighty. So three hundred bucks. Yeah, probably. What about a Canadian one though? <sighs> Signed. Hold on. What if it's two Steve? A two Steve signed Canadian football. Great radio, <laughs> bros. Here's, yeah, what's the here's two one. Steve one worth? Here's one. Oh, that's a jersey. Eskimos. Brothers? <laughs> All right. Doesn't say. <laughs> but anyways, just know that my football is not correct. And fuck you, Moser. You had one instruction. You couldn't do it. One fucking thing to do. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Wes Williams from Verb Moto will be in next week. Along you know with, he's moving to Boise. Yes, I know. Okay. Yeah. Along with John Anderson from W. Speaking of W. He's so. moving to Boise? No. Oh. He'll be in studio. Okay. Oh. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank our sponsors, sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. And as always, thanks for listening and see you next week. Can I get a SoCal hole? There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude. And 
it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.